As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the new Nasty Boys. I'm your co-host this morning, afternoon, evening, whenever the fuck you want to listen to this Billy DeVore. And sitting next to me is almost always is... Yeah, hey, it's Lee Kimbrell. We are right next to each other. We are on the I couch. I like it. Butt to butt. How you doing, Nasty Boys and girls across the world? Uh, they're doing great. They're doing great. They're... Oh, they're doing good? really great. I'm just getting verklimped, man. I'm very excited about this first read. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let's oh, yeah. just, just Let's introduce Are we going to introduce everybody? Yeah, we can hop in Okay, we're reads. going pre-read. All He's right, heard them before. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Say who you are. Kyle Wavera. Kyle's back. Yeah, what with up, Lee Kyle? here. Yeah, exactly. Minus Danny plus me. Yeah, so it's, a, it's definitely a little less Jewy. A little less Jewy. Bill's still here, but still uh, it's a, a, a major decrease. Oh, uh, huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. Uh, would you, if you were betting on who was more Jewish, would you say you or Danny? Danny. Easy. Easy. Sure. Easy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no matter who you put that bet Bands with. trust him to do tour management. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. to manage their money. Yeah, it's, it's Danny. Yeah. Well, whether you're betting on how Jewish Danny is or whether you're betting on sports, uh, there's one place to go. I don't know uh, about you guys, but a game is much more exciting. When you're watching it and you got some money put on it, yeah, uh, you just got a gut feeling about a matchup, or sometimes who knows, you just wake up on the right side of the bed and you know who's going to win. Right. Since we've been doing the podcast, people are always like, "You guys know about sports, you know who should I bet on? Who do I bet with?" And we've always told them we don't know who to bet on. Yeah, we, we do now, baby. Yeah, we do. Red legs. 2020 World Series champs, Ooh. go ahead and go to mybookie.ag, and that's your best place to bet this season. 100%. Maybe you're not like me, and you're not 100% certain that the Reds are going to go 162-0, and <laughs> which is fine. Maybe yeah. you're more into a parlay. Uh, you can take a couple of the big favorites that week. Parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. Bet the locks, go and do a couple fun ones, and make a lot of money. Yes. If you're going to bet this season, just don't be a dumbass. Do the smart thing. Go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win except for the Reds. That's it. And if you really want to support your team this season, don't just sit on the sidelines, baby. Throw Hop some in. money in the pot. Get into it. Don't just watch on the couch or at a bar passively. Yeah, throw Have, have some fucking rent, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Uncut gems, baby. Grab a bat. Take some swings, please. Here's yeah. what's crazy, dude. If you join right now, my bookie's going to double your first deposit. <laughs> double it. That's a lot of cash. Times two. Uh, all you got to do is use the promo code CHAIR, chair. to activate that offer. That's promo code CHAIR. chair. To double that cash, baby, visit mybookie.amirgarrett today. <laughs> mybookie.ag. You play, you, you win, win, you, you get, get paid. paid. Son, that AG reference got me horny. Yeah, you get paid and you want to go out and get laid sometimes. Sometimes you do. Sometimes you can't do it. What's up, sometimes. Queen? Sometimes. First lady's walking in, had to show some love. Yeah, of course, always. We're, okay, this is ridiculous. I, I was met, just I on AG my... buying shoes downtown one time. Oh, you bought, you met Amir Garrett. Mm-hmm. Right on. Where, what shoe store? Um, what is it called? Um, down there, I was buying some shoes. Uh, what, you got, uh, unheard of? Unheard of, yeah. Unheard of, yeah. Uh, that got, place uh, rules. Had, well, I was going there to get... Some, I need some Vans anyways, but they had... If you bought Vans, you got free Warped Tour tickets. 
It was like the last year what? Warped Tour, so I was like, fuck it, I'll go. What? Yeah, so I went and got the free Warped Tour tickets. It's a killer deal. Hands. Yeah. And then someone gave us Warped Tour tickets, and I just sold those. Yeah. Uh, I just so, lost everything. We're great. Well, you know what's really bad? This is kind of like a blue ball situation. Huge blue Wouldn't balls. Wouldn't you agree? You guys, nasty boys and girls, are out there waiting on these salacious reads. You wait for them every week. Steamy hot reads. Steamy hot reads, and we're getting off to a little bit uh, of a blue ball situation, you know, which happens. Blue ball happens, especially if you cannot what, what Bill? Get it hard. Get an erection or maintain yeah, an erection. Yeah, now look. That's a fact. <laughs> Big fact. <laughs> right, babe? I don't have that problem, do I? Not anymore, thanks to our <laughs> new sponsorship, BlueChew.com. BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color, and chew like what you do with your fucking mouth. That's right. So, listen, their pills are soft, chewable, so they're digest easy. You can eat them on a full stomach or an empty stomach. It doesn't matter. Anytime, day or night. All the time. Uh, the best part is, no more awkwardness. You can just go in to your computer. You know how you get into your computer? Yeah, just hop right in there. Hop in it, get on the internet, sign up. A physician will talk to you and tell you, hey, your dick ain't working. Here's these pills. There you go. There you go. No more waiting in lines. No more talking to your doctor and be like, my dick don't work. He's like, well, that sucts, but I'm not going to recommend this for you. Ship straight to your door in discreet a discreet seven-foot box in the shape of a coming dick. <laughs> Big coming dick. <laughs> Huge balls. Yeah, no, it's cool. And you know what, God damn it, what gets me harder than this? Made in the USA. Say, that's free. Made in the United States of America. That's right. Made in the land of the free and free. All you have to do is pay five bucks for shipping when you use the promo code armchair. Chair. That's it. Go to B L U E Chew.com. Use promo code armchair. Get your dick pills today. Uh, our pills are soft, but your dick won't be after eating them. That's fact. Wow. Pop this chewable to get it's that dick doable. doable. Hell yeah. Now you said that box it comes in is shaped like a coming dick. Yeah, seven <laughs> feet tall. Is that like is it packing peanuts coming out of the top? Yeah, packing peanuts and they're kind of, there's like a lot of resin used, so oh. they're all kinda of, yeah. <laughs> they're all kinda of held in place. Good. Yeah. Uh, no. You know what is held in place? My purely tri- trimmed balls. Yes. Wow. My, my balls and pubis area in general are great. quite in place and nice and tight. <laughs> that very Looks nice. like an opening day infield down there. <laughs> the grounds crew just call them out, baby. Get the rake out, getting every little blade off there. It's true, man. I used it uh, just the other day. Mm. Manscaped, uh, they don't necessarily throw this in the reeds or whatever, but we're supposed to talk about personals. Yeah. Here. Yeah. Threw it on my butthole recently. And? Great reviews. Grave reviews? Nothing. Put it on my anus, dude. Nothing. Not a thing. Well, I kind of tried to cut it to feel something. Because <laughs> you wanted to feel alive? I wanted to feel alive. But sure. But I couldn't even cut my tender butthole. Wow. It's really good. Your tender fiddles? Right on the balloon knot? Just nothing? Right on the balloon knot, baby. Wow. <laughs> right on it, dude. Nothing. Not a thing. Now, here's the thing that sucks about Felt shaving. Felt good. Here's the thing about sh- that sucks about shaving your butthole. Four days later. Yeah, man. That's why I got that lawnmower 2.0, baby. Oh. Guess what I did four days later? Hit it again! Damn! I got a clean butthole the rest of my life, man. Thanks and, to Manscaped. And no snag. No snag. It has changed the wipe game. Oh, what? Oh, my God. If you, like, clear up your yeah. butthole a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're just wiping your hair. Yeah, no leftover debris. Oh, shit. Billy, when you take a shit, you're just wiping your hair. Wait, no I'm not. You're wiping your butthole hair clean of poop. But if you get the hair away, it's just paper to anus, you clean it. No, but there's like stuff on, that's just staying on the hair? 
It's staying on the hair. I didn't know that. A dingleberry is caused by the hair. If you I take the that. hair out of the equation, you're just... And the farts sound crazy. It's wild. They're like... <laughs> it's like... It's wild. I had no idea. I had no idea. The effect. Like, oh, they sound fast. Yeah, they, they sound so aerodynamic, man. Like, like I never considered what it hair went, went. on my butthole meant. But it just, like, if you'd use the lawnmower 2.0 and clean up your anus. You just said wild, and then that was it. Yeah, and you're like, it's wild. And then, and then I'm like, like okay. it's like, it's rip. It's like you're farting out of your 10-year-old butt. Oh. It's amazing. You want to go from a to a pew? Yeah, it's it is a pew. It's a hard rip. You know what? Every now, like if you're sitting on like a table, yes, and you fart, and it's like sharp and rip, and it comes out like a fucking trumpet all the time. It comes out like a fucking war bugle. Yeah, yeah like when you or when you fart on a leather couch. That's ev. Yes. Yeah. That's every fart when you shave your butthole. With a Manscaped Lawnmower 2.0. Thank you, Manscaped, for sponsoring the podcast. You guys can get really good deals. How about this? Manscaped, you're listening. What if we had the lawnmower, the plow, and then the butthole specific razor? Yes, I wouldn't mind that at all. Because then you've got your balls, shaft, uh, fupa for me. Not much longer. Not much longer. And then butthole. I'm telling you, like... Separate. You see how the the culture... Like, everybody is more comfortable with talking about things now, and, like, every day there's something more that was taboo. I'm telling you, men are going to start... Straight men are going to start openly talking about their buttholes. There we are. And Manscaped needs to hop on it. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, butthole trimmer, dude. Normalize trimming your butthole. Kyle, are you a butthole trimmer? Um... No, I've never done it. <laughs> it's a, it's a, you need to get a lawnmower too. But the from sounds nice. Yeah. It is yeah. really a game changer, man. Shave okay. your butthole, get a bidet. You know, shave your butthole, get a bidet. Change your whole life. You're European yeah. now. Yeah. Um, it's amazing. Get twenty bucks off and free shipping using the promo code armchair. Yeah, armchair. Yeah, I'll use an armchair. That's what I was gonna say. Wait, what was that? <laughs> what was that code again? Armchair. Okay. Yeah, yeah. armchair. So. Use promo code armchair, you get all of it. You get the plow, you get the ball preserver, all that. That We've covered it. It's a game changer. You guys know the deal, but we got to read it for that sweet, sweet ad money, baby. That's right. All 12 bucks. <laughs> Let it come on Ooh, in. Give it to me. Give come it to me. Yes, give me. Sir. Give it to me, Andrew. So, Kyle, good to have you back. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for bearing through. Last time I butchered the reads. This time we just made them long. It's yeah, true. He, and we had to freestyle. He's your security blanket. Yeah. See? Yeah, I get it. We had to freestyle him, dude. It was good. It's that the, was pretty it's good. Sweet hairless asshole. That's <laughs> it, man. I'm just ginning on a different level right now. That's so Feeling true. Good. I got a I got a nice pour of Kentucky bourbon in my hand, thanks to Chill Bill. On it. Knob Creek. The good stuff. Coming from the bluegrass, baby. And Kyle. Dude, this fucking thing. Monster Mule. A it's nice mon- a monster mule. Try it. I would love it. Like ginger. I don't even really like monster, but that's delicious. That is quite good. Isn't oh, I good? love ginger. After a day of clinicals in the hospital. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. This is what I a day of, Yeah, this guy just came from his first day of clinicals. Go yeah. on. I did. That's huge, man. Yeah. Like, how was that? Were you scared? Um, it, it's it's more scared of what it could have been. Because um, codes in, in the ER or trauma unit can be horrifying um, for your first day. So I didn't have to deal with that my first day, so that was nice. So it was mainly just treatments and listening to breath sounds and, and giving treatments and medications and things. A like good getting your feet wet, dealing yeah, with the learning, human public. The staff, um, 
and not have, because it's not the normal hospital I work at. I'm going to a whole different hospital with no one I know. And having to go in there and just give It's kind of the game, though. you got to get yeah. thrown into the fire. So it's a little scary, but um, I don't know. I've been, I'm used to talking to people, so it's not that scary. Yeah. But. The only time him and I have ever been to a Reds game together, he had to leap to a uh, medical emergency. Oh, the old guy that fell on the stairs. I remember that story. That was you. The old guy fell on the stairs, and I was like (laughs) making sure he wasn't dizzy. No shit. I remember when that happened. He was like too prideful to drop his beer, which was admirable. Admirable. He tucked. He tucked his shoulder and rolled backwards (laughs) with his beer still out. Barely spilled any. Cracked his head on the concrete. (laughs) Barely bleeding like a stuck pig. I was impressed, but I was was a little worried about it. $12 Bud Light secure. Somebody got him to um, medical staff, I think, and checked him out. You know what was so crazy is when that happened and Kyle's down there helping and we're like, oh my God, Dick Williams walked right by us. Yeah. No way. He's a tall ass. He's a tall drink of water. Yeah, he is. Old Dickie W couldn't go down and give a pat on the back to the good Samaritan. Have you seen him in person? Oh, yeah, he's a beautiful man. 6'4". Yeah, he's yeah. Huge. we we uh, he touched me at Red's Fest. Yeah, he, I saw him at Red's Fest. He's really a stud. He's a stallion. He's like yeah. six four, six five, like you were saying. Mm-hmm. He's got tan skin. He's a praying man. He's yeah. hot. Yeah. He is a praying man. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he will get his head bitten off next time he fucks you his well, wife. No, he's got a clean ass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, someone does it. Hairs for on him. Clean, clean asshole. Yeah, yeah making all the deals. That's how you lose the deals. Yes, yeah. that's a yeah. fact, dude. Kyle, we're on the same page. <laughs> Williams, I'm really sorry. <laughs> More like butthole Williams. Hey, you know? he's, he's preying on them free agents. I'll tell you. Come that. on, yes, he is. Yeah, God damn, we. I am so jazzed. We can just sit here and get to it whenever we want, but it's jazz is the word. Yeah, yeah, it is. Jazzed it's is not the even word. talking about anyone specific. It's the fact that the Reds broke their record for offseason money spent with the Mustaka signing, and they've signed like. Seven people since over a yeah. hundred million dollars. They spent more money this offseason than they did last decade. The crazy thing is, I've seen people like on Reddit and different places saying they still haven't done enough. And I'm like, what the fuck are your expectations? What do you want, dude? We're not the Yankees. What yeah. are your expectations? We've done more than every team decade. out there. Decade. Even well, the Yankees. The Yankees signed. Garrett, Garrett Cole, Cole did this crazy deal, but they we've still That's signed it. more free agents than this yep. offseason and improved more than they have. But to be f- it's crazy. To be fair, the Yankees only needed Garrett Cole. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> yeah, all I mean, they needed. But, but I'm just saying we've right. made more advances this offseason than anyone, you're right. Maybe, maybe anyone than not named the White Sox. The yeah. White Sox rebuilt their whole team, and the Brewers kind of did too. Yeah, but they it was more of like. It was like uh, the kid putting his finger in a dike, the wall, not the slur, and like stopping the flood. Sure. But then there's 12 others, and they're just trying to just go around. I think the Brewers still regress, but I think they did a good job rebuilding their team for what they did. I agree. I think I think them bringing in um, Navarre. Is it it Navarre's? Mm -hmm. They brought in. Mm -hmm. Do I keep screwing that up, or is that Mm -hmm. they brought in? No. Um, I, they brought I, him. I think he's a good piece. I think they bring, brought in Avila, Avila, good piece. Solid. They brought in, um, God, who did they bring in to play? Uh, oh, uh, Justin Smoke. Yeah, to play, play first. first base. Smoke's they, they brought a in solid some good pieces. I really, I really think the Brewers did a pretty good job of, of fixing what I think their pitching's still a mess. Of yeah. course. Um, they, let, they let go Davies, which I think was probably their most reliant reliable pitcher last year. And, and Pomerantz. But they got. They Pomerantz did, was they, a big loss. They did get. Um, What's his name for the Padres? Uh, uh, Lauer. Yeah. They got Lauer. Um, I like I'm, Lauer I'm a lot. Hopefully I'm saying that last name right. But they, they got Lauer, and Lauer's a good piece. Um, but 
I, I don't know. But did you see that? But losing, list? but losing Jizz Money Grundle, yeah, and Moose is how many home runs? And Moose, and they lost Pomeranz, who was nails for them. Yep. In the last half of the yeah. season, he was deadly for them. I don't know what happened, what the fuck he took, but something. He was deadly. Um, and then um, they got Luis Urias in that uh, yeah. trade. Yeah. And now Luis Urias has had to have hip surgery or something, or broke his hip bone. Oh, Damn. fuck. He's out six to eight weeks. Oh, so he's going to miss spring He's going to miss probably spring training and a month or two. Yeah, he'll come back Ooh. in July. I mean, he's, he's going to miss six to eight weeks and then has to rehab. Yeah, oh my he'll gosh. come back in so, July. I, mean, yeah. I, I think it's probably going to be three months before he's back. Dude, that's bonkers. That's that's a big piece for them. And it's like, who knows? It, it's a hip. That might mess up his whole swing for the season. Yeah. I'm not saying yeah. it will. But no, there's potential I, I, I for don't, sure. I don't want to wish ill will on a dude. That, that dude, I hope he's young. I hope he has an awesome career. It's better for baseball if he does. Yeah. yeah. But... A hip is a bad injury. That's a, that's a rough injury. I mean, yeah. we saw Mesoraco. He had shoulder and hip injury. Ended his dude, career. That yeah. dude was basically just uh, one of those toys that, like, when you press the bottom, the whole thing falls apart. Yeah. 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 And that yeah. was basically just Mesoraco. So when your mean, mom was, bought you a toy at TJ Maxx, yeah. Yeah. on the way out the door. <laughs> it was like a giraffe where it just, like, it was like a pair of headphones without the jack. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> just <laughs> the phones, man. Just it. Just, they looked good. You just put them in and then just listen to people's conversations. God, yeah. what could have been with the mess talk? It sucks because that was a good mm. guy. Like, yeah. Uh, like yeah. My, my, my buddy that works at the Reds, he said, um, you know, when he'd be up there, Mesoraco would be up in the box sometimes. He said it was an awesome guy, super knowledgeable, really fun to be around. Damn. Yeah. yeah. He called a good game, too, behind the dish. Yeah, yeah, he did. Um, kind of a lazy catcher. Um, yeah. But uh, I do have a friend that used to pitch for the White Sox, and um, and, when he, and, the, and when he pitched for them, he said that at one point he... Um, I forget what, it was an instructional league or whatever, and he said Mesoraco caught for him, and he's never had a lazier catcher. Really? He said every time he threw to him, he hit, now, I, this is not firsthand, I don't know, this is testimonial sure. to someone that played with him. Of course. He said every single time, he had to ask him to put up a target for the pitch. What? Yeah. Now, that might not be him all the time. I mean, he's could have had a bad day or whatever. But yeah. it's just, that was just somebody that played with him that I heard. Also, that's, that's inst- like instructional, I mean, it's... Sure. You know, yeah. I mean, like I said, I, I have no ill things to say about Mesoraco. I wanted him to be good so bad. Oh sure. But that's just the only person I've talked to that played with him has. That's what they said about him. Yeah, yeah. So you uh, you were at Go Bananas all weekend. Yeah, dude. I was at the Banana all weekend. It was a magical weekend. Gabe's album. Gabe Kia, Cincinnati boy. Uh, yeah, he. It was the, a rare weekend where it was six out of six. There were no bad shows. Yeah. I liked all my sets. Well, and Josh, Josh is great. Josh did well, and Gabe ripped it. Gabe's been ready. <coughs> Bless yeah, you. Gabe could have recorded an album five years ago, and it would have been excellent. And this is... And he, this is... He, it's really, really good. He did a different set every night. He's going to be able to Frankenstein together a ripper of a comedy album. Fuck yeah. I mean, it could be an hour. Wow. It could be an hour. I mean, he'll probably whittle it down to like standard 45 to 50. But that still gives him a good start for the next one. But the album's dead. It's just about tracks to put on serious. Right. That's how you pay your mortgage now. Yeah. You know, it's like rarely are people sitting down and like, ah, yes, let me take in 50 straight minutes of a continuous comedy album. <laughs> Here's, so you know? music-wise, it's the same way. Yeah. My, my band, we're not a big band. And so for, for a big band, even if you look at a band like, the, like we talked in 1975 or something like that, you know, I mean, they're a huge band. They're putting out a new album, and they'll release five or six songs as singles before that album comes out. Yeah, absolutely. Because, so this is what um, we talked to. We played with That City's Burner. We talked to them about it, and they really liked our analogy on it. 
Um, my vocalist Jake came up and said that mm-hmm. everything now is Netflix. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Everyone wants to be on demand, and they want to be on demand. And when it's not, when they can't control their fingertips, they're out. They're sure. out. And so that's how shows are. <coughs> that's how Spotify is. No one wants to listen to full albums anymore. Mm-hmm. They want to listen to playlists. Yeah. Curated playlists for their likes. Yeah. And their needs. They don't want to listen to a band's full album. So like, yeah. when we released an album, we noticed that you know we released it, and we noticed that the last couple of songs on there got significantly less plays than all the others. Sure. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like, is it really even worth it at that point? So we're just going to do singles. Singles. Yeah. Because that's what... Singles, I mean, if, you're, if you're big and you have the ability out there already and you have the fan base already great yeah but if you don't i mean it's it's and there's so much energy that goes that into people can get in one car ride yeah yeah it's the best thing because if they can't listen to it in a car ride a lot of times they're out and so they true. want that's why even all the people like look at like crystal leo who's got a podcast yeah or look at like you know joe rogan or fire and the kid or something like that with brian callen where they have their podcast but they also put out these little 12 minute snippets of just a part of their podcast or a 10 minute That's snippet it. of a yeah. five minute snippet. And they put out these little bits of it just to hear a little sound bite that you can hear in the car or while you're taking a shit or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're just on the and gram. We got, exactly. we got some buddies in the scene who just, they, they started a podcast called Just the Clip. Oh, yeah. And they've sat down for like a month and a half and recorded a bunch of these podcasts, right? Yep. None of them have been released. But they clip out, they do a 45-minute podcast, they'll clip out 10 banger 30-second clips and put those on Instagram. That's funny. So yeah. it, it's a good idea to, like, people will like it. You can scroll through and take yeah. them in and kind of get an idea who they are. It's like a test run. Yeah, Netflix mm-hmm. changed everything. Yeah. Yeah. And, and now the spins are so crazy. I don't know if we talked about it on the pod before. Uh, it's Shalafu. Yeah, he, you know, not to talk about his money or whatever, but he was telling me this is just good knowledge to have. He recorded an album a couple of Aprils ago. He the the first like you know numbers he got back, he got thirty five thousand spins on Pandora. Holy fuck! And his check was twenty five dollars and ninety five cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he doesn't know how many spins he got on Sirius, but that check was two mortgage payments. I think the most money we've got off Spotify or something like that was like 30 bucks. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. So, I mean, I don't know how many he got on Sirius. It's way more sparse on Sirius. Right. But, I mean, almost to the point where like 30,000 spins on Spotify or Pandora is equal to one spin on Sirius XM. Right. What was Chad's? Like 100 million? 100 million. He's got over a billion streams in his whole life. You know the weird thing about Sirius XM is? They don't have to tell you they're going to play it. Yeah. Yeah. When we played Bunbury, there was like some girls in the crowd and they like they were like, are you in our band? I was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, how, how'd you how'd you hear about us? And she was like, oh, you were on, um, what's that alternative channel on Sirius? Alt Nation. On Sirius XM. Oh, shit. She was like, we've heard you guys on there a couple times. I was like, Give me a fucking email, man. Yes, yeah, so you, <laughs> you guys made your album with the label? No. Interesting. We are yeah. on a label. We recorded at Moonlight Studios in Cincinnati. And with Eric Tuffins Dan, he's awesome. Um and yeah. and we got put on Sirius XM and For didn't free. get let known. You what happens is you put your That's shit. Cool. I'm not mad. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, whoa. What the, what the fuck? Yeah. You submit it to Sound Exchange. You create a Sound Exchange well, account. We we go through CD Baby. Oh they yeah. Distribute everything. Yeah. So I mean, I guess they have the rights to do all that, but you still think you get like if you're gonna play it on a radio. Yeah. You, they have to. You think they have to let you know. Well, they or something like it's that. It's in your contract. It's, of maybe. A CD baby. That might be it. CD yeah. baby maybe. 
Uh, <laughs> come on. I just, I just felt like Sirius XM, like, you, I don't know, you'd at least get a notification or something that you're going to be in some kind of rotation or something right. like that. Seriously. Come on. God damn it. Come on. Really? Oh, sorry. Easy. I'll stop. I gotta slow down. Easy. You really opened up Pandora's box on that one. Oh! Come on. <laughs> there we go. Jesus. Remember, we get paid to do comedy. That's and, right, bitch. Um, so, yeah, but like, you, so you can do CD Baby, Sound Exchange. It's like 30 bucks the, for the year on Sound Exchange, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but CD Baby, it's by release. Um, okay. It's not like a yearly thing that you pay. It's by release. Was it crazy expensive? No, no, not at all. I think when we release an album or something, like, it's like sixty-five bucks or something. That's worth it. It's, it's not, not terrible. There's probably more expensive options you can do for like for like larger artists See, or something. That that's something what like I that. need to do is probably go through one of them and then just print the vinyls. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. Go through one of them and then the vinyls will cost you what? They put us bills? on. They put us on bullshit too. We're one fucking Napster. What? Napster's back, son. Oh yeah, it's like we used extremely... to make that joke at shows. I didn't even know Napster. We was used to around. be like, we used to be like, you can find us everywhere online. Napster, LimeWire, yeah, whatever. Yeah, and now exactly. fucking Napster's back, so we can't make that joke anymore. So we're like, shit. Damn. Now you can just substitute for BearShare. Yeah, BearShare, BearShare, yeah. LimeWire. Yeah, because well, yeah, that's what the, that was the on the one on the tip of my tongue. Wasn't there two wires? There was LimeWire and like HypeWire. Yeah, uh, or Lime I think so. something. It was yeah. an orange one. Yes. Of it, too. Yeah. yeah. It yes. Was. And it, yeah, and find it, us on LimeWire. You either find us, a guy getting decapitated, or a moose fucking someone. You or know, yeah. one of the three. Or your computer or, will explode. Or if you're me, well, yeah, your computer will explode, catch fire. And <laughs> his, his laptop caught on fire when he was a teenager. <laughs> when I was in high school. <laughs> got you on had a fucking fire. laptop, yeah. dog. I used to have a joke where it was just like, uh, my, my computer port, uh, protested my porn use like a Tibetan monk. <laughs> I love that joke. It's great. I just got to find a way to fit it all back Used in. Used to. It's no, great. I mean, that joke rules. It's the other stuff I got. But whatever. But, um, dude, LimeWire, BearShare, they all have the same porn, the same hundred clips. Yeah. <laughs> your, your laptop just Greta Thunberg you. <laughs> How dare you? How dare you? And kills himself. Well, that's that what was, happened. That like, was great. I'm not being mean. Yeah. No, course. that was perfect. <laughs> My computer just went cross-eyed and caught fire. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised that Greta Thornburn hasn't shown up at your apartment because you're getting so hot. Oh, get out of here. Uh, when are her nudes going to leak, you know? God, easy. <laughs> Hopefully four years, Bill. <laughs> oh, wait, we got to wait. <laughs> Not a long But the wire. world's going to explode. Yeah, Why couldn't true, we have man. a man? Just be that guy. Sweet. That super pervert. Super Hopefully hot that gets taken out of context. Super then- hot Bill, man. He's getting really horny with this weight loss. I'm trying to. Man, people were actually serious about comments like that. Not about her, but like the Billie Eilish thing was ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, you- people are such pervs about her. It's like, dude, everyone have kept kept having to be like, hey, she's a teenager. Yeah. Well, we get it, man. Yeah. And she wants to fuck your dad, so yeah. let's stop talking <laughs> yeah. about it. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like she, I think she's not a, I mean, I think she's an adult now. She's think, 18 but, now. But last but, year, some Swedish hell, magazine, guys. some Swedish magazine used her, like, face and put it on like a like a sex looking robot oh. that was like naked from like the like the middle of her chest up like no titties but she was still like hey went on twitter was like hey fuck this this is i did not approve this they did not use my likeness and i'm 17 stop being fucking perverts yeah what the fuck is wrong with people they're horny billy eilish is dope yeah, dude. It's see, a bummer you, that she's not going to live to be being thirty. Catholic. Yeah. yeah. Stop <laughs> it. Stop being so Catholic. Yeah. Ugh, it's so obnoxious. Can you be less Catholic? <laughs> <laughs> We're in Cincinnati, dog. Yeah, the Father, Son, and the Holy. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, the Holy fuck. Holy fuck. Holy shit, man. God. 
I, uh, did you see what she wore to the Grammys? All the green and the black. Yeah, I, and green. I, I I saw that she like w- like won a bunch, and at one point she was like, "Please don't say me again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to change my outfit." Yeah, she looks like a Mortal Kombat character. <laughs> she, yeah. Good for her though, man. Looks like she was ready to have a good time during the coronavirus. Virus. I almost said Vilas. Vilas. You know the Billy Vilas. That's it, baby. I don't listen to her, but I appreciate what she does. Dude, that album ruled. Yeah, it's, good. I, I, it's not something I can sit down and like really listen to and get super into, but I think she's great. But it changed pop, and like I sure. agree. Like, yeah, know, I sat down, and listened to it a couple times. I was like, "This is fucking good." Mm-hmm. Before like the explosion happened, yeah, and then fucking as soon as the whole thing dropped and it came out, like it was nuts. And it was just her and her brother like in their closet, right? Yeah, yeah, just yeah. making beats and singing and, like babies and stuff. That's why, huh? <laughs> Excuse me, Horny Bill, Catholic, Horny Bill, Horny William. Got to be more Catholic. <laughs> Lean into your Jewish side, man. Uh, yeah. Mommy. Oh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> don't say that while playing with your leg hair. Yeah, funny. Man. I look good. It's great to see your legs, by the way. They're pretty nice, aren't they? Yeah, you oh, do. You've got a nice. Ooh, you've got a nice set of calves. Thanks, buddy. They gotta carry. They gotta carry this this weight. Well, dude, when the weight sheds, you're just gonna be jacked from the waist down. Leg jacked. Hell yeah, man. Mm-hmm. That's me slapping his meat. I've lost 15 pounds this month. God damn. Yeah. Um, so I was um, I, not that I need to lose weight, um, but when I I did have a little extra weight on me, I wanted to lose, and I got a kidney stone. I lost it. So if you ever need to lose weight, get a kidney stone. You'll Painfully be sick. Oh, that's perfect. You'll be fucking miserable. How long does that last? They can last a day. I had one that lasted a day. One time, my last one lasted for six days. It was just, miserable was, pain the whole I, time. I can't express to you the type of pain it is. Oh. My, I worked at hospital, and my manager was like. When I got this, that kidney stone, she was like, take whatever time you need. There's a lot of women that prefer childbirth. Whoa. It's fucked. And it's like when you start to get the pain, you immediately know. Oh, my you God. Know. I, it was like, like the first time uh, I got it, I was sitting with my wife. I don't go to the doctor for anything. Me either. Right. So I was sitting with my wife. We just got done eating. I was trying to like stretch it out. I was like, what the fuck is this? I just I went, from like, I went from like being confused about what the pain was to three minutes later asking her to take me to the emergency room because I was pissing blood and I thought my appendix ruptured. Oh, shit. I mean, it was insane. That like, is That one scary. passed like the same day. Um, and it's that, through your pee hole, right? So, I mean, I, like don't, I don't want to make this like a medical, like scientific show for you. No, guys. no, please do. No. So, it's uh, just, a it. kidney stone starts in your kidney and then it goes to your bladder, but it has to pass through your ureter. Yeah. Um, your ureter tapers as it goes down and gets smaller. So there's contractions that push your urine and things like that into your bladder. Yeah. Well, and like fluids in your bladder and things like that. When it's passing through there from your from your kidney into your bladder, these contractions happen. And if it's a small enough, like kidney, that's what their pain is. Is it passing through there? Yeah. But if it's small enough, like mine was, it just goes back and forth through your ureter over and over. While and over. it contracts. Yeah, the pain is just great. And so like, it, it would keep feeling like it was getting closer. And like, and I would be like, oh my God, this has to pass soon. I'm in so much pain. And then the pain would go away for a minute. I'd be like, oh, I think, I think I'm good. And then like 20 minutes later, no. Yeah, <laughs> so is drinking water exacerbated? Um, no, they want, they want you or to you drink just a ton of water. chug water. I mean, I was drinking so much out. water that I was miserable about yeah. it. I was like trying everything. Um, I don't like to take pain medication. So when I first went to the hospital, they gave me pain medication there. But they gave me, um, I could get, um, I don't know what they, they gave me. Um, but they gave me something and it ended up not being strong enough. I wasn't going to get it at first. I tried to just wait the night out. And then the next morning at like 4 a.m., I woke up in so much pain. I couldn't even wake my wife up to take me to Walgreens to go get the prescription filled. I just drove myself 
in just pain. like screaming yeah, with the windows and, and down. I was taking the medicine on the way home driving oh and my. then like yeah and then I went to the um I went to like the actual doctor um like the specialist on the that Monday and they were they were like you look terrible I was like this is how I always look <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, um, perfect. This is they, just they, my they face. were basically yeah. like, um, we're gonna prescribe you Percocet. Um, where it's at, I would say any time now, but it could be days. I don't know why they told you the time frame before. Oh my god! But it was it was like six days. I lost like thirteen pounds. I mean, I couldn't eat. I, I was sleeping maybe a night, an hour a night. I mean, it was miserable. Just awake. Anyone that gets that all day regularly, I have so much sympathy. I can't even. Oh man, I'm, oh, I'm horrified. God, knock on wood. Jesus Christ, I don't want a kidney stone. To the first time I lost a bunch of weight, I had a bacterial and a viral, or in a virus, like a bacterial and whatever virus. It was like mono plus, <laughs> and I lost thirty five pounds. Super Saiyan mono. Hell yeah, dude, dude! It was Nile. It was it was wild. I went super. Uh, I forget the Dragon Ball Z thing, but <laughs> who cares? You know, I drank that a little too fast. So, uh, but uh, Super beer. Saiyan. That's it. Super yeah. Saiyan. Jesus. And uh, I came back to school like after three weeks. Everyone's like, "You look great." I'm like. Yeah, I didn't eat. I just drank fucking chicken stock. Worst month of my life. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just shitting and puking constantly, watching Judge Judy, because I don't have the energy to grab the remote. Judge Judy. Yeah. The queen. Dude. Richest person in in TV. With the fattest ass. Richest person in TV, though. It's impressive. Yeah. Her last contract was something like... Five years, $250 million. Yeah, who doesn't play Judge S- Judy in 250 The second one is probably, weirdly enough, Ryan fucking Seacrest. Oh, yeah, I would imagine know, so. Dude, we looked it up one day because I was, I was like interested. Yeah. He makes like he makes like $450 million a year. Yeah. Really? Some Just because he's like on... He does everything. He's like yeah. every radio dude, station dude, he's in the country. Stop. He's yeah. on every TV show. He's on every award show. I mean, he's nuts. I'm so, does, he doesn't have like a talk show anymore, does he? But yeah, we talked about it that one day because like on, I guess on uh, American Idol, where the fuck it is... He, I guess, made a pass at, like, Katy Perry. Oh, for And they real? caught it, like, on a commercial. And someone was like, he's not like Katy Perry status. I'm like, he probably has more money than Katy Perry. Mm-hmm. Way I more mean, money. he probably has way more money than Katy Perry. He's he's, a, he has more power. He's been relevant for, like, an, a 10-plus years longer than her. Like, yeah, yeah, dude. Well, American Idol was, it's like, a quarter century old. Shit, almost. I mean, I was, I, I think I was, like, nine. You're, like, 10 years out. old yeah. when or, Kelly Clarkson like, rolled around. Yeah. Justin Guarini. Mm. See, yeah, I'm... I'm one year younger than you. I'm 29. I turned 30 in June. I'm 29. I turned 31 in like a month. I'm the oh, youngest pup on the couch. Hey, Dude, young I'm, otter. I'm a thousand. Yeah, you're a thousand, you're a thousand years, years old. Yeah, yeah that's what you were like. You ever like go to take a picture and you accidentally take it on the reverse camera, but like you just see like you don't even see like your skin. You just see like your eye socket. Like you're <laughs> just so fucking old. Yeah. Like oh god, oh, I forgot to put my denchies in. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Uh, Wisconsin was dope. Oh, yeah, baby. They we, looked fun. Uh, we went to... So we were driving up. We left at... Ricky picked me up at 6 in the morning because it was on the way. It was easier just for him to pick me up. Because he's coming from Kentucky. Right. Yeah. He's coming from Newport. So he's like, fuck it. I'll just grab you. And we went... And we looked at each other. I, as soon as it hit 8 o'clock, my, I flipped my laptop and open and I put on my hotspot and it was just click clacking away. Yeah. Because I looked at Ricky, I'm like, I gotta work. I'm sorry. This is just, I'm here. You can talk to me, but like, I have to work. Yeah. Set up some some stuff. I set up a bunch of meetings and like coordinated with the zoo with the Fiona stuff for them to get their shirts. And then he looked at me, he's like, we're gonna drive through Chicago. 
do you want to go to my favorite Chicago hot dog spot at 11.30? And I was like, sold. Yeah. I'm in. And so we took a little detour and went downtown and went to the coolest little Chicago nice. hot dog Nice. And you shack. had time to spare? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Plenty. Well, we had, we took us, I think, and then we made another stop and a couple more to get gas and, like, and uh, have vicious diarrhea. <laughs> Uh, it took us 12 hours to get to Phillips, which is almost like, it's like two hours away from Canada. Really? It was that far north. So I didn't know you put your hand up for for Wisconsin, like you do Michigan. Yeah. You point it where it is and it's like right above, like right below that middle crease or the top crease in your middle finger. Okay. That's where it, where it lays. Sure. So. And um, the venue looked sick. Dude, like look, it looked like a little black box theater type thing. That was this the second and third show. Okay, the first one was this place called Club Thirteen. Uh, we get there. There's Mike. Hey, I'm Mike. Nice to meet you. I own the bar. I used to work third shift. And I saved up enough money to buy this place. So uh, don't ruin it for me. Yeah, this is the first thing he said to us. We're like, okay. It's part part of his spiel. Great. Name's Mark. Hey, I'm Mark. Lived in Wisconsin my whole life there. Whole thing. um, uh, Whole thing. My kid is a snowmobile and my daughter is this snowbank over here. Yeah, absolutely. I put coal for eyes. Um, My wife is cheese. (laughs) I fucked this pile of cheese for 30 years. I fucking love her. Oh, she's some H. Why'd I just go Boston? She's such, she's some H cheddar. Mm Mm-hmm. So, uh, H cheddar. But. How was Mark's venue? It was cool, man. The only issue was we were in this side room, low ceiling, super wide. I was like, this is perfect. Separate room from the bar. No spotlight. And they just had lights above us. And he unscrewed the other two on the sides. And then there's one just shooting down. It was Shadow City. They couldn't even see my face. Oh, yeah, that sucks. And I I told that to somebody. And a local comic said, well, they don't need to see your face. I'm like, yeah, they do. Yes, they do. That's why we don't do comedy in the dark, you stupid fuck. You stupid fuck. Uh, Speaking of Gabe, dude, he gets seven or eight extra laughs a set with his face. It's amazing. Punchline, look at him, eyebrow raise, yep. widen him, open your mouth. It's fucking... When you see a good headliner work, you're like, oh my god, they're using everything. Yeah. They're using everything. Act outs, facial, everything. That's why it's a joy to watch Hawkins. Yeah. He's all in all the time. It's all everything, yeah. Um, so oh, yeah, the wheelchair. Huh? Yeah. Oh, different. Yeah. Yep. Stephen Hawking, best stand-up comedian, sit-down comedian ever. Yeah. Slump down. Slump down. He's the best comedian made of jelly that's ever. <laughs> you know, he is the best prop comedian. Yeah, for yeah. sure. His whole He's body. The, He's the prop. Yeah, He's yeah the prop. he really. Well, the chair, the voice, the screen. It's incredible. Committed to the bit. Multimedia, really. Yeah, committed He's to the bit. Stage and shrugs a bit. Yeah, exactly. That's it. No uh, voice inflection either. No, he, he was kind of always shrugging, right? It's all material. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all deadpan. Stephen Hawking was just very indifferent about everything. <laughs> just like, yeah, he, he always looked like he was just like <laughs> sort of one. Like, <laughs> I know this is an audio podcast, but if you guys know who Stephen Hawking is, then that joke should have landed. It would have landed because all of, we're painting a very good picture. If it picture. didn't, then fuck you. Indifferent <laughs> Stephen Hawking. Also, did you did they bury him with his chair, or did they cremate him with his? chair? chair he went with his chair but the question is cremate or straight up in the ground they just dug my like wife a big was a mortician circle hole my wife was a mortician i have her since emails yeah for sure oh. you got to figure everyone in that community knows Great each questions. other yeah your wife was a mortician was was x she was got out the game what'd she do now 
Um, she is getting her master's. Uh, she'll be a BCBA, so she does like therapies for kids with autism. Were okay. wow. noble calling. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind awesome. of both she's of those great. possessions yeah. are noble callings. Yeah. She was very, very passionate about the first one. It's just um, they don't fully prepare you for what they want you to do with the workload. Like they were basically offering her like one day off every other Monday. Oh. Yeah, and it was just like then they gave her that Monday because they said she needed a mental day. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, that's how they were. And it's like one it's, two days off a month for a mental day of working someone with someone else that she graduated with just called her the other day, like, I know that you quit your apprenticeship and things like that. I'm gonna be doing the same. How do you do that? Like what do you do? She was like, I'm making thirty thousand right now and I've I'm working my like tenth straight day. Oh she my was like, God. I just don't get off days anymore. She was like, I'm miserable. What do I do? And it's like, it's like several people that she was in that field. It's like, if you don't have like a family that has a funeral home, yeah. you're just, you're in the wrong fucking business. Jesus. Sounds like a dead end job. Yeah. God, <laughs> Billy is those, those, those jokes were a part of her life. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. But then also it's It's crazy. actually a, a field that has very weird sense of humor all the time. You would kind of have to it's, be yeah. morose. Were they deadpan? Yeah. They God were probably dead <laughs> We can't help it. Listen, you're really... Uh, Babe, I had a really good pun. We're talking about... Uh, sip your fucking drink. Dude, you're uh, making Babe. all these up on the spot. <laughs> huh, I really am. That wasn't bad, huh? Locations, make up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come That's on, pretty good. trying here. <laughs> hey, babe. <laughs> Alicia just... Catch that? She just divorced you. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I, she's sliding her rings off now. She's I heard moving her. out. She's oh. opening the window. <laughs> they live on a high floor. High <laughs> floor. Well, she'd rather jump. Really? Yeah. She's throwing all your stuff out right now. Yeah, I need to lose some things. Yeah, <laughs> she's a better person than me. She does yeah. awesome job. That's Fair crazy enough. that like she worked with the like people near like at the exact end of their life, mm-hmm. and now she's like helping people at the beginning. I think that's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Oh yeah, what she does, I couldn't do. She's incredible. She has so much passion with it. It's great. Yeah, I don't have I don't have the patience. Like I take care of like sick patients. I'm respiratory I, that's what that's what I do but, sure but what she does is for kids and that's just so much more I, I do want to work in possibly in a children's hospital I think that's interesting that's what I was going to ask like anything pediatric yeah, yeah, just yeah. feels like it's it's just gut-wrenching but, yeah in a hospital the hardest part is that like you have to see like abuse cases and stuff too yeah and I know that that would weigh on me pretty heavy so I'm kind of back and forth on whether I want to do pediatrics or not yeah. or like a NICU unit um I've got a buddy but yeah she like I said, she's just she's helping like you know kids with autism. She, she goes to school with them and helps them in school and helps them be able to simulate and be in like a regular like school. Like she doesn't they all have to be in special classes. They can just mm-hmm. be in. Like, she's trying to let these kids lead a life. Yeah. So yeah. when she graduates, like that's what she does now. But when she graduates, she'll actually be like making the therapy for yeah. the kids and making the therapy plans for them. So it's awesome. That's brilliant, man. So I love. I'm, it. I'm very I'm very happy she's doing this now. It's a better fit for her. That's so cool. That's really awesome. And I think it's dope that she was drawn to uh, mortician school as well. The things like, that she tells me that she's done is just so crazy. That is yeah. so wild. I bet that well, is like, so like she'd just be like, I was holding brains and lungs today. <laughs> and I'd be like, oh, you want to give me a hug? Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, baby, is it cool if I hang some brain later? Yeah. <laughs> hey, babe, that's a balls joke. My babe. Balls joke. And I'm like, oh, you could kill me and get rid of me. Good. Like, <laughs> Easily. Yeah. My mom was a nurse at the VA hospital when she was first starting out, and they would just send her to do all this bitch work. And a lot of times she would have to go to people's homes of the disease, of the deceased mm-hmm. and help, you know, transport the body. Oh, yeah. Sure. And, like, rigor mortis is a real funky oh, thing. Oh, absolutely, yeah. mm-hmm. So she said one time they had this guy... 
and this the stairs that they were taking them down were like not that steep, so they didn't strap them in all the time. They just like strapped them in at the waist, kind mm-hmm. of, and maybe down around the ankles. Yeah. And this guy had been sitting there a little bit. I don't could have been embellished or whatever, but she said she was like walking him down the stairs. She's going down the stairs, and this fucking motherfucker just just sits right up. And fucking looks at her, like, between the gravity of the oh. staircase and the rigidity of his body, this guy, like, bends at the waist, <laughs> dead in a doornail. Yeah, that was her, yeah, yeah, that spooked her. How are the raccoons? The raccoons are doing great, man. <laughs> My family has, over the years, has had several families of raccoons that we feed on our deck. And Billy stayed the night at my house a couple weeks ago, and we were sitting there at like two in the morning yep. drinking some beer, and we look over, and there's this, this little raccoon up on his hind legs with his feet, hands on the glass, <laughs> just yeah. like, what's up? And I'm like taking pictures, like, this is awesome! Give us some food! <laughs> yeah, it's wild. You just open up the door, they stay right there. Yeah. That's crazy. A raccoon a foot away from your the entrance into your domicile. My buddy, his stepdad, was like a retired um, police officer. He's fly helicopters and stuff, but like now that he's retired... Like out in Ross, his um, I guess like the the veterinarian uh, thing over there would get like people that would accidentally run over squirrels or things like that, and then like they'd still be alive and they bring them in. Sure. So they'd give it to him and he'd nurse them back. That's cool. But he'd have like little baby squirrels all the time. He had one in Dookie. It was always there. So Dookie would, if he hid like a nut in your pocket, yeah, you were fucked. Next time you came over, if that nut was in your pocket. Really? He would search for it, and if it wasn't there, he'd fuck you up. Really? It was, wow. It was, it was terrifying. Doogie so every, So when he came at you, you had to put your hands in your pockets. Otherwise, if he hid nuts on you, he'd be pissed and be searching you next time. You came <laughs> yeah, I hated that squirrel. You stole Dude, my nut. I had a pet squirrel growing up. We, uh, it was a little baby, and we found it next to our oak tree in our side yard. And like we nursed it back to health and only had half a tail. Oh. And we named him Squeaky, which was pretty great. Not because he was a squirrel, but because he would climb to the top of his cage and then fall down and have seizures and start going, <laughs> that's like, why that's named, Squeaky. Yeah, that's why you named him Squeaky. Right. And so we were like, okay, it's fine. It's time to let him go. And uh, we put him outside, and I was sitting in my home classroom, because I was homeschooled at this time. Uh, great call. And uh, I'm sitting at my desk, and I look out the window, and I look at this oak tree, and I see the squirrel. I'm like, oh, is that squeaky? Then I see half the tail. And this oak tree was like 40, 45 feet tall. Big old boy. Big oak. And I'm staring, and I'm like, oh, no, because he starts panting. And then he falls out of the tree and has a seizure and dies on impact. No. And he's like, oh, well. Poor Bill. That's, uh, I had a pet squirrel. And My story's not as great. It's real just sad. Post-traumatic squirrel syndrome. And that's, yeah, where, and that's where those last five drinks just went from. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm getting so drunk. I don't know how to squeak. That's a good thing about losing weight. It's like, you're not a huge liquor drinker. No. You, you cut the beer out. You start sipping on bourbon. You have like three fingers of bourbon and you get a little loose. Yeah, a little loose. And then I just drink some water. Then the buzz goes away and I don't have a hangover. And you go to bed. Then I just go to sleep. Attaboy, sweet Speaking chill. Speaking of losing weight, you know who's not going to lose weight? Who? That people need to get over? If this can transition to baseball. Yeah. Yeah. A. Eugenio Suarez is not playing fucking shortstop. No, no, that's over. He's a thick boy. He's yeah. a big boy now, and he's not moving back to. No, to he just no. he got. That he weight. wasn't good at shortstop in the first place. No, and he gained that weight to hit bombs. Yeah, yeah, he's hitting dangers into Dang. the stands, and, you, and, you, I mean, and you think corner 
cleanup guy. Yeah. You think frame wise. Yeah. Six two, six three. He's five no. ten, dude. Yeah. We passed him at Reds Fest, and he's as tall as Billy. Yeah, but yeah. he's slinging ding dongs in the stands. Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. And, so let him get thick, man. And maybe yeah. he should stop stop doing uh, fucking flips into the pool or whatever the hell happened. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm sure it's something like he just jumped in a pool, his arm caught the side of the pool or something, and just stretched his shoulder up or something. I don't know. Yeah. Is that what it was? His shoulder injury was from a, a pool? pool. It's, it said he was. It was a swimming accident. So he obviously caught his arm on something when he was swimming, or somebody threw something, or someone mm-hmm. maybe someone threw his. Maybe his wife jumped in the pool at him and tossed his kid. I don't know. <laughs> something, something stupid like that. Yeah, sink or swim. God. The good man. news is, is that sounds minor. They yeah. said that it's it wasn't anything serious. It was a small invasive surgery, um, and that they're expecting him to be ready sometime around the start of the season. It's in his right shoulder, so him being a left-handed batter, it's not going to affect his motion nearly as much no. for swinging. So even if he can't throw across a diamond, he can probably get reps in at the plate. Yeah. So I don't think he'll be behind plate-wise. He's just got to make sure he can throw across a diamond. Unfortunately, that's a fuck of a throw. It's so like yeah. the longest throw on the field. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, I mean... <sighs> It said they said like it was just some left like some cartilage small cartilage damage. Mm-hmm. They just right. kind of went in and scraped him out. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. So I, I'm not too so, worried. Someone, Still sucks. Now this is obviously on Reddit. Someone said on Reddit they're obviously not an athlete, but they had a, something similar to that. They said yeah. they were fine in about two and a half weeks. So yeah. obviously they're not throwing a baseball. Yeah, you're right. They're not hour. making. Eleven million. It's still encouraging to hear that that yeah. other people have had a slim, similar surgery and it was no big deal. To, and a, that dude, I don't know if you remember, but that guy got hit by a fucking pitch and broke his thumb and was back swinging a bat in, in less a than two weeks because he's yeah. fucking Wolverine. Yeah, yeah. No yeah shit. for sure. What That's the so true. Oh. Manti on bullshit as he made. Yeah, that dude. is shit. so true. That broken thumb is why Brian dude. Price got fired. He yeah, was no throwing. Shit. He was throwing. He was swinging a bat in like five days. With a, I, mean, I remember just, that. It, it didn't that split. Yeah. yeah. It was it just nuts. like didn't happen, and they were just protecting him just so if a ball came back inside, yeah, it would have been fine. They just waited until like they didn't have to play the Pirates again. They're like, okay, yeah, you're now good. that we can assure that someone's not going to intentionally throw it at his thumb, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, his thumb, it was like his thumb was broken. And then five days later, he was like, Jim Day, this one's for you, Jim Day, and just hitting home runs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Just like Jesus, dude. That's who, the best. Uh, <laughs> who did? Who did? Who replaced Hurdle? Um, Huntington. No, I heard it was going to be uh, Dick Williams, like bro- or uh, not Dick Williams. Um, it was going to be Bell's brother that was going to replace him. Oh, and really? It didn't happen, yeah, right? I think it's Neil Huntington. I think that's Alexa. Who is the Pittsburgh Pirates manager? If it says Clint Hurdle, I'm punching the it. Pittsburgh Pirates manager is Derek Shelton. Derek Shelton. You were close. Derek Shelton. And is Neil Huntington the GM? Yeah. Both have had sex with their tractor and threw away their wife or yeah. whatever. Exactly. Did you say life or wife? Wife. Both. Yeah. Both. Yeah, same Both. thing. But, uh, so he'll be fine. But um, I finally got what I wanted this whole offseason. Which is? Castellanos. Yeah, baby. Got Nick him. Stick. Nick. He's going to rake. He's going to fucking rake. So, let's talk about the deal. So the okay, deal. yeah, 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 yeah. So, some people are upset about the deal. What Danny. we have to understand is that, yeah, Danny, sorry. Um, <laughs> he likely was going to do what Donaldson was going to do, what Ozuna did. What, like and one He was going to do a team? one-year deal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Prove a deal. That way he can just play next year and get a bigger deal. Right. What the Reds did was probably said, okay, we appreciate that. Mm-hmm. What if we give you this better option? You can have a one-year deal, 
we'll give you an opt-out. We can give you an opt-out after the second year. If you like it here, you can stay. Right. If not, you can leave. So it sweetens it. It gives them the ability to... Because if they would have just signed him to a one-year, $18 million deal, mm-hmm. nobody would be bitching. No. Everyone would be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, market price. Cool, year. dope. But for yeah. some reason, they signed to a four-year deal with an opt-out, and everyone's like, terrible. And it's like, uh, what's the difference between that and signing to a one-year deal? I, this is, this yeah. makes it to where if he doesn't have a superstar season, he might stay. Right. Especially if the Reds are serious competitors. Yeah. He might stay and stay on for the next year and then leave after the second opt-out. Well, well yeah. yeah. I mean, he won. He, he, yeah, sorry, go ahead. And either opt-out, they get a first-round pick. Exactly. So the next two years, if he's not on our run, if he leaves, we get a first-rounder? Mm-hmm. That's brilliant. I think yeah. there is something with it that it could be a second-rounder. I mean, I, I don't way, remember the draft full pick? details. It's either a first- or a second-rounder, depending on, I think, what year he leaves or how much it's for. Yeah, I forget what the full details are. Either way, they get a compensation pick if he leaves. Exactly. Um, So, I I mean, one of the things I... All he wants to do is win. Because when someone asked him, what do you want to do? And he just said, win, and then stopped. Yeah, he he didn't even say win until like three seconds. I I loved when they asked him about the opt-out, and he took the microphone, angled it towards Boris, and slid it towards him. (laughs) And everybody just started laughing in the crowd, and he laughed too. But it was like, you can tell that wasn't his idea. Well, did you you hear what Boris said to him under like the the mic barely caught? He said, uh, he looked at Cassianos and went, oh, you are a veteran. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) And I was like, that was so perfect. That is good. I, I think it's a great signing. He's, I think he's, it's fantastic. He's going to smash. He's, he's, is he a great defender? No, but he did improve from the year before. But playing left it, at Great American Ballpark is nothing. Yeah, dude. It was something like he Not had a lot like, of ground He went from like, no. I don't remember if that was DRS or UZR. Regardless, he had like a negative 24 rating yeah. the year before. And then last year, he had a negative 9. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty big jump. Yeah. It, it's still a below average defender, but it's a big jump from how shitty he was the year before. People have to understand, he's not been out for very long. Yeah, he was he was he was a third baseman. That was a bad third baseman. Yeah, they converted him to outfield, and he's been bad. But last year, I think he actually had like a couple catches that were like a catch probability of like under sixty percent. Yeah, and he had a couple catches like that. So he's shown that he's decent. We have a smaller outfielder. He went from playing outfield in Detroit, which is doubles fucking canyon. It's huge. Yeah, yeah, to playing in Wrigley, which is fucky. Wrigley's yeah. a fucking yeah. outfield. Yeah. And now he gets to go to Great American Ballpark, which is as small as can be over in right field. Yeah. Yep. So if he plays in right field in Great American Ballpark, he's it's fine. And he's going to have... Either of the corners of the gap. And then he's going to have Senzel or Akiyama backing him up. And if Akiyama's backing him up from center, he covers ground. so much ground that... that it won't matter. Kessling Senzel, to get too. To. Yeah, Senzel's fast as shit. So, yeah. it, and we have debated it over and over in all the text threads, and I'm sure you've thought it over and over... I mean, it's what do you do with Castellanos, Sinzel, Akiyama, Winker, and Aquino? Well, did you see what... Uh, and Irvin. I mean, but Irvin, Philip Irvin's sitting here this offseason like, God damn it. What the fuck do I got to do? <laughs> yeah, I had uh, 300 You got to be year. able to have decent defense, and you got to be able to actually play consistently and be able to hit more than just left-handers. Yeah, oh, fair enough. That's true. They've given that dude every opportunity. He, they gave him so much opportunity in the minors, and he shit the bed and barely performed in the minors for years. He was our first-round pick. They gave him every opportunity they could. Yeah. They drafted him to be our dead-set center fielder. Yeah, and I, he, I and just have him through rose-colored glasses. Yeah, his defense went down and down, and he couldn't play center field anymore. So they moved him to corner outfield, and he would barely ever play center field. And then his offense just hit a wall, and they never did anything. And then when they finally started bringing him up, 
he would get opportunities to play because Winker would get injured or whatever. And yeah. the second he would get opportunities to play, he just couldn't hit righties very well at all. Yeah. And his his consistency when he hits lefties, God, he fucking kills them. Rakes. He kills lefties. Yeah. But righties, he's just pretty pedestrian. And yeah. how often do you get to see lefties? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, think talk, about, you think keep about, talking about him, I'll pull up his splits real quick. Think about this time last year, we're sitting here talking about the Red Legs outfield, and Scott Shebler is someone that we were like... I don't like that they didn't, I don't like they kept him on the 40-man and sent down Jose Siri. Yeah, yeah, I didn't like that I either. I get that Jose Siri hasn't progressed how they wanted. I'd still rather have Jose Siri on the 40-man 40 40 yeah. than, than Shebler. I agree. There's no reason to DFA um, him. I don't know. It's it's all it's all kind of relative, but... Yeah. Um... What, I mean, yeah, we were talking about that, and don't forget, we were talking about Matt Kemp, right? Who's now in the yeah. minors for the Mets still? Yeah. Here's here's Philip Irvin's splits for his career. Right-handed pitchers, two thirty-four batting average, three hundred three OBP, three eighty-four slugging. That's, that's dog shit. Uh, that's dog shit in every category. There, his OPS is six eighty-seven. Yeah, that is a under. Average in every category yeah. outfitter, especially when you can't play good defense. Yeah, yeah. his eye that he's horrible, horribly defensive. He just should be much better. And his, yeah. he has no arm strength. But against left-handers for his career, three thirteen with a three seventy-one OBP and a nine oh seven OPS. Yeah. Holy fuck! He fucks left-handers up. That's but so yeah. he can't hit right-handers to save his life. So that's a perfect guy to bring in to hit off lefties in the seventh or eighth. Him and Winker make a very good platoon. I think yeah, I agree. I think Winker is getting the shaft. Because the issue is, you mainly you play seventy percent against right-handed pitchers in baseball. Yeah, right. I'll take that thirty percent where Winker only has a three thirty OBP. Yeah, or yeah. three sixty OBP or whatever. In that you know what I mean? small like. Yeah, exactly. Amount, yeah. Like okay, so we play Same lefties size. and you put someone else in or something like that. I just think mm-hmm. that Winker should get way more of an opportunity. That guy when he got opportunities to play every day hit around three hundred of the four hundred OBP. Yeah, and he was hitting against righties and lefties yeah. and still put up those numbers. But if he stayed healthy. Right, That's the right. issue. His body has fucking tanked on him. I, I just, and so you've got someone with consistency with Castellanos. So when you have all this shuffling, you I mean, you want dependability. And right. that's what you're getting with this guy. He might, he's for sure faster than Winker right. and is way better of a fielder than Winker. Who? Castellanos. Oh. Because Winker is. better of a fielder than Winker? Yeah, I mean, it's. I, I mean that's like comparing better. that's comparing diarrhea to a hard shit. I, I think so, Winker's actually better defensively than Castellanos. It can't be by much. It yeah, really I, can't. They're probably close. I think that Winker is probably slower. Castellanos just has the way better bat. Oh uh, well, I mean not even way. It's all OBP wise. Winker kills him. Yes, he does. But power, power, power and line drives and everything. Oh, Castellanos. But but bad. right now, I mean, Castellanos is only six months younger than Eugenio, and Winker's twenty five. Yeah, I, I mean, forget, I forget Jesse's so young. Well, we've known yeah. him for so long, yeah. just like Jesse working through the system through the through his career so far. He's played for the Reds for three se- parts of three seasons. He's got a two sixty nine batting average and a three seventy nine OBP. Strong. That's a fucking serious. Strong. Yeah. Regardless of if he's a platoon player or not, Le- that's left handed bat too. That's a serious left handed bat. Yeah, that's yeah. When using your lineup against right handers. So you've got a crowded yeah. outfield where uh, Jim Bowden tweeted what they were going to do. Which Senzel will be playing center field and infield positions. Castellanos will be playing outfield <coughs> third and first. Shogo will be playing all three outfield positions, but mostly center field. Um, Winker or Aquino and right. But uh, you can't slate him as the full time right fielder. That's I feel like he's I have no faith in Aquino. I don't either. Yeah. I want that dude to do so well. 
God damn, I want him to do well. Probably more than I, I want Jesse Winker to do really well. But yeah. probably more than most people on the team. I think I think Aquino is just such a superstar if you can put it together. Yeah, I do too. But I just want him to be fucking Jay Bruce. Yeah. Just give me a solid arm and right field. And give me 245 and 250 bag average and hit me 30 yeah. plus home runs. Yeah. Be Joey Gallo. Do that, and I'm fine. I don't give a fuck if he bats 210. But yeah. get on base and hit bombs. So yep. does it and, work? And be Puig in the outfield. Does it, yeah. does it work in, in Aquino's favor that he's not going to be an everyday player? Or does it help him that he can go out and be streaky like when we called him up last year and he can be hot for two, three weeks at a time where he plays every other day. Like I really don't know. Because baseball, we've talked about that at length on this. Baseball is so much of a rhythm and But you know, there's so much of it is dealt is like momentum and getting a rhythm and getting into a flow. And it just all these moving parts, Sinzel, Akiyama Everyone's play Castellanos. Everyone's playing two, three, four positions with Bell. Bell last year when he was getting his legs underneath him, our biggest critique of him was that he would he got too cute with all these movements and and, and trying to figure it out. Now with all these chess pieces, like really looking at David, he did. But at the same time, like it's not his fault that guys underperformed. No. If yeah. people would have performed even a third of the time he put him out there, he would have looked like a genius. He would have looked like a genius. Yeah. Um, and like his ability, his like things of like pulling pitchers out, like for guys like Malley, he's justified. Malley had the second worst batting average against the third time through the lineup. Yeah. yeah. In all of baseball. I mean, he, it was like guys were hitting 371 against him his third time through the lineup. Crazy. So that's why he I think if Malley goes to bullpen this year, he's going to be fucking nails. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, but like with Aquino, it's hard to say because like, He's never been a part-time player. His whole time in the minors, he's always been a regular player. Yeah. Then he comes up to the majors, he's a regular player for two months. So yeah. now if all of a sudden he only gets two starts a week, is he going to yeah. be consistent at all? Yeah. I doubt it. He's still, but here's the, the nice thing about Aquino. He has an option. Yeah, he does. So I, in my opinion, there's going to be a trade. I don't know what. I don't know who. I don't think it's Senzel. I, don't I think know. if there's a trade, it's, it's Jesse Winker. Well, straight up. Um, Dicky Dubs came out and said, "We are not trading Senzel." I don't think they are. Yeah, I mean, I and he's been very transparent. David through Bell this, said the same thing. Yeah, they've been transparent through this whole process. So why would they stop now? Yeah, I, I don't want him to trade Senzel, especially just like, um, I mean, he's just not. He's his value's not at this highest. He just came off a of a, yep. off a surgery, exactly, and he came off a season where he was injured for half. Right, two of I your best pros, two of your highly most highly touted prospects, not ranking wise, but in general, Hunter Green and Nick are at their lowest value. I could see them trading Winker though. Winker, I guess. Winker has injury history. Um, you, you just don't have that many more that much more room for bad defensive outfielders on this team anymore. No. Yeah. And I, I, as much as I love Winker and I wanted to be here and be a superstar and be a giraffe, I just he just <laughs> he's he's uh, he's just not he a giraffe. He's, he's, he's just, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I know. Uh, I'm gonna start calling people giraffe. Just being yeah. a giraffe out there in left field with a long neck. Dude. Um, he has the he longest just, neck in the game. Oh, it's incredibly long. He's 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 earthworm Jim. But um, uh, look at my calendar. Look at that long yeah, neck, dude. I mean. God, he's, that is a neck he's on to him. the top of the page. Yeah, yeah. He's, my goodness. Um, 
I, I want to be really good. I think he's the odd man out in the outfield just because. Because of the glove? Of, of the glove and yeah. his ability to stay healthy, inability to stay healthy. But at the same time, it's like, what's he worth right now? Which, he's not shown that he's healthy, and he's shown that he's a platoon player, unfortunately. So what's he, what's he worth? I don't know. But here, here's the thing. The reason why I think there's going to be some type of trade, everyone keeps forgetting that we got Jankowski. I know. Jankowski's a good player. He's a great defender. He had a bad year last year, but I think he was pretty unlucky, and I think he had an injury of some sort. But right. in, 20, in 2018, Jankowski batted like 267, had a 330-something 330, 330, 330 OBP, right. stole 24 bases, and it had like really good defense. He was basically Billy Hamilton with a bat. Right. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that he's going to do that again, but he's got the capability to do it. He's still a young guy. But so then you basically send down Aquino, leave him in AAA, and you put Jankowski in the majors. I, I think because that's the Aquino, only. I think you put Aquino at AAA and you run with Castellanos, Senzel, Shogo, Irvin, and Winker if you don't trade him. That's already so enough. Many. How 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 many? Can that's, Winker play first? Isn't it, isn't it five outfielders already? Yeah, that's bananas. <laughs> and and then you got Farmer that can play outfield. Well, and that's your backup Van shortstop. Van Meter's sitting there twiddling his thumbs. Yeah, Van Meter can play can play outfield. He can put on a Van glove Meter's and stand in the outfield. Terrible defensive player everywhere he plays. Yeah, the second base is probably his best, and he's still not good. No, but, so just I don't understand what you do with shortstop. I don't get it. Oh, then Blandino can play outfield a little bit too. I like Blandino, man. So you have Alex. a lot of guys that can... And then Lorenzo can play outfield. It's like you don't need to have six outfielders. You just don't. No, there's team. no reason. We saw, This offseason, we acted like we had a DH. Well, that could be coming as soon as next season. They said it could be as soon as 2021 or 2022. I am all for it. Me too. I'm all I, for it. I'm like back and forth. I love the purity of the game and all that kind of stuff. But I do understand that like overall throughout the season, pitchers hit like 131. It's I, I get it. I and it's like it also saves pitchers. You just got eight injuries. bats in the yeah. National League. You got eight bats, and then it also gives opportunity for guys to have better careers because yeah. they can extend the careers late in the game. All I get it. Um, I, I'm I'm down for the leagues being together, and it's like as much even if as much as I'd want to hate on it, I'll be fine with it in a year. You know what I mean? Like once it's, it's there for new a year, normal, it's going to be the new. You'll normal. end up being into it. Yeah. What yeah. What's the radical? Someone proposed this. Uh, <coughs> Excuse me, last year, um, where you just get rid of the leagues altogether and it's just east and west and you do it regional, regional divisions. I've seen that written yeah, up. That'd I'm be pretty all cool. About that'd that. be sick. Um, I, that'd be, be great. sick. Um, here's, here's another. So the Castellanos trade, we obviously agree, or sign, sorry. Yeah. I obviously agree that's going to be nails. It's, he's going to crush. Except for. He's, now, where's he going to hit in the order? In my opinion, that dude hits third. Third? So then you go Shogo, Joey. Shogo, Joey, Castellanos, Suarez, Moustakis. Your six is... Where's Suarez? Suarez is, is hitting cleanup. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Moustakis hitting fifth. Okay, okay. So we go Shogo, Joey, Joey. Nick, nope. Gino. Yeah, that, and that, that's if that's if Joey's playing well. If he's yeah. not playing well, you shift him down the lineup. You yep, put him seven or eight. If, you, if, you, if, you, if he's not playing that well, you shift him to sixth. Yeah. yeah. And then you put Castellanos in the two-hole. Just so he gets on second. Do all those doubles in front of Suarez? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Imagine how how many pitches Castellanos is going to see if he's got Suarez crushing behind him. And then Moustakas crushing behind Suarez. Akiyama with his 400 OBP. Dude, I mean, Suarez and and Moustakas are a terrible one-two combo behind anybody. That's horrifying. 
That's so goddamn amazing. Oh, that's a left-handed right-handed right-handed bat that is just. That's silly. And they're the same size. Yeah, they're just like dudes. beefy, thick kids. And then think about it, when Shogo's yeah. not playing, you have Nick who's leading off. I think yeah. Shogo's going to be great. And who, who before his shoulder injury, was promising as a leadoff hitter. Oh, yeah. Before the, before they fucked up his swing, fucking Turner Ward, man. Turner Ward blew. I wanted his head I'm so in so glad that he's gone. I was so excited to hit him, too, and then he just blew everything. But it, it goes to show, the Dodgers hitting got better after Turner Ward left. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's like... He which, sucked. Uh, which... Oh, no, wait, we didn't even finish. So, wait, first Shogo, second Joey, third Castellanos, fourth Eugenio, fifth Moustakis, sixth... Senzel. Senzel. Or Winker. Then, then after... Yeah, six is like Senzel, Winker, or Aquino, whatever's playing there. Seven Seventh catcher. Seventh is Barnhart, eighth Galvis. Fuck. I think they need to sign Brock Holt. I love that move. I'm oh, all like, about I, that. Would you rather have Blandino or Brock Holt? Brock Holt. Give me fucking Brock Holt. Yeah. Yep. And then on days where you can you can swap Brock Holt and Galvis out at shortstop, that's a pretty good combo. That's what I was yeah. going to ask. We, and then we Brock posted, Holt can play everything. Everywhere. We, we talked about it at the club on Wednesday. Yeah. With the firepower in our lineup, is Galvis being pretty much your everyday shortstop and batting him in the eight hole? That big of a glaring problem. I don't think it is. No, I mean if he goes out and sucks it up, he'll bat two forty five. Right. If if your worst hitter is Freddie Galvis, if your worst hitter bats two fifty or two forty five, career high in home runs last season, hits twenty five home runs. That's your worst hitter on the team. Yeah. Well, that's sexy. I mean, don't be wrong. His OBP sucks dick. Yeah. I mean, dick. Yeah, but he's (laughs) he's got one of the best gloves ever statistically at shortstop. Um, I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not sure on it was that. Like I, th- I thought he did. I thought he did. Um, and then Danny threw some bullshit at me that it was probably true. Wait, Danny <laughs> threw bullshit at you? Yeah, he threw some shit at me that was probably true about his defense. And um, I'm not sure. I think he's a passable defensive shortstop. Yeah. I think he's I not. Think so he's too. not as good as Iglesias. No. You know what I mean? But he's mm. been pretty serviceable. He's been like mm. he's been in the top 15 for shortstops defensively. You know I what agree. I mean? um, so I, I'm okay with that. And then. I just, and I, I'm actually pretty optimistic for what Tucker is going to do now that he's just batting from the left side. Yeah, agreed. He looked good from the left side last year. Yeah, he, looked he, good from he was the left a side. killer. He, he was a good when yeah. he had that stand up stance. Do you think that near the end of the year, everyone just told Turner Ward to fuck off? It kind of seemed when like everybody resorted clicked. back to whatever stance they wanted to. Yeah, it just yeah. clicked. And, and Joey every, went everybody's back. OBP seemed like it started getting a little bit better and was walking better. I mean, because during the beginning of the year, everyone was just swinging at the first pitch. Yep. Yeah. Turner Ward mentality. And we would so have so I'm, many seven, eight, nine pitch innings. Yeah, it was a lot. Um, God, I keep forgetting we signed fucking Wade Miley. Yeah, how great is that, oh, too? Yeah, we got he's our, he's our four piece. Think, five even. So okay, I want to stop. He's our best starter. Or four, I guess he'll be four. Four or five Disco, between probably. him and Disco. Two. But Miley's got that lefty. I keep forgetting about. We finally have a good left-hander. Did yeah, you? It's exciting. Crazy. Did you guys read? Um, Keith Law's article on the Athletic. I just no. saw it today, but I didn't get to read the whole thing. Dude, he's an. I mean, what he he kind of shit on the Reds for the for the Puig. Would farmer move, which in hindsight, I mean, yeah, it does suck. Got you got Bauer. Josiah Gray, true, in <coughs> transitive property, say Bauer. Here's why I don't think that deal sucked it was the start of everything. I agree with you. The it was a big catalyst in motion for the Reds to get some pitching. I mean, I, obviously, Gray was the start of everything. 
Mm-hmm. You know, obviously we maybe it was before that, but it was like that's when you knew like, oh, the Reds are fucking serious now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're making some big fucking moves. Yeah, like for sure, they traded Homer Bailey and got Puig, Kemp, um, Wood, and 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 Farmer. Kyle Farmer, who is still, I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you, he's the only one on our roster. Yeah. yeah. So I don't. I'm I'm not mad about it. I um I I I obviously Gray and um. And downs look like they were going to be good players. But, yeah, I mean, you you couldn't know they were going to wind up on a top fifty list or top hundred list, whatever it was. Right, you, you, you can't and that, know that. that changes and, and so they're much. They're still at low level. Right, those guys are still at low level. That can change. I mean, yeah. we've seen plenty of players get to double A, triple A, yeah. and just yeah. start shitting the bed. Yeah, look what happened to fucking Robert Stevenson. Yeah, Bob look what Steve. happened to look what happened to Philip Irvin. Look what happened to there's so many guys that we thought were just going to fuck shit up, and then they got didn't. to a certain league and was just like, nah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, Aquino was like our. He was like the forty fourth best best prospect or something. Was like fourth on our list. Yeah, and he hit double A and spent nine hundred games mm-hmm. there. Yeah, so it's like or Fuck. some bullshit. It was like nine hundred games at double A uh, or innings. Maybe maybe I'm wrong on that. Keith all shit on that, and then he came out and said, "Quote the latest signing in Nick Ka- is Nick Castellanos, a very good player signed to a reasonable deal, but someone the Reds just didn't need." Castellanos took a while to blossom and has developed into a solid league average regular in a corner outfield spot worth 5.7 more across the last two season seasons, which rather understates the value of his bat because he's been so bad defensively. Minus 7 outs above average, ranking 78th out of 92 outfielders last year. If you could DH him, and that might be an option in the National League before long, you would have a plus a 3-plus war player easily. The Reds, however, didn't need another corner outfielder. Castellanos is marginally better than their in-house options, but they signed Shogo as a free agent and already had Aristides Aquino floating around a one-war 19 rookie season that probably wasn't going to be Two repeated. Two months, Keith. So he contradicted himself immediately by saying that wasn't going to be repeated. Yeah. So Dude. yeah, you did need another corner outfielder, but here's where it gets the worst. This, this sentence here. Their biggest holes were behind the plate and on the mound, and they haven't addressed the former at all, while only slightly addressing the latter. What the fuck is he talking about? On the mound. That's our problem. Uh, it was can our we, problem. Can someone call C. Trent? Do yeah. I need to message him right now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think what we need to get a hold of him. Fuck, man. He needs to talk to Keith and be like, what is this bullshit? What does he mean we barely addressed the, the latter? How we barely addressed Dress. pitching? Right. That's what the fuck we did. Right. And yeah. they even We've been doing that he for says 18 that, months. He says that yep. in the Reds. Like, do you know who I'm is? Yeah. Yeah. Look do at you our know pitching. who yeah. I'm is? Do we need to? We were eighth best in ERA in all of baseball last year. Yeah. Right. And do pitching? At Great yeah. American. Right. And our bullpen only got better. And, like, yeah. what, I don't get what people mean by, like, we don't need more red or, or, more outfielders. Aquino was never a very good prospect. I mean, yeah. well, I mean, he was touted highly, but he never really fully produced like he was supposed to. We were right. the best team. Right. He came back and was great in the AAA when everyone was great in AAA. Yeah. And then he comes up with the majors, fucks shit up in August, and then batted like 126 in September. Yeah. And then I know that the Dominican League is supposed to, you can't, you got to take 11 games with a grain of salt. Right. And he looked like dog shit. Well, did yeah. you also see him, the Reds Instagram today, just yeah. him, di- or yesterday, just yeah. him hitting dangers. Yeah. So it's like, I'm optimistic for him, but... Maybe he went down to Dominican but and was working on something. How do you put stock in that? You sure. don't know. And so the Reds don't have any kind of like actual proven thing there. They don't have a proven thing that Winker will stay healthy. They don't have a proven thing that Winker's gonna or Irvin's gonna keep producing. Right. They don't know exactly what Shogo's gonna do. We think he's gonna be good. Mm-hmm. But we've seen guys come over from Japan and just not be that good. Right. We've seen guys come over from um, you know, a league over 
you know, the Korean League or something like that, like, you know, with, with Gong. Yeah. And that dude can't stay sober. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? You just never know what's going to happen with guys. Yeah, that's know. true. So and might so as well have options. And, and then you got Senzel who's got injuries. So what do you mean we don't need another outfielder? Yeah, right. for sure. Castellanos doesn't have injuries. Nope. And beats the fucking shit out of a baseball. Yeah, and so if his defensive metrics are that bad... I just think they're only going to be better at Great American. They're going to be better at Great American, and he's going to be better having Akiyama Senzel to the to the side. Yep, I agree. Taking care of him. Because who, uh, I'm, why am I blanking on who's the Cubs center fielder? Almora or Hayward. Yeah, Almora. I think it's Almora. Oh, no, Almora left, didn't he? Did the Cubs lose Almora Jr.? They might have. I, don't, I think they might have. off season? No, I think he's yeah. still a Cub. And then Hayward's monstrous, awful contract. If you had to put a number on it, what do you think? What do you think the number of games started? Oh, they just might as well have. He batted two thirty six last year. It was worth negative one war. <laughs> <laughs> might as well have. What do you think the number was that the Reds gave Boris of games started for Castellanos this year? I mean, it's got to be one at least one fifty. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure he has started a lot of games in his past couple years. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I'm not talking about his durability. I'm saying when Boris is like, okay, you want four years, 64, you've got five outfielders. Well, like, I'm sure they told like, him he needs to be an everyday player. Yeah, yeah. okay. So, but there, He's not going to be a – yeah. he's got way too good of a bat. Yeah, yeah and everyone – there's so much – He's played in 150-plus games the past three seasons. Yeah. yeah. Monster. Yeah. So what you have now is just a team of Swiss Army Knights. None of them are shortstops, though, but you can have anybody <laughs> play. Freddie Galvis is a shortstop. Well, uh, besides him, so which means Freddie has to play there every day. Yeah. That's or can Brock Holt play short? Yeah, that's yeah, that's he, he can. He played a lot of shortstop. Well, then we must sign him. Okay. Yeah. Gotta sign. I mean, he's got to be cheap. Gotta oh sign yeah. Him. You can probably get cast. You can probably get Brock Holt like two years, six million. Two years, four, five million. Yeah, Something Jake's like high that, on Brock Holt. What do you think? Who, rather, not what? Who, if any? Uh, who will have an ego that cracks this year? With all um, the moving around, will it be Nicky Senzel? Who will it be? I actually heard that Castellanos has an ego. He seems like it has a bit of a well. Ego that problem. eighty-one games, but I've also, but I've also, yeah, I've also heard him. Heard people say that he's a great teammate. Yeah, and really enjoyed him being around and things like that. So I don't. I take all that shit with a grain. People also said that Puig wasn't a good teammate. Yeah, and Puig fucking flourished here. He fought everybody, but yeah, he, but, but he did <laughs> but fight not our in team. the clubhouse. He had a great time in our. But clubhouse. also, I think our clubhouse kept it shut. I think he was like I've said it before on here. I think he was an issue. You think so? Oh yeah, I have from from a source that. They would see him out multiple nights at four or five in the morning with everybody, and I can maybe see that. But and I, so, I, I think he got along with everybody, though. Oh he yeah, he might have been a partier. Oh, he um, got after it. But I also think that I, I also remember hearing that Pui doesn't drink or anything. Ah, uh, yeah, I, I'm pretty sure somebody. I, it was Kyle Farmer talking, and he said. Because he's good friends with Puig, and he said he'd go over Puig's house, and he said that um, Puig... Puig, can I get a beer? He said Puig doesn't even need alcohol. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Now, I, I could be wrong on that, but that's the way Kyle Farmer made it sound when he talked about him. Interesting. Um, we got to see Farmer talk at Reds Fest. He's a good dude. He seemed like a pretty... I like Kyle Farmer. I think, I think he was the best guy. thing we got out of that. Agreed. Um, really Agreed. He's, he's he good. can do everything for yeah. you. He can play every position on the field but pitch. I'm actually okay if the Reds, like, at some point drop a catcher and use Kyle Farmer as the other catcher. Wouldn't hate it. But uh, I like Casali, though. 
Yeah. Because uh, I'm like, a bad defender, but I like him. I like him, too, and I think he's got a stick. Yeah, he does. He's a doubles um, guy, too. Yeah. Um, I think Brock Holt's the move. I think I think you can get him cheap. I think he's a better option than your other utility infielders. Are you cool? um, he can play a lot of different places. He can back up third base. He can back up shortstop. He he fits a need right now. Yeah, where he does. He, he fits he fits shortstop, third base, second base. Yeah, and all that. Iglesias landed in Boston. The Orioles. 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 Baltimore. Two year, um, six six million dollar deal. Golly. Everybody wanted him so bad, but it's like there's a reason why he went to a non-contender and made $3 million a year. Exactly. Yeah. But you have to understand that he was actually a below-average player last year. And he wanted he, more. Yeah, everybody needs to understand. Everyone's like, he was the best offensive piece on the Reds last year. I'm like, you're out of your silly mind. Yep. Yeah. That dude had three months of the year where he batted under 240. Yep. Yeah, runners in scoring position is also one of those hinky... Yeah. Numbers, too. Yeah. Iglesias had a month where he had a 268 OBP. Yeah. I mean, he was god-awful for, yeah. like, three months out of the season. Yeah. Like, the middle months, too. It wasn't, like, the, like the early months, he was solid. The chunk. Yeah. And then, like, the middle months where he fucking needed him, he was just nowhere to be found. Nope. So, it was, like, it was seriously, like, June, July, and September or something like that. He was nowhere to be found. Nowhere. And it's like, I like Iglesias, but people need to calm the fuck down about Jose Iglesias. Yeah. yeah, I'm glad it's over. Well, people saw the tweet, he's got the best fielding percentage of all time by any shortstop with X amount of, you know, sure. it's like, whatever. it's, yeah, he, sure. it's a sexy one. Uh, here's something to note about, um, here's something to note about Castellanos. Castellanos, yeah, he's got bad range, but the dude only made like eight errors. Yeah. That's not... I didn't know that that was... I mean, he he made a low amount of errors. I I'm hoping that I'm right on that. If not, somebody correct me. But I'm, I'm pretty sure he made a low amount of errors. I, was, I think I, I think I read it on the Athletic. Um, there was an article. If you don't subscribe to the Athletic, fucking do it. No, just kidding. to see C Trent shit because it's so worth it. It yeah. rules. Anything from C Trent is so fucking worth it. C Trent put something up. He had like a ask me anything type deal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And somebody sent in a question that said. Uh, the Reds spend $100 million in the offseason the year Marty retires. How much were we paying that guy? <laughs> <laughs> and he, po- he posted that on his Twitter, and he was like, this is by far the best question I was Too asked all day. Much, that's yeah. what I know. Um, yeah. I know, obviously, it's uh, whatever the fuck. Mark Brenneman. Uh, take your goddamn son with you. But, um, <laughs> thumb. Thumb. Wait, am I reading this wrong? No, I'm not. Here it is. is that, you looking up? Did you find it? Big stick, Nick. I like that face. Um, no way. That's wrong. You all right? Yeah, sorry. I knocked down your deodorant. Okay. Oh, the deodorant. Uh, Billy's going to stink Thoughts now. Thoughts and prayers. Great. I'm Bill's going like to stink. Shit. Um, Looking at stand, his, his fielding stats. Hold on. Then the ranch has got Pedro Stroop. Wait a minute. That's not... That, that can't be. What? Last year for the Cubs, he had no errors? Yeah. I'm pretty sure his errors came for like Detroit or something. He was, I, it might that might be correct. Look how many he had for Detroit. Two. Dude, I'm telling you, he. I think I think it said he's only made like eight errors as an outfielder. Yeah, as an outfielder. He's not a great defensive outfielder, but he doesn't fucking make errors. Yeah. No, he doesn't yeah. make. He doesn't have a great catch probability. 
just a because he can't he doesn't cover make a lot it to, he can't cover a lot of ground. But when he gets to a fucking ball, he catches it. So yeah. just to echo what you were saying throughout about it being a podcast, smaller outfield, not a lot of nooks and crannies. Someone and he's got covering a couple ground for gazelles him. to his left. I'm not saying he's going to be above average outfielder. I don't think that. I don't even know no. if he'll be average. He might be below average. But the stick I just don't up. think it's going to be as big of a deal. Could be an improvement American. from negative nine. Now, do I want him playing it in in the outfield at Oracle Park? Nah. No. Yeah. Do I want him playing in the outfield at? You know, the biggest outfields out there at, you know, San Francisco, at, at Petco or something. <coughs> no, but, but I, I trust him out there. It's, it's fine. It's, it's just, it's not going to be as big of a deal. His, his offense is going to be such a big deal at JBP. Yeah. It's going to be fine. I mean, there are that? no huge fields in our division. Except for St. Louis. Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, obviously. Milwaukee's not. Chicago, <coughs> obviously Chicago's tricky. Right. But he, he knows it. He knows it. Yeah. Knows it. So, um. There's not yeah in our division nothing really to, that's uh, the wall in Pittsburgh gets a little shitty, right? Um, but it's like it's it'll be fine. I'm not too worried about. I'm it. I'm not either. Um, the the offense is going to drill this year. The starting pitching, as long as it's all fucking healthy, is going to kill. And then the bullpen. They just added Pedro Stroke. Dude, I like that move. He's three Stroke, seasons with three move. with uh three past three seasons was sub three ERA. Yeah. Well, no. So this past season he actually had like a four something ERA. He was a little more rough, but a lot of I, I don't know that he's thirty four, yes, but you're also getting him with Derek Johnson, Kyle Bodie, putting yeah. him in a new environment. For the six seasons before that, he was under a three ERA every year. Yeah, he's gross. I just I mean, hate when he's on his sliders. Gross. I just hated seeing Jeffress get signed. Yeah, not with us. Yeah, that is a Derek Johnson knows how to make a slider devastating. Yeah. And it, that's what Pedro Strip does. Yeah. I mean, look at so, AG. And if he doesn't work out, it's $1.8 million. Who cares? Who, Who gives gives a, a, it's a Zach Duke contract all over again. Yeah, if it doesn't work out. I'm excited to see DJ work on uh, Jose De Leon. Oh, um, yeah. That could be huge. That yeah. dude struck out 15 per 9 in AAA. He's got, a, he's got some wicked stuff. Yeah. He's yeah. got some wicked fucking Dude, stuff. He was, like a, he was like a top 30 prospect yeah. at that point. And then he yeah. had DJ. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which is not a big deal at all. Not anymore. Um, refill? Uh, yeah, I'll take a couple fingers there, sweet Bill. You got it. <laughs> Bill's going back over there to the bourbon cabinet. Um, it's a counter. There's, there's a lot of different things that are going right now, and it's, it's nice. Um, yeah, there's the, there's the Suarez injury, but uh, like I said, that's, I think that's going to be resolved pretty well. He might miss a week or two at yeah. most. Um, I don't think it's – unless he has some crazy setback. It, I mean, it seems like a pretty minor surgery, and he's got a month to, to fix it before spring training even starts. Yeah, and it's also – it's not a bad thing to happen missing Gino's bat when we've added all of this firepower. I mean, it's always a bad thing to miss Gino's bat. Yes, but, but I'm saying it's very, not as big of a hole as it would have been at the beginning of last season. Yeah, it's also for a very limited amount of time. Very small amount of time. Um, and also, it'll give, depending on how long it is – Ten to you know, ten days to two weeks of time to move pieces around and put Castellanos at third and if, see you know see how it plays. If it's his left shoulder, I'm way more worried because I think that's gonna fuck his swing. That's launch and stuff. But because I'm worried he's not gonna be like using his follow through nearly yeah. as much. Yeah. But with his right shoulder, I mean, he just doesn't have nearly as much rotation in his right shoulder as he does his left. Yeah. I was obviously was wrong, but in his swing, not so much. As long as, as long as. He can get his swing down. I feel good about it. Yeah, and I think he'll be able to. Um, Pedro Strope's going to be good. I think Miley's going to be great. Castellanos is going to crush, man. Oh my god! Moose. You see, you see that the, uh, moose. The Danny tweet, which he tweeted to us, the average 
MLB launch angle was 11.7. Yeah. Or 11.3. And uh, Moose is a 17.1. So that's just gonna fucking fly out of Great America. Yeah. Have you he's, seen he's that? Have you seen that spray chart from Castellanos last year overlaid on Great American it's, Ballpark? Yeah, I mean it's and now that spray chart shows like seventy one home runs, but that's also showing home and away. Yeah, you know but what I mean. Still, but I mean, take that in half. Dude ends up with like 35, 40 home runs. Come the fuck on. He hit fifty eight doubles last year. He's not gonna do that JVP. He, he could. I mean, Vado's. Definitely been to the point where he was going to surpass that. Yeah. But, um, God, 2012, Votto was said to hit like 72 doubles. Yeah. Fucking freak. Um, I like something that Cassiano said in his, um, when he was announcing everything, uh, when they were doing the announcement for him and doing the press conference. He said, one, he said what he liked so much about this team is that he knows what it's like to play for a team with severe power pitching, the Tigers. Yeah. Because he came up when they had fucking Verlander, Scherzer, Scherzer. Fister, um, Anibal Sanchez, and um, Porcello. How the fuck did they not win a World that Series? Is, and they had Mickey, and they had... I mean, they were disgusting. Yeah, and then I, uh, I know Martinez how. behind the dish. Yeah, well, and they had... Uh, um, yeah, Victor Martinez behind the dish. Yeah, God damn it. Yeah, dude. And they had, they, they had Prince Fielder then. Yeah. What yeah. The fucking fart. Dude, they were filthy. <laughs> what in the fart? What was Jim they, Leland they had doing? Prince then. They didn't go to the Brewers yet. Right? No, you're right. No, yeah. they, they did. What they the had young Prince. Um, it's but, but anyways, he, he said he knows what it's like. He knows what that's like, and that's what you need to be in, and that's why he was in on the Reds. And then he said he came up with Suarez. Yeah. Because he so, was a Tiger. Yeah, he right. was a Tiger. They they were in the minors together. That's he said dope. they were spring training together. They've known each other a long time. We got right? him in so, the Simon deal. Yeah, and then we re-signed Simon Simon the next season for nothing. The big pasta. Yeah, Yeah. thank you, pasta. Um, Mm. And then, so, and then he said that he loves watching interviews and things like that, and watching Votto talk. He said he he likes. He said there's several players on our team that he mentioned. He said Casali. He said there's several players that he mentioned that he really likes on our team. Yeah. So I think he's going to gel well. Uh, People are saying that he's gone after a year. I think there's a chance that he stays and leaves after the second. It's, yeah, it's all good. I think he sees the Reds' window. Well, depends on what we do this year. Yeah, well, here's sure. the deal with that contract: first year, sixteen; second year, fourteen. Yeah. So it's almost like there's incentive for him to look for something more. But do you even think that the offers were there in the first place? I mean, the I other the other one was the Rangers, and they are hungry for more. I mean, talent. you don't think Puig's not even getting offers? I mean, he probably is, but I mean, Puig's not signed. No, Puig is it's in the February. Dominican or, yeah. or in Cube somewhere right it's now. It's almost February, and Puig's not signed. You know what I mean? How, what, yeah. What the hell? Did, did anyone see Cole Calhoun signing before Puig? No. Crazy. Or Dickerson. Crazy. Yeah, or I wanted Dickerson bad. I, I did too. So but bad. smart signing by the Marlins. They've made some improvements. Yeah, Marlins are on the up and up, man. They made a bunch of moves. They they, they, they could be they could be a low mid seventy win team. Was it what oh no, the Nationals brought in Thames. Yeah, yeah, that's. Uh, but the Marlins brought in. God, they brought in several players. That yeah, they brought in Aguilar. Yeah. VR. VR. God, Dickerson. I'm so upset. I wanted VR so bad. I did too. Uh, but think about that improvement in second. Yeah. Well, he could have also been our everyday shortstop. Yeah. Um, I think the Marlins should pick up Puig. I think so too. I think that'd be so much fun. Him in Miami. Yeah. Come on, that would be awesome. Oh, I yeah. would buy a Puig Marlins jersey. Puig, they would do some promotional thing where he took takes BP on the fucking beach and tries well, to also, hit didn't, it to Cuba. Didn't they, didn't, they, didn't they bring in their fences? They brought in their fences and they got rid of the center field 
uh, monument. Oh, fuck me. Did you see the video of Puig sumo wrestling? Yeah. No. How awesome was that? He sumo wrestles and wins. Against a guy in against a sumo wrestler? looking like, like a thick dad bod boy. And yeah. He just yeah. shoves the dude all the way out. Yeah. yeah. Hilarious. He's so strong. But I think it's going to be a fun baseball season, man. The White Sox yeah. are going to be fun to watch. The Twins are going to fucking pound. Dude. Oh, my God. Dude, <laughs> guess, what, guess what Danny picked up for me today? What? He's in, he's oh, in Minnesota. Austin Villa jersey? Yeah, he got me a jersey. Oh, that's awesome. Willens Estadio. That's great. La Tortuga. Um, uh, dude, the, the Twins are going to pound, man. Yeah, they yeah. are. Fucking Josh well, Didn't Donaldson, they set a record last year? For, they had like five players. And now they're out of the runs. Rainmaker. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just the just the NL Central itself. Everyone has gotten better, except the Pirates. Uh, Sia starting Marte. No, NL Central. Everybody's gotten worse, except for the Reds. Oh, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, wow. But I mean, yeah, everyone's gotten worse. I mean, the Cubs have done nothing, and they're just waiting to see what's going to come back with Bryant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With I mean, I think that the that it's gonna he's gonna get he's he's had, he has a favorable case. I think he no wins he that. lost that came out yeah. When did that, was that today? Like yesterday or today? Yeah, he lost. Oh shit! He lost really? His grievance case. Yeah. What? What? What were the grounds that they say? I forget, but I mean, it's uh, apparently it made sense. I mean, it's on the rules. It was. It made sense, but it sucks. Oh. He said. He said he's got no hard feelings about it, but I mean, there's no way you don't. So that makes it easier for them to move him, because yeah. I think they keep Jizzo. <laughs> yeah, probably. I think they keep him. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and then they sign Baez to a long-term deal. They don't have the money to do anything right now. Nothing. They, Dude, who, their who, payroll's over $200 million. I mean, they have the money. They signed a crazy TV deal. Sure. But they don't want to pay the luxury tax. Um, fucking... Yeah, there's there's a lot of shit that went down this season. There's a lot There's a lot of moves and a lot of... Cardinals have done nothing. Dude, the Cardinals lost Waka. They lost Azuna. They lost Weeders. And, oh God, what the fuck? They lost a fourth player. I'm trying to remember who it was. They lost Wayne Wright, but they brought him back, which is stupid. Yeah. Um, they The Cubs lost Castellanos. They lost Phelps. Yeah. They lost Ciszek. Hamels. Um, did they? They, they lost did. to they the lost Braves. Cole Hamels. Yeah. yeah. I didn't think about it. They lost Cole Hamels. And then they lost, um, not that big of a deal, but Addison Russell. Yeah, I mean, but he was still could be a productive player for them. He could be, sure. and he was good defensively. And That's if he could a, just stay on the field and only hit the ball. You yeah, know what I mean? He would stop beating his fucking girlfriend. <laughs> um, if only yeah, tough things. Stop being a trash. Um, I just want to see him fight uh, Puig. Domingo Germain. <laughs> Domingo Germain, and oh, then we yeah. can uh, there can be like a What's it, round like, robin tournament between him and uh, winner fights Puig. Who's the uh, Who's the other guy who closer for the Blue Jays? Osuna. Osuna, not yeah. Osuna. And whoever wins that fight gets to keep playing baseball. Yeah, whoever wins whoever that wins fight. that fight goes into a room with Puig and Puig's naked. They have to suck his dick. After no how crazy is that? Beats the tar out of him. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Puig would shit. beat the brakes off of everyone in baseball. God, the dude's Agreed. Yeah, I mean, there's no one in baseball. He he, he's like built like Khalil Mack. It was like, yeah, like when Strope, when Pedro Strope hit with that ball, I'm like, dude, Puig's going to break your neck. He's going <laughs> to destroy him. He's going to break your neck. I'm going to um, miss, I miss Puig, like how funny he was, but like he couldn't hit the ball in any type of cold. Nah, yeah. I mean, that's why his his spring, the spring was so bad. Sim in Miami. Hit, he hit 22 home runs with the Reds and then hit two with the Indians. Yep, because it got yeah. cold. He had like a three... 
315 OBP with the Reds, and then he had like a 380 OBP with the with the Indians. Yeah. What player are you? Yeah. Are you the OP, OBP guy that has no power? Or are or you the, the power, power guy, guy that gets no on OBP? base? Right. Or what are you? I don't. I well, don't he went to. I mean, Progressive is a big park. Still, but that's even that even that bodes worse for him. Right. Exactly. Like he could hit home runs at JBP, but he couldn't at Progressive. Exactly. Like, so what would he do in Miami? That's why no one signed him because you don't know what you're gonna get. Right. You know what he's gonna do in Miami? He's gonna get six thousand doubles. Yeah, yeah. That's because he's got wheels. Yeah, you know, he turn does. Turn him into triples. Yeah. Um, but the, the, so another thing that we didn't talk about: the Reds are going to win more games just on the fact that Pirates just lost Marte. Yeah, that's huge. Marte fucking beats us. Yeah, every and time. The, and yeah, they he's a red Marte. killer. And Where now did he, sign? he got traded to the Diamondbacks. The backs. They're going to be. They're going to be good this year. They're yeah, pretty nasty. So. They have, they got double Martes. Yeah. Mar- they do have double Martes. Martes wild. Dos Martes. Hell yeah. And they signed um, Mad Bum. But the Pirates got worse. The Cardinals got worse. The Cubs got worse. And the Brewers, eh, Whatever. Who cares? I don't know what the Brewers And doing. then the Reds unequivocally got better. Right. The, like the Brewers better. played that game where like the buzzer goes off and then it pops all the pieces out. They need to try to put it back. <laughs> and they managed to yeah. put some pieces back. Yeah, yeah they did. They, but that's just like how it happened. They lost they like... They lost like... They're a well-run organization. The, the Brewers lost Thames. They lost um, Davies. They lost who was that pitcher that was supposed to be like their main guy, and he kept getting an injury. Oh yeah, um, Bruce Suter. No, um, <laughs> Jesus, um, <laughs> Raleigh Fingers. Raleigh yeah. Fingers. No, um, Brent Jimmy Nelson. They lost oh, Jimmy yeah, Nelson. Yeah, that guy. They lost Brent Suter. That's his um, name. That's the guy I went to high, uh, middle school with. Yeah. The pitches for him. Uh, they lost. Uh, at the dish, uh, Grandall, yeah. they lost Mustakis, they lost Porcello, Fame. they lost uh, Shaw, um, an outfielder, I believe. Wait, did you say Thames? Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, they lost Where'd so Thames many go? people. Washington. Uh, Washington. It's a good signing. Yeah, so um, I don't really get why they brought back Zimmerman and then signed Thames. Yeah. So, and, like, they did both. It's weird. Yeah, weird. and then, and then Zimmerman Pat- could have been like a respect thing. Yeah, like we yeah. love you. Um, uh, Starling Castro, that's going to be your everyday third baseman now. It's a little bit of a downgrade from Rendon. Yeah. Yeah. No shit. Um, Castro's quietly a really good player, though. Yeah, he is. Um, he actually gets underappreciated. I agree. Um, it just sucks because he started... Well, well, yeah, Cubs, and then... I just don't get any argument that yikes. the Reds not are not going to win the Central. Um, they, I hear the Cubs are... The, I mean, not the Cubs, Jesus. The Cardinals are the Cardinals. They consistently find ways to win. Sure, but they lost Ozuna. I get that, but they, he like was he not said, good we last say, year. We say this every podcast. If they want, in the middle of June, they'll call up some guy from Double A and he'll hit twenty-seven yeah. home runs. Yeah, they'll like. Yeah, they'll. They, They're still the fucking Cardinals. They, they will. I mean, I think the Cardinals could be good. I honestly think it's going to be Reds, Brewers, Cardinals, Cubs, Pirates. That's not a bad read. I don't think so either. That's not uh, a bad Can read. Darvish have a Cubs on paper? Cubs won on paper, games. that's what it looks like. Cardinals won 91 games last year, but their guys all got older. Yachty got older. You got Carlos Martinez. You don't exactly know what you're getting from him. Yeah. Right. Is, is Carpenter going to bounce back? Is Flaherty going to bounce back? Is Carpenter going to bounce back? Is or Flair, I'm sorry. Is Flaherty going to repeat his year? Right. Um, is... Um, is Tommy Edmond going to stay the same Milo, way? Mylocus? Mylocus? Yeah, 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 Mylocus. Mylocus? Mylocus? 
Mokus. I know who you're talking about. Red I, mustache. I like him. Um, is it, Miles Mokus? Yeah. Is he is he going to get back to what he needs to be? Right. I mean, they had a good ERA last year, and they had a decent team, but like losing Ozuna is a big deal. It's a huge deal. It's a big deal when they don't necessarily have what they need to replace him. They're not. I don't. Doesn't look like they're going to get Arenado. No. Because um, he, he he ste- he he uh, stepped know. back and was just like, "Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to, I didn't, that. My my words got misinterpreted." Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think the Cardinals are going to be good, but I just I that Cardinals magic runs out at some point. Sure. You can't just not. They did. They added a Japanese pitcher. I can't remember his name to save life for me, but he's a pretty good pitcher. Now, what what he does for them, I don't know. But you can't just uh, just not make advancements in the postseason when your other rival in your team is in your division is making fucking crazy yeah. advancements. Yeah. Yeah. And then just sit pat. You can't do that. No. I don't know. Not not for the kind of guys that they have right now. The injuries that they've had in their past. Carpenter's got some injuries. Molina's getting old. I mean, you. I mean, Molina's entering his age 38 season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's wild. And he um, still wants to be behind the dish. Yeah, every day. yeah. Car- so Carpenter's wild. getting older. You got... You've got um, him for two more years at $40 million. Who? Carpenter. Really? Yes. Yeah, they, Wait, paid, they paid him like five years close to 100 Fucking serious? Yeah, and they yeah. backloaded it. I did not know that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just... I just I think that the Cardinals really made some mistakes this year by not bringing some guys back. Ozuna said several times that he wanted to go back to the Cardinals. Yeah. Why the hell didn't they bring him back? I don't know. I, I don't get it, man. Yeah, especially one year eighteen. I was in about Atlanta. to say, would he have gone back to the Cardinals if they had given him one year? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. He would have went back for one year eighteen to the Cardinals over Atlanta. I, I don't know why he didn't do that. I think I really everyone is standing pat. Well, except the Brewers trying to hodgepodge it because the Cubs are trying to save money. The Cardinals, I don't know. what Are they, are they trying to save money, too? I don't know. I, are I'm they ver- saying I'm this just... is a developmental year and see what they can do in the outfield? Because they also got rid of... Uh, uh, oh, Bader. They lost Bader. Martinez. And Martinez. Did they lose Bader to a signing? Did someone... to, they, they traded Bader and Martinez to... Oh, wait, was it Bader? Not Bader. It was Martinez and a prospect, a, a big outfield prospect yeah. that was, did pretty well for them. They batted, like, 300 for them and like... 20 games or something like yeah. that at the major league level for a pitching prospect from the Rays. Which is supposed to this guy forgot about filthy. that. They lost almost, Carlos Martinez, yeah. who was a Reds killer. Yeah. Yes, he was. I almost brought up Harrison Bader when we were talking about the Cardinals last season. When the Cardinals went fucking nuts and went like 27-6 and six yeah. in the late part of the season, it's because Harrison Bader caught some fluky hot streak. They sent his ass down to the minor leagues. Yeah, he came and back. And then when he came back, he came back like and he was their best fucking player. Yeah, they yeah. still they still have Harrison Bader, don't they? Okay. Okay. Who I, was it I then? I believe they do. Um they do. They still have Harrison yeah. Bader. Um they lost uh Carlos or not Carlos Martinez. Um Jose Martinez. Jose Martinez and a a top alpha prospect. Top prospect, yeah. So, man. maybe not top, but one maybe, of their better ones. Maybe they're just standing pat, knowing like, okay, what the Reds have, and everyone's been waiting. Like, they're going to make some moves. They're going to do something. Yeah. So they're like, well, it's it's not a wash, but it's more of why spend the money and get in a luxury tax, knowing that we couldn't do it. I think the Cardinals are third or second, but it, like I said, it won't surprise me if the Cardinals win ninety games because they're the fucking Cardinals, right? But that's what I think. I think that them and the Brewers are battling for third and second. Mm-hmm. Reds are going to win 87 to 92 games. Yeah. Somewhere in that range. And so if you think about the rest of the league, uh, everyone in the East got better. Uh, yeah. 
and everyone, literally. everyone, everyone in the East got better. Braves got better. Mets. The Mets got better. Phillies. The Phillies got better. Yeah. Um, the Nationals got. Uh, Nationals. Nah, they signed Strasburg. They lost Rendon. The Nationals lost Rendon. They don't get better. No, you, but they're not a better team losing him. No, but you. But I think kept that you. Strasburg. They're they're still yes. the, they're still the Nationals. They're they still the Nationals. That's what I'm saying. So they have Juan Soto. And then and then the they Marlins added pieces to try and be competitive. Yeah, the Marlins are got much better. Yeah, so they um, could win, like I said, seventy five games and not be a la- laughing stock. Which I would like. I would too. That, I've had a soft spot. For the Marlins since they they're, came into the league. Fun. I've had a soft spot yeah. for the Marlins since they lost Jose uh, Fernandez. Yeah. For, yeah. Uh, they lost or, Jose Fernandez, and that was a heartbreaker. Yeah. I, that I, was tough. That fucked everything they had up. Yep. Because yeah, if Jose future. Fernandez didn't die, they would have made that team really good. They yeah. had Ozuna. They had Yelch. They had Stanton. They had Fernandez. They were filthy. They had a... Ne- they had I mean, a that uh, D-board. Right there is crazy. They had, they had a good catcher, I thought, too. JT Ramuto? Oh, they had Ramuto, yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, they were they, filthy. They, they were. They had a good team if, if Fernandez would have been... If they would have kept rebuilding. I know. It was really sad. They lost their ace pitcher, and I think that was just like, we're done, guys. And then the NL uh, West, the Dodgers are going to get Mookie. That's, that's, looking, what I, that's what I keep seeing. I, the Padres better not get him. That's fucking stupid. That would be so yeah. dumb. He's only going to be with you for a year, and that doesn't make the Padres win. No, it does not. No. It doesn't make the Padres no, better they're, they're they're than the team. Dodgers. It doesn't make them better than... Um, the Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks. It doesn't make them... I don't think it make them better than the Rockies. The Rockies. Um, just with the Rockies that their starting pitching was inconsistent compared to the two years before. Yeah. They somehow regressed, and that somehow is Coors Field. The Rockies are still the Rockies, and I think them and the Padres are going to be fighting for fourth place. Right. You know what I mean? But I they the didn't. The Giants are obviously going to be in last place because they're what the fuck are they doing? Exactly. They Their are roster in, is bad. What the fuck are they doing? I think that's full rebuild. The AL West got pretty good. The AL West. The A's got. are still the A's. I think the A's made a mistake by not making some moves. The A's barely did anything. No, but that's the A's. They're they're, they're a good team. But I think they just barely did anything. The Angels um, went out and did everything they could, except the for starting pitching. Made a, a bunch of stuff. Well, they, no, they did. They got the Angels got um, uh, fuck. They got Homer Bailey. No, wait, wait. No, that's no, the no, twins. no, no. That's the Twins. Who did the Angels get? They got someone on. Oh, the Angels got Dylan Bundy. Yeah, but that's not a. But that's it's, a not it's enough. Still, it's still an upgrade, though. But it's not um, enough to win in that division. Otani's back in on the in their rotation. You got to remember they yeah. got Otani yeah. back in the rotation. I know, too. but that's still not enough to win it with the. But Rendon, Trout, Otani, that that th- those three that's disgusting. Keep you fucking, in yeah. games. And that's, you know who they who they missed out on last year, who had was who had a hot start. Oh, they picked up Tehran. That's right. It's nothing great, but I mean, it's he's, enough to. It's enough that they have someone who can pitch innings. Their rotation now is Otani, Heaney, Tehran, Bundy, and Canning. That's not. That's great, not world beaters. It's not horrible. Uh, Heaney's Heaney, Heaney's a pretty good yeah. league pitcher. And then they have Otani, Pujols, La Stella, Simmons, Rendon, Upton, Trout, and Goodwin on, that's, on offense. That's, that's what I was about team. to say. La Stella was on fire until he tore his ACL. I don't know one relief pitcher they have. Uh, uh, <laughs> I, you, probably, I probably because do. you shouldn't. Um, but um, but I think the Angels pretty good. The Rangers um, made some moves. Yeah. Um, Who do I, they bring in? They didn't bring anybody sub, sub like substantial. They were in talks with a lot of players to bring in Donaldson to bring in Castellanos. Yeah. But I mean, them they, having Rendon. Joey Gallo back. Yeah, Rendon yeah. will make a marked improvement because he was having a very good season. They picked up Todd Frazier. They picked up Kluber. Yeah, Kluber. I forgot about that. Um, they picked up Chirinos. 
Yeah, they brought him back after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they didn't have Danny Santana, did they? Or did they? Mm-mm. I'm not sure. But no, they did. They they did some stuff. They they picked up Todd Frazier to help out. They picked up Kluber. They picked up Torinos. They they got better. Yeah. Um. So the Mariners I, are the Mariners. They yeah. they didn't do anything either. The hell are the Mariners? They're um, they're just rebuilding. Such a weird team, man. I think they're just waiting everybody out, and they're it just sucks constantly too, because like I loved Kyle Seager so much on the Mariners, and they just yeah. never loved you know, King the, Felix. And I love that ballpark. Mariners. Oh, King Felix signed with somebody. Yeah, minor league deal with somebody or Who something like that, or like a it? prove it deal or something like that with somebody. Was it the Braves? Oh, I might have been was, something like that. I think it was. I the think Braves. it was an NL East team. Yeah. Um, but I think it'll just be so interesting with with everyone kind of standing pat in our division that we have to strike. I mean, this is this is the year to. I mean, the Reds are one to one one to two year bursts of like playoff consistency, and then. Rebuild. Yeah. Anyone that thinks in this division that are fans of any team in this division that thinks the Reds aren't going to fuck their team up this year, the Reds Dumb. are going to fuck their team up this yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean their own personal team. They're going to fuck every team in the division <laughs> up. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. I mean violent fucking. They are just going to hate fuck this division. Hell yeah. yeah. Oh, what is happening? I wanted to get started, dude. Yeah, I do. Dude, we're so close. Hate fuck. We're, I mean, fuck. we're what, like 51 days away? Uh, dude, spring training starts on the 22nd. 23 pitchers days. 23 days. Ooh. Pitchers and catchers report in like a week and a half. Oh, God. It's, it, yeah, it's tomorrow, is the, tomorrow is the 31st. Saturday is February. I know. No, I'm bracing myself for injuries. I mean, last season would have been so much fucking better with a healthy Alex Wood and a healthy Scooter Jeanette. Sure. Sure. Crazy better. Brace yourself for injuries. Okay, so what? So what do you do if? Okay, this is worst case scenario. What do you do if you lose Freddie Galvis? That's the big one. Yeah, you, you have zero. You sign depth. Brock Holt, or you just play Alex Blandino. Are we done? Yeah. We're not bringing in a shortstop. That's. I, I think it's I, done. I think there's a good chance the Reds bring in Brock Holt. They're the most recent team to be attached to him. I'm just I talking like tra- we're, the the trade market. Everyone's out on a shortstop. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like there's not going to be a move for a shortstop. Yeah. Though I could see the Dodgers if they get, um, if they get Mookie Betts still trading Seager. I th- and then what? Moving because Gavin. Here's the short? thing: if you get Mookie Betts, you're gonna move. You're probably gonna if you get Mookie Betts, you're probably gonna move Bellinger to first base. Okay, and then you. I, I, I like Bellinger's a great center fielder, but he I think he's actually played more games at first base since he's. But also with that field. bat, stick him at first base and don't have him running around exactly. center and then field for the next Muncy. Muncy. chance. Yeah. and then he can bulk up and fuck shit up. If yeah, he wants. for sure. Yeah, move, move Muncy to second, Lux to short, Turner yeah. at third. Yeah, I mean, like I I think there's a chance that if they make. That if they really wanted to, they could involve the Reds in a trade with the Red Sox and Dodgers. Us, Corey Seager, send Galvis somewhere, send some prospects, and get back. If, if, if it's a three-way trade like that, yeah, then you could have Mookie Betts go to the Dodgers. The Dodgers can send Seager to us, and then the, the Red Dodgers Sox can send, send a, pod, uh, a prospect... Okay. We can send a prospect. We could send Winker. There's your and, and Winker or something like that, and Gal- get, or we could send like Winker and Galvis or something like that. Yeah, or and, you, and or, then and then the Dodgers can take on Mookie and David Price if they fucking want to. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? It can be something like that where money's passed around, players are yeah. passed around. I mean, like, if they're really trying to make that Mookie deal work, call your boys in the Reds, son. Yeah. No, that makes sense because we've... The I Reds mean, were... Apparently, there was a trade in this early offseason where the Reds got Corey Seager, the Dodgers got Lindor, and both teams sent prospects to the Indians. Right. We sent like two prospects, and they sent two prospects, and, and then it's just one for each. Yeah, the Dodgers, they get Seager, then, they get Lindor, they send two or three of their best farm. They pieces send two and, pieces, and we send two, two pieces, pieces or whatever. That that worked they, for they, everyone. They said that. Yeah. they said that fell through. Ugh. They said that was a trade that was in the works that fell through. There was a three way trade between the Reds, the Dodgers, and the Indians that uh, fell through. That fucked me up. That well, seems and then the other, so good for everybody. Imagine Seager hitting third in this lineup with. Suarez and Moose, Shogo, Seager, Suarez, Cassianos, Moustakis, Vado, blah, 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 fuck me. Dude, that's silly. Yeah. Fuck that's me, it. Dude. I mean, that's a world that's a that's dumb. a world series. I, I think team. if 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 the Reds are going to land Seager, it's gotta be in a three way trade with the Red Sox. It's gotta be something like that. Yeah. Where they are clearing space everywhere and they're clearing even that seven million dollars from the Dodgers. Mm-hmm. Helps out to take on the money. Right. The Red Sox eat some money, but the Red Sox get more prospects back. But the but the Red Sox can eat that money because it takes Mookie off the books mm-hmm. and gets them under luxury tax. But man, you give him Jesse Winker. Jesse Winker can fill in the spot. The right. Yeah, or left. He can he can go right in the right field or left field. And that and, and, and Boston's tiny. Yeah, that's he can that's DH, the dream. He's a left-handed bat. He's gonna fuck balls over the green monster. <laughs> yeah, but then what about? <laughs> he's gonna dick thrust those things yeah. right out over the green monster. Yeah. He's gonna oh, put out a light in the sick. Yeah, he can see over top of it already. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> on his knees. Yeah, he's go go gadget. He yeah, on his knees up there. Do you guys know Damn Longneck on Instagram? Oh yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. That guy. Did you know that's actually Jesse Winker? Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know Giraffe Neck Mark. Yeah, he's got on a whole, YouTube. He's got a whole what? different career. Who is Giraffe? 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 There's a guy on YouTube called Giraffe Neck Mark. He talks baseball and all kinds of. He's actually a pretty fun guy to watch. He's on there. He's got a long ass neck. Um, I don't know. He's a goofy ass looking dude, but he's he's pretty funny on there. Man, he, I, he talks a lot of baseball stuff and rumors and everything, and he covers a lot of stuff that the Reds do and different teams do. Any move, he talks and he like rates things and stuff. Uh, he's, he's kind of a fun guy on there. I just I. I'm optim. I'm an eternal optimist. Yeah. It does, but it like it doesn't take a lot for me to have to look at everything we've done this off season and be like, this is good. This we you brought it up. There's always naysayers. We need to do more. We did the wrong things. We got the Keith Laws of the world. What the fuck do you want? Regardless of what you think about it, um, my stance obviously being that I could not be more stoked and I love what we've done. At the very least. It's so exciting that the yeah. Reds are that we have been a part of the conversation since the last game of the fucking season. Yeah, baseball, you know everything. MLB Network, everyone is. T- we're on Twitter. It's just cool to see the Reds involved in anything. I mean, Matty V on MLB Network said they've had an outstanding offseason, mm-hmm. one of the best he's seen. We're just they, in the they, conversation. even before the Pedro Strip move. They were rated third in the offseason. How they, who do you rate above us? White, White Sox. Sox. Oh yeah, and then I, they I say the Yankees too. White Sox and either the just because of Yankees Cole. or the Angels. Just oh yeah, okay yeah, I mean, they yeah. Got, they got the two best prospects yeah. in baseball. Yeah, they got the best two players. best, not prospects based players. Like legit. Someone on fucking Reddit posted. God damn it! God damn it! They posted and they said the Reds need to fucking go all in. If 
if the Reds don't trade for a shortstop or at least sign Brock Holt, then all of this is for nothing. I said, hold the fuck on. You're telling me if we don't sign Brock, Brock Holt, if we don't sign Brock Holt for a mill and a half fuck, a year, that yeah, this is you're a telling waste? me if we don't Shut sign up. Brock Holt, then it's the fuck. Then we did all this for nothing. You're a disaster. You're a silly petty bitch. Yes, you yeah, are. You want you yeah. want it to be fucked up. You put on yeah. your petty shoes today and you ran laps. <laughs> Some petty, people have been did. conditioned from being Cincinnati sports yeah, I, fans. I, I read that life. and I was like, hey, this, hey. this guy, <laughs> hey. This yeah. guy just got up and put on his petty loafers. Yeah. Yeah. Get, up, get up, put on your petty loafers, put a backpack on, and take a hike. Yeah. yeah. That's what you can do. We that's what will you can do. see ya. Where take do you want to go that's not here because I'll drive you? Yeah. yeah. I'll drive you. I'll, I'll come to your house and I'll drive you out of city limits. I'll get you an Uber. Yeah. $400 I'll limit. Uber your ass. My backseat has dog hair, but it's still serviceable. It's all good. I'll take you wherever you're going. Has yeah. anyone ever told you you look like Ryan Rossillo? What the fuck does that mean? You look like Ryan Rossillo. What's a Ryan Rossillo? What is a Ryan Rossillo? Uh, you guys know Ryan Rossillo. He was uh he, he was uh Ryan Rossillo. He had the uh, he had <laughs> It is because it is. SVP. <laughs> Great job. Scott Van Pelt and Ryan Rossillo had a radio show. Oh, yeah. I remember you that. Know what I'm yeah. about? I see or, that. You look a lot like, like Ryan Rossillo. Yeah, now I see it. Rossillo rules. Rusillo. Yeah, he does. I'm so glad he has his own show. Yeah, I He's like Ryan Rossillo. Yeah. R Y E N, you asshole. Who uh, <laughs> <laughs> was that? It's not his fault. R Y E N. Um, this guy? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh, when he had wow. hair. How high is this window? Yeah, when, he had, no. when he had hair, I'm telling you, it was a compliment, <laughs> dude. He's a handsome man. That's fine. Yeah. He's a handsome man. Yeah, someone once told me that I look like um, I look like Mar from Home Alone. Oh, well, and I was like, <laughs> hey, one punch, me to, one punch man me to death right now. <laughs> one punch what man me to the death. F- Fuck, oh my man. god! I'll take that. This guy's not that bad looking. No, he's yeah. a handsome guy. He, he recently of, got he, all muscly. He's bald, yeah. so that's he kind of looks like Coach Kent Murphy a little bit. But that's no. cool. uh, here is one thing that scares me about this season, and it is nothing with the moves we made or anyone on the staff. We have seven home games in September. That's wild. That's wow. and we have so many home games in. March and so we're April. gonna be yeah. we're we're front loaded. We're gonna be in a playoff push. Hey, we don't play in Mexico this year. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, well, neat. Yeah. That was annoying. Yeah, took a home two home games. It away just from we us. we made so many fucking extra trips yeah. because of it. Yeah, yeah. It was like we had like seventeen West Coast trips. Yeah, we'll wait till oh, you yeah, see the, they swung it. Yeah. yeah, look at September. It's like we go out to the West Coast for a string of two series and then fly out to the East Coast. The September schedule is dog shit. Let me pull that up. Um. We've but that's what's. That, I mean, I know it's a long. It's a long way to think about. But it's something you have to consider when you're in a wild card or division hunt. We play a weird team this year, AL team this year that we normally don't. Um, we're um, playing. We played the. We're playing the AL East this year. We're in, yeah, the Orioles. We play the Orioles. We play the Orioles, Yankees. We we're at Yankee Stadium this year. Yeah, um, that's so tight. Yeah, it is. I wanted to. We're go playing the. We're playing the Rangers. What? We play the AL West? Too? Oh wait, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at spring training. Fuck me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold um on. here's We play we play Toronto in Toronto. Yeah. The second series of the year. In the we, dome? we play the we play the Cardinals for the opening day, for oh. the opening series, and then we go straight to Toronto. That's so fucked. Which is odd. Yeah, because Danny was trying to get us to go to Toronto for it. That's right. I can't because I'm in school and I'm a fuck. Um 
Yeah. But um, <laughs> also, you who can just go to Toronto in the middle of the year? And who wants to go in, in the middle of? Who wants to go April first? Fucking Danny. Which which is perfect because uh, that's a joke. Fucking Danny. Um, what a fool! Can't make. Yeah. Can't pull it, dude. What a bitch. No. Um, um, but it's if you look. <laughs> what a bitch. Oh, we play the Rays at home. That'll be fun. We don't normally play the Rays. We play Boston for a two day, two game, and two game split here and there. We play Baltimore. Yeah. Yeah, we play a lot of teams that we just don't normally play. No, and it's um, here's September. You've got two at home against Baltimore. Holy shit, you're right. And then three at Chicago, two at Milwaukee, four at San Francisco. Oh, that'll be a four game sweep. Off them. day, fly to Boston for two. Wow. And then four. Or, no, sorry, we come home. I'm reading this wrong. We come home, two for Boston, four against St. Louis. Then fly to Miami for three, and then you close out against Pittsburgh again. Four games against Pittsburgh. That's going to be... Dude. It's just that... that You have two four-game series against San Francisco and Pittsburgh in the last game of the series. That's nice. But they could also play spoilers. Yeah, that's Could be. Or they're playing spoiler, and they fucking... Yeah, if anything, if anything, those teams are trading players off at the All Star break. Yeah. Well, they're trading VR. They're trading Aguilar. They're trading. They're not going to trade Dick Trevor. Guy. Wait, who? Miami. No, I'm talking about no. Miami's going to be rough. I'm talking about San Francisco and Pittsburgh. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 San Francisco. Miami just doesn't have the pitching. Those but San Francisco. San Francisco at the All Star break. They're trading Belt. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're they're trading some, some Longoria if they sure. can if they can dump some of that. They're money. trading whoever they can. You know what's crazy? And then you're going to see Pittsburgh trade Bell. Yeah. I mean, they're stupid. If Bell's ranking by the All-Star break and they don't flip him, they're, they're crazy. They're fucking nuts. Yeah, Because they're sure. awful ranking. And he will be ranking. You, 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 better, you better trade Bell. You don't... I guess you don't trade... Uh, who's that fucking second base or shortstop they have that beats the fuck out of the ball? Oh. Um, um, he batted like 330 last year. Um, wait, the Giants? Pittsburgh. Oh, Pittsburgh. Oh, um... Was it another Dickerson? No. No. I know who you're talking Dickerson about. Dickerson did bat really well for them. Um, um, Adam Frazier. That's it. Adam Frazier batted like three yeah, times last year. You know who's, very good. You know who got DFA'd and is still on the market? Cozart. I know. What What do you think about that? Just, I could see them bringing back Cozart. Really wouldn't invite, invite Cozart to spring training. Why yeah. not? If he, he gets back to an environment that he likes. Yeah. He gets to be a bench player. He's not batting every day. You platoon him. You know what I mean? You platoon him and make him hit against lefties. I don't he's hate a, that. He's a solid he glove. He beat, the, he beat the shit out of lefties. That yeah, last he's year a solid here. glove and he can hit. Yeah, I don't hate that. Do it. Damn, I had that's let him make the veteran minimum. When Galvis hits righties really well. Yeah, yeah. I don't see. I don't hate that. That's, that's hit, what you're looking for. Galvis hits almost all of his home runs against lefties, so that's the problem. Right. He only hit three of his home runs last year against righties. Damn, the Cozart so thing. But he batted two eighty three against righties last year. Cozart's interesting. Brock Holt, I like it just because I love I you love his both. game. You could sign Brock Holt you and invite Cozart to spring training. Yeah. Exactly. Cozart coming back would be fun just because the donkey trusted entity with yeah. the glove. The and then also, man, yeah. I I uh, since having done this podcast and talking with you and meeting Danny and learning any like I am swinging on analytics. Like I'm into him. Analytics. Analytics. Yeah, that's, <laughs> I, that's what I'm into too. I, I love numbers. Yeah, I do. I always yeah. have, but I love now numbers. like I, I love crisp assholes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a real shaved assholes. But I, I, Cozart is so appealing to me just for like 
chemistry and knowledge mm-hmm. and experience, and he knows the fucking towel. You boy, know he's he, going to play a good shortstop. He, yes, he can, he can also play he third play, base. Yes, yep. he could and second. I I really that Cozart thing just kind of made me have to cross my legs. Yeah, I, I would love that signing for sentimentality. Sexy, but it's doesn't actually, have to be. He's a pretty good looking lineup. But yeah, he is um, kind but, of a big kind of big teeth. Looks like a donkey. He's a hot boy. He's got that. He's got that very masculine, testosterone-driven snoz. Oh, that's uh, like true. Like a triangle. got along really well. Yeah, oh, so they, were, well. they were really good friends. So top be, and bottom, you know. I, I'd be cool for them to bring him back as a spring training invite or something like that. He deserves that from somebody. Yeah, agreed. Um, Brock Holt should come here. I can't, dude. I heard a rumor that the Cubs were looking to Scooter Jeanette, and I was like, no. I saw that on Twitter. I don't want that. <laughs> I know that would look so that weird. That would bum me out to see him in a. Uh, does Scooter Jeanette have a good year this year? No. Who? Scooter Jeanette. Uh, I, no, I don't think so. Year? I don't, and I'll be shocked if anyone signs him. He, he could. He could bounce back and hit twenty-five dingers, but I just. I don't, don't want to see him do it in a Cubs uniform. I'll tell you that. No, I, but where would he play in the like you? <laughs> They lost Addison Russell. So you have uh, Bodie. You signed. Put him at That's second. Right. Yeah. There's um, depth. I mean, he's a guy depth. that I needs mean, he, to have. He con- could, that's, that's the issue with any team that signs Scooter. If a team signs Scooter, it should be an AL team. I agree. Yeah, I mean, the Orioles should. Just so Scooter. you could DH you know him. I mean? Yeah. You could DH him because his shoulder's always going to be fucked up. Mm-hmm. Right. He can only play second base now. He used to be able to play shortstop. He used to be, he's never played well. He used to be able to play you outfield. You could put him in left field. He, he played left he field for us. Now his shoulder's fucked. He can't throw anymore. Yeah. Really? That's why they put him in second base because he, he has to, you notice he had a sidearm and everything. Yeah, he would yeah. like he, flip he, it. He couldn't over His knuckles dragged the ground. Yeah, that's why all the time he was having trouble turning. Um, all kinds of stuff is because he can't throw overhand. Oh, damn. That's crazy yeah, that his left-handed bat is considered good enough that people are even considering That's signing That's like, dude, Moustakas is playing out of position. We had... Who cares? We haven't had a second, second baseman base. since Pokey oh. Reese. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? <laughs> well, Brandon Phillips. Yeah, yeah, that dude, like, obviously. Oh, that guy. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that years. dude? Oh, that dude, BP? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, I... <sighs> It's it's not like we've always it's not like we've had a all star second baseman for the past ten years and all of a sudden we don't yes it's, it's we've been had an issue it's kind of been base, piecing so. it together and Moustakis wasn't a bad defender at second base I mean let's year. think about who we've had besides Cozart play short at an elite level who was the last one we had Barry Larkin yeah I mean well, even there were points when the Reds were on a run well Cozart. 2018. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Was, yeah, there's Cozart. Was it? No, 2017. 2017, he, yeah. he made an all-star team and hit like 40 he doubles. Hit, that's what I'm saying. 324, 24 yeah. home runs. Right. He was gross. But then before that, I mean, it was what? We had Edgar Renteria at one point. <laughs> we had Edgar Renteria at shortstop. Who, uh, who do we have? That, oh, my God, I'm blanking. He also was on the Red Sox World Series team at uh, shortstop. Um, Alex Gonzalez? No. Uh, no. Mm-hmm. Little, little, little squirrely fuck. Skip Walker uh, was playing something. Yeah, Skip was playing second. God, what the fuck was his name? It's gonna bother me. Um, was it not? It was like Eduardo. Was it? A, I don't remember. Latin guy. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Right? Thick eyebrows. Piss on me. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Piss on me. I know who that is. Uh, God damn it! But you have you had him at short, but you haven't had anyone at a, play an elite level. So it's like you. you, you I know it's killing me. It's just so there hasn't been a there's been a gap at shortstop. 
Yeah. And I fucking hate that people say that shortstop is the most important position on the field. We all know who it is. It's the catcher. Yeah. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Shortstop's very important. It's it's important enough where people need to stop saying that we're going to put Suarez or Senzel there. Yeah. We're fucking not. To a shortstop, like, if you were to compare it to the human body, the shortstop is abs. You know what I mean? It's that yeah, glamour muscle. Yeah. You want yeah. a sexy one. You yeah, don't yeah. realize how important yeah. it is until all of a sudden you have a bad one. Yeah. Because when you got a fucked up ab, you're you're like, oh, God. oh, kill me. Yeah. <laughs> but when your back hurts and you oh, throw yeah. your back out, you're fucked yeah. and you're on the bed. Yep. Felipe Lopez? No. No. Um, it was... Because Nomar got traded midseason to the Dodgers for him. He had very little Ooh, power. do you remember Juan Castro? Oh, uh, do I remember Juan um, Castro? I will find out who it was. I will say it, and you will know. Um, but... But yeah, so I, I, like when uh, when people were were talking about the with Jeter getting into the hall and saying like, "Oh my God, <coughs> well the most the captain of the Yankees, the most important player on the field during that dynasty run." No, it was not. No, it was Posada. It was whoever was on the mound and Bernie Williams in center. And you also had some really nice pieces around it, but it was never like. You're just like, oh, if they didn't have Derek Jeter out there. He had very big moments, but yeah. I'm just saying, like, the shortstop is probably the most overrated position on the field. Yep. G- uh, not Jerry Hairston. No. No. God damn it. Dude, Christopher Negron? That's going to drive me insane. No. This makes for a really good podcast right here. Yeah, now we're uh, all just researching. Oh. Now, if you're it still was... listening now, then you're in for the research. You want to know yeah, who you're talking about. Yeah, this is your fault. Um, don't put this on me, bitch. Yeah, don't put it on any of us. Yeah. You know? no, was was he here in 2016, or when was he? Uh, it here. was 2000... God, that can drive me in. Shit. Ivan DeJesus? No. No. Wasn't. When I see the name, I'm gonna scream it. I know. Fuck up the whole Orlando thing. Cabrera. Um, no, that wasn't even who I was thinking of. No? No. Because that's who I was thinking of at the time. You're wrong. I'm uh, looking at it on Baseball Reference. No, you weren't. Yeah, I am. Um, this is what I was thinking of. Orlando Cabrera. We definitely did have Orlando Cabrera. What year was that? 2010. I'm thinking of... Dude, remember when we had Marlon Bird? Yeah. I remember he Marlon smacked Bird. the piss out of the ball, yeah, too. Yeah, he did. He mashed. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm looking at 20, dude, this 2011 hurts. here real this quick. Because this is... Edgar Renteria was 2011. Yeah. Then who was 2012? Dude, it was like 2014 or some shit that I'm thinking of. Right. Okay. Um. No, nah, it's just gonna fucking. Dude, this is the worst. Here we go. Uh, Kozar was it in 2012? Um. But there's a lot of positions the Reds haven't had a steady player I'm at sorry. for a long time that's been productive. Right. Um, we've struggled with catcher. We had we had Hanahan, Han, or Hannigan, sorry. Hannigan ruled. Love he Han- called a great game Han- to Han- him. Was One of the best defensive catchers. Hannigan was good, but it was short-lived, obviously. He went down and had one um, good season with the Rays. Uh, hold on. Hannigan wasn't that short-lived. No, but I'm saying, like, it was, like, near the end he got... Pretty bad, pretty quick. Yeah. Well, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. That's what happens with every catcher. His, his peak with us was very... Uh, Cesar is Turris. Yes! Is Turris. Is Turris. He was the shortstop for the Angels when they won the World Series. Yeah, we had Cesar as Turris. Yeah. The Red Sox is what threw me off the trail. I said Alex that Gonzalez. Is, that is who yeah. I was thinking of, was Cesar as Turris. He was in uh, 2013. 
Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we, we've gone through so many guys that have just like at shortstop that have done nothing. Even Kozar, who we were so excited about, yeah, just never lived up. He had that TJ surgery, and after that, it was like before that, he was hitting doubles like every yeah. fucking day. Yeah. They were calling him Davey Double because they were joking around how much he, doubles he kept hitting. And then yeah. He, well, then he, he what hurt his, he, not his Tommy John, but he also tore his ACL, right? Yeah, he fucked his knee up when he was in a really good season. Yep. Um, and then catcher, we struggled with. Mazzarocco was good for a half season. Right. For literally half time. of a season. We honestly, we lucked out so, with Tucker. Yeah, I'm excited for Tyler Stevenson. Yeah, me too. I him a Reds Fest. The guy was really nice. Dude, um, I he's just. fucking big. Yeah. Big, That's a yeah. big kid. Yeah. He's going to start in double A this year. How long does he catch? Huh? How I mean, how long can he catch? Is he that big? Um, I mean, he's not Weeder's big. Yeah, okay. But he's a pretty big guy. Um, but what? So he's starting in Double A, right? He'll be in Triple A this year. Triple already? I'm pretty sure he would be in Triple A. He was in Double A last year, and then he hit, he crushed in the AFL. Oh, he was like, yeah, he, he did. Was, he was on the top AFL batter. Yeah, so I remember that. Like a 380 OBP or something, and hit like a bunch of doubles and home runs. Dude, that I remember that moonshot that the Reds posted. Yeah, I, I told him that Reds fast. I said, "You crushed the AFL." I was like, "How quick are you getting up in the majors?" He was like, "Dude, I hold fast." <laughs> I said, okay. Yeah, yeah, as he should. Yeah. I mean, why not? So I'm excited for him. Um, but then, then left field, dude. I remember C Trent. Dude, he posted something about how many outfielders the Reds have used. It's like 50. Over the, over the past eight years or something like that, the Reds have used like 57 outfielders. Yep. Wild. Fucking crazy, dude. Wild. Yeah. It was like there was one year where we used like 14 fucking outfielders. Well, it was how it was at the beginning fuck? of all this, the first year of the tanking rebuild. Yeah. When, what, like three years ago? What was it? We started more players than any team in Major League Baseball. Yeah. Started more more rookies. rookies. Yeah, rookies. yeah, yeah. pitchers. Our last two regular left fielders were Ryan Ludwig and fucking um, uh, Johnny Gomes. Those were our two most prominent left fielders. Johnny Gomes. Those are our yeah. two most prominent left fielders since Adam Dunn. That's crazy. That's ridiculous. And then center field, who have we had? No one. Who have we had in center field that's been actually worth a shit since Ken Griffey Jr.? No one. Um, Austin Kearns would play center field sometimes. But he was a corner guy. He was, he yeah, was a right think. fielder in my head. Um, Corey Patterson. And, and Kearns was only like super good until he got center fielder? that baseball in the head. Yeah. Then he got weird. It um, would be... I mean, we had Billy Hamilton who was good for like a season. Um, we had Drew Stubbs that was good for like in 2010. I yeah. liked Stubbs, man. I loved Drew Stubbs. I you liked him, I Drew wanted, Stubbs. I wanted him to do things something. that involved a baseball. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, he that just was... galloped around and then missed the baseball. Yeah. yeah, it was. That's what he did. I, I remember I went to a game at PNC, and you know the Reds whomped ass when Drew Stubbs hit two home runs. Yeah, mm. they fucked their shit up. They beat him like 13 to two. Yeah. Bad. If Drew Stubbs hits two home runs, you won. Yeah. Uh, yeah. La- oh, here it is. Last good center fielder, Sinsu Chu. He is not a center fielder. But he, he but he played the position he, he well did, enough. Yeah. But I'm thinking more than a year guy. Sure. A guy we had regularly. Exactly. I'm glad we didn't pay you the money. That's would that true. even would that be uh, Reggie Sanders at that point? If we're oh, looking man. back that far. Yeah, maybe. But there's just so many positions that it's like we just haven't had regular players. Right. We've been we were fine at second base for a long time. We were fine at third base for a long time. We were fine at first base for a long time. Yeah. That's been our only realistic solid positions for yeah. 
I mean, 15 years. Yeah, I mean, it's otherwise it's been a revolving fucking door for rental players to rental players to rental players. Yeah. yeah. And not good ones. Like How stock long, cap guys. Uh, Yo, yeah, yeah. What, you skipped Schumacher, had, you mentioned it. Our then. drafting was so bad. Yeah, our, yeah. Our, our drafting under, I forget, who was it that drafted like Votto and Bruce and all that kind of stuff? Cause that was that drafting, Bowden? That drafting was good, and then the drafting after was just crap. Who was this between Bowden and Jockety? I'm not sure. But um, I can't remember his name. I thought it was a K. I can't remember either. Um, but the I, with, I thought it was started with a K. But that whoever drafted like Votto and Bruce and all those guys all yeah. together, well, that was good drafting. Yeah. Homer Bailey and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, Quato and they drafted all these guys like all at once, and that was awesome. Yeah. Um, but our drafting has let us down a lot. Fucking Blake Trihan and stuff like that, and then. Um, what was his name? Nick Trevieso. Yeah. And Robert Starver Stevenson's finally panned out, but not how he was supposed to. Philip Irvin. Philip Irvin, who was supposed to be this yeah. phenom, and he just didn't. I mean, it was just, I mean, we just, we struck out a bunch. Yeah. And so, I'm glad the Reds are finally getting international. Yeah, Other that's than huge. just the Cuban market. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. We're finally branching out to Asia. We're looking at different places. And, I mean, we looked out to Germany and got Lutz. You know what I mean? We looked at right. different places. It's, it's nice to actually see that. Um, and we see Trent posted a thing that said he's been trying to get them to get over to Asia for years. Yeah. He said for the Marge, past decade, as soon as he showed up, he was like, why are you not in Asia? Marge shot fucked us up with, with international draft. <laughs> Full-blown racism. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. She, she put us behind for a while. I mean, it sounds stupid because it was so long ago, but she put us behind badly. All yeah. these other teams the international had people play. scouting in these areas, and she was like, no. No. American players only. Yeah. And... And it was like, and she was like, she wanted the whites as yeah. much she yeah. wanted real bad. Yeah. Well, she wanted her million dollar N words, you and know. She, she wanted everybody to know that they were the blacks too. She, yes. yes, she did. Yeah, God, she sucked. God, these are the blacks dollar that I like all the time, man. But yeah, she sucked. She was awful. If you're quiet enough, you can hear her sucking right now. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to get you can, really quiet. Wait, you, wait, wait, wait. Do you hear that? That's her lighting up a cigarette in her grate. Yeah, you can yeah. just go out to Marge Shot Lake and just yeah. listen really closely. And if you throw a rock far enough out into the river or the lake, when it hits the water, you can hear the inward. <laughs> you can hear it's it. a little Cincinnati you can hear secret. Shitty dogs and their little racing. Yeah, pets. a lot of people yeah. don't know that. Yeah, what was Grant Styles' joke? He's like, well, the best. We had Marge Shop. There's Marge Shot Lake. The best part is you can row out to the middle of the lake and just scream the N word and no one says anything. Scream to you. out racial slurs <laughs> and no one says anything. Yeah. Oh man. But then also with Linder, I mean, what they had just the monster, the the monster awful contract with Griffey. Yeah. And that sunk the team for a while. Do you all remember the numbers on that? What did we give Griffey? It was $100 um, million. $100 million for like 10 years or something like that. It was like seven, like I think. Seven years, whatever it was. Eight and he years. was 30. He was 30, yeah. And they had a lot of injuries. It's Here's the thing, though. I, I'll i defend to this day, and I'll fight people over Bad Mouth and Griffey. Um, me too. If, I love if, the kid. If, if you could go right, if you could tell me right now, the Reds are going to sign an outfielder. Yeah. He's going to have some injury issues. But over the course of his time here, over eight years, he's going to have a 375 OBP, and he's going to hit 270, and he's going to average 25 home runs a year. Right. We're like, sign me up. Yeah, I'm in. Fuck the injuries. I'll break his knee myself. And <laughs> Griffey Jr.? Yeah. yeah. First ballot? That's what Griffey <coughs> Jr. If only yeah. he stretched. It's, you know? Ken Griffey Jr. Or, just, 
didn't take care of himself. Well, one, he got fucked on AstroTurf for 10 years, just putting Cr- himself And crashing out, into walls yeah, and out shit. steroids and just fucking shit up. You, uh, uh, well, but that I dude, mean, do you think he, I think that he was doing HGH, too. Maybe. Because that, that destroys the ligaments in your body. That, that dude, he was here for however many years he was. It was like, it was like 70% of his seasons here, he hit over 30 home runs. Yeah. And... The rest of them, he hit 40 like once or twice. Yeah. I mean, he was a freak when he was here. OBP was stupid. He just had health injuries. But I would still, if I'm the Reds, I make that deal 10 out of 10 times. It's just you can't just stop building the team after that. No. And that's not Griffey's fault. No. Griffey did nothing wrong, and people just scapegoat Griffey because they built a bad fucking team. Yeah, it's Bell's fault. It's like when people say on Facebook, like, well, with Joey Votto, how many championships have we won? I'm like, look at the what, squad around what him. Does Joey Votto's accomplishments have anything to do with how poorly the team, the management, the front office did yeah. building? It yeah, team? yeah, has nothing to do with Joey Votto. Yeah, it's like, and it's just the same thing. It's like people want to bit blame Griffey for the 2000 Reds. No, dude, no, they're just bad teams. Yeah, it's it has nothing. Well, to do in with 2010, Joey Votto won an MVP. We made it to a play-in game. And like we cited a little bit earlier, his starting left fielder was Johnny Gomes. Votto should have like, three MVPs. Like the I team agree. around him is wild. He lost by one vote. Yeah, Votto should have 2010. What for that fucking knee injury? He would yeah. have 2012. Yeah, yeah, I agree. 2012, he was on pace to hit 38 home runs and 72 doubles. That's insane. What in the fucking balls, dude? 72. He had like 40 mm. doubles at the All Star break. That's yeah. I remember that, dude. The night. I was working the Dorico Bananas, and yeah. first show, Chris Welsh was there. And I sat him, and then after the show, he was walking out, walking by the door, and I looked at him, and I just went, one vote, huh? And he just went, yeah, I, I still can't believe it. And I went, and didn't get the silver slugger? And he goes, he just shrugs, and he just goes, I, I don't get it I either. I never won a silver slugger. Yeah, that's yeah. insane. Right. Votto, and then, Votto. dude, guess who showed up the second show that night? Yeah. Votto. Really? Yeah, I sat him in the back, and then him and I talked for about 15 minutes after the like show. Like, such a pro, he showed up right when the show started. Lights were down, everyone is already seated, he didn't want to start a commotion. Yeah. He, he showed up at fucking 8 o'clock in 15 seconds. Yep. And walked in and sat right down, made no scene, yep. got up a little before the show ended, yep. walked out, stood outside, said what's up to the people, and then walked back in because he wanted to talk with the headliner. Yeah, that's really cool. He no, was a he, local guy. He fucking killed it. Dude. Joey Votto that night, he was Real, already my cool. favorite red. That guy, I was like, dude. He came and he sat and I sat him in the booth, and uh, when he uh, when he came in, he had one of his like mm. chest pockets. Yeah, like w- the zipper was undone. Yeah, and I was like, hey man, your zipper's open, and he went, huh? And I'm like, never mind. I was like, I guess he doesn't really have that eye for details. And then uh, he walked in, sat down on the. I sat him in the booth, and then he grabbed a chair from the table in front of him and sat with a group of eight other dudes, and just shot the shit. And, so like, what's up, bros? He was like, "What's up?" And then they just he bought some bought some Rheingeist Cougars. He bought all. He bought every Stones book. merch. He bought Stones merch. He talked with me for a while after while I was cleaning the bathrooms with my latex gloves on. <laughs> It was just a delight. Yeah, was so I met cool. him a couple times at Fresh Market when I managed there, and he was really nice. Nice, dude. Um, the, the the best. I physically ran into him. Oh, really? Yeah, I was I was a grocery manager at the time, and I was doing something in an aisle, and I was going around, and he was coming around, and it like 
like a love story, like that we just ran into each other. <laughs> and then like I saw him and he saw me and I went, <laughs> yeah. no, but really like I, I was just like, I was like, what do you do? I, I said, you're Joey Votto. <laughs> and, he, and he said, I am. And I said, I'm sorry, man. I'm kind of dorking out right now. Yeah. <laughs> I, said, I was like, anyways, uh, just let me know if you need anything. And he was like, thanks. I appreciate it. And then he dropped a watermelon and broke it on the ground. And we were cleaning it up, and I was like, dude, you're lucky you're good at first base. Yeah. <laughs> and I bet he liked he, that. He laughed yeah. and said sorry like 74 times. Of course. Canadian. So Canadian. So Canadian. And so then, Canadian. like, they got, he got like, stuff taken out to, like, his fucking McLaren or whatever he had. And yeah. Yeah. Space but, um, he was always really nice. Avado in 2012 played 111 games because he came back late in the season. Right. He had his career high in doubles, 44. 111 games, 44 doubles. He hit um, he had forty four doubles, um, fourteen home runs, batted three thirty seven, and had a four seventy four OBP and a one thousand forty one OPS. And he didn't win. Here's my question: Do you think he that, honestly that year it would have been a, that's a Barry Bonds fucking season? It is. Do you think he bounces back this year? I mean, he's not doing that again. Well, here's let's dive into it real quick. Yeah. Um, so we'll look at Votto's pages. Let's look at his. Um, let's look at his splits for 2019. Because his on base last year was what, 349. Um, 357. Okay. Yeah, that was close. Um, so let's look at his. Um, Which that's a bad year for him. Let's look at his first and second half. His first um, half was do- his first half was dog shit. Or sorry, let's look at by months. That's better. Yeah. Because um, I, I think there was a July or something. He had a really bad month. It was, and then and then he switched his stance because he was tired of that shit, and then he came back around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, he also didn't he have a good May. No, he well yeah May he batted two sixty with a three thirty nine OBP. Okay. June he batted two ninety nine with a three ninety OBP, and had a career high or a, a season high four home runs that month. Right. So obviously that's nothing to take home. That's when he was about. back in the box, but, but he was still choking. So then up. July he was two forty eight with a three hundred nine OBP. He was like. Fuck this shit. Yep. And then in August, 363 OBP. And in September, 394 OBP. Yeah. And in um, June, he had an 896 OPS. And then in August, 810. September, 819. Okay. That August, September, those are Joey Votto, getting closer to Joey Votto-esque OPS numbers. Of course. And that's when he went back to his, his stance. Yeah. He got higher in the box again, and he went back down the bat. Now, I commend him for sticking with the choking up. Yeah. He was choking up in 2017, it worked for him. That's his he game. choked up in 2018, and it worked for him. Yep. It wasn't working. He tried something different with Turner Ward this season. It wasn't working, but you have to try it until you know it fails. Yep. He tried it until you know it fails, and he said, fuck off, and he reinvented himself mid-fucking season. Hunchback down. And then hunchback down, um, straightened his leg out more, yep. went down the bat, and he started lacing the ball. Yeah. Um, I'm... And it, and it might just because of be because of my perpetual rose-colored glasses, but I'm not worried about Joey this year. I think that with the additions, that it's going to alleviate pressure a lot off. for him. Pressure off, of yeah. course. Oh, he's got to go out. Do, uh, he's just got to stroke and be a leader, and and use his glove at first base. He's not the offense anymore. Yeah. No. Yeah. And with Eugenio having the year he did, he, he you could see it kind of being um, relieved, in, especially in that second half when you when you listed off those numbers. Yeah, it just showed. 
Yeah, I mean, the whole second half isn't the point. The point is that August and September is when Vada started turning it on, and that August is when he changed that stance. He just needs to have this at the beginning of the year this year. Yeah, I mean, and he may still start out slow. I don't know. But the point is that his OBP is still going to be fine. Yeah. And him changing that stance back is going to increase his home runs and double numbers again. Yeah. He's going to get back up in this home run double. Do I think he's going to hit 30? Fuck no. No, I think but if, if he hits, think if he hits 20. 20. What if he hits 20? I think That's he hits 20. Improvement. In that we'll light this way. Last year he hit 15, right? Yeah. But he also got robbed twice. Yeah. So he actually hit 17. Yeah. Yeah. He got robbed twice by Lorenzo Cain. Yeah. Oh, and, oh, and by, oh, three times. He got robbed by Loreano. Yeah. At the A's Oh, yeah, that one was That was disgusting. So he, got, he's, so he actually hit 18 home runs last yeah. year. Right. Because the... The center field at Miller Park is not easy to hit home runs no, at. No, it's not. And A Stadium is not easy to hit home runs at. And no. he hit that opposite field in Loreano. And they both got stolen run. from him. He yeah. got he got robbed three. three times. So really, he should have had 18 dingers last year. Imagine so, how good Matt Chapman would be if he wasn't at that stadium. God, right. Man, fuck. Dude, how is no one making that move? Jo- Joey Votto, even if Joey Votto has a year like he did last year. His his numbers are going to be better overall just by the offense we added to the team. I agree. He's going to have more chances of knocking runs and he's going to have more chances to be scored. And he's going to he's going to get more pitches to him because dude, you got to get through Votto and Shogo. Yeah. If you let either one of them on base, you got fucking dinger dongers right behind you there. <laughs> Some fucking baseball. Yeah, yeah dude. Imagine Joey hitting 18 home runs this year on this roster. Right. That's enough. On That's this roster. I mean, Joey's going to hit 15 minimum. I, I agree with that. I, I think so. I'll say that. I, I think Joey's going to hit 15. Um, I think Shogo's going to hit 15. I think Suarez is going to hit 40. I think Mustaka's going to hit 40. I think Castellano's going to hit 35. Yeah. But he'll also hit... Go off, That's bitch. a motherfucker. Go right? off, bitch. But then he'll also hit 35 to 40 doubles. Yeah, I think Senzel's going to hit 20. Uh, I'm not going to go that far yet. I mean... I think he, I can see him hitting he between 15, 15 to 17. He hit 15 last year, right? Oh, that's true. Didn't he? Uh, I thought it was Am, am I wrong? Maybe, maybe he hit. But you got to remember, he played a limited amount of games. Right, with a fucked up shoulder. And and they changed oh. his stance halfway through. 12, yeah. He he played, he hit 12, but he played in 104 games. Exactly. Called so up late. with Add a, 60 then, more games, that could be eight home runs. Right, and when, when did he fuck up his shoulder so to... Yeah, he definitely played some games after he fucked up his shoulder. He played like five or six games. Right. And, and then so, they were just like, it's not worth it. Yeah, so he lo- he lost out a third of the season. Right. And he had his stance changed at the All-Star break. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. He's resorting back to his old stance. And yeah. he hit And he hit... Because um, he's an interesting one to look at um, by month by month to month. Sorry if this is going really long. No, I love this. This is this what is, we haven't done a long one in a while. No, good, we planned. We were responsible and recorded at ten, baby. Yeah, because normally we sit down go, at like ten thirty or eleven. No, we're good to go. Um, we are good to go, man. Lay on the stats. So first half, um, he batted two sixty three, three twenty five OBP, and hit eight home runs. Second half, two forty seven, three hundred three with four home runs. Okay. So. Um, and by if you look at it by months, he's always been a slow start guy. By months is yeah. for Senzel. By months is probably what's more important, right? Because um, you can see exactly where shit happened. Because um, he was out the first month of AAA with the knee injury or ankle, and then was down there until he'd be called up in 
May, was that May 15th? Middle of July is pretty much where they started changing his shit. Yeah. In May, he batted 279 with a 347 OBP. June is June was weird. He hit no home or he hit um uh or no, July was weird. Sorry. He hit no home runs in July, which was odd. Mm-hmm. But um in June he batted 256. July he batted 333 with a 397 OBP. And then August they changed his stance and he batted 184 with a 238. And then hurt his shoulder. Why'd they change it? I just don't... I don't know. He even said he's not sure, but he's trusting that they know what they're saying. Yeah. He, that's literally what he said. <coughs> yeah. He said, I, I don't know. know about it, but I'm going to try well, it. it. clearly didn't he work. Sa- he, said, <coughs> he said, I'm going to trust they know what's going to work at the major league level. They see something that needs changed. I'm going to try it. I'm a player, not a coach. And then, right. and then in September, he batted 214 with a 267. Yeah. So Literally. he was a productive player until August when they changed his stance. Yep. Well, probably sometime in July they changed his stance. I'm just excited to see what Allen's does, man. I think Yeah. I think yeah. he's just gonna let him go and they have a hitting program set up through the minor leagues all the way to the pros and just saying like, All right, here's how this is gonna work instead yeah. of being told five different things until if, you get to the show. If you've got a lineup like we have right now, a hitting coach is a mental coach for the most part, right? What are right. you going to go in there and tweak? It's more of reps. It's like when um, Jim Tomey talks about Charlie Manuel being the best hitting coach he ever had. It's like, all right, here's the routine that we're going to go through every day. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna do you Key know work soft toss soft toss blah blah, blah yeah. What we're gonna focus on these parts of the plate. All right, you're good. Here's a little adjustment I saw. That's it. Slap them on the ass. Go hit. Yeah. They, they, what this this team needs to have a mentality of like. Take that first pitch. Wear this pitcher out. Mm-hmm. Because that's what we were doing. That's Because we, we, we could already just wear them out Senzel with our can bats. wear a pitcher out. Yeah. Suarez can wear a pitcher out. Joey, Bada, obviously. Bada wears everyone out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Moustakas can wear a pitcher out. Castellanos can wear a pitcher out. I mean, yeah. we have some players that can really foul some balls off and, and really stick in there. Yeah. Um, with a good eye. Barnhart actually has a good eye. Yes, he does. Um I like I, God. I like Tucker a lot. Yeah, John Boy said he's actually a really big Tucker fan. Um, he said he believes in Tucker. And um, more people should. I mean, I just don't. Uh, I get why people shit on him, but at the same time, he fixed defensively what he was told to last what, year with the framing. framing. Yeah. Yeah, he got better. And other than that, we, we shit on it a lot at the beginning of last year. Uh, because and then it became not a problem. He fixed it. Yeah. I mean, it was it was he wouldn't frame the bottom of the zone. He wouldn't bring up that well. He would, but it would just be too herky jerky. If it was down below the knees, it was yeah. like it was like high school, like quick snap. You know, right. it was like yeah. a parent. He didn't have. But now he's like it. moving his body because we we were both catchers. I love nothing more than to watch a catcher, and uh, just watch Austin Hedges. Oh, he's excellent. he that dude's a phantom. He's excellent. He's a catching. He makes though. balls strikes. Yeah, he lines up his entire body. He makes crazy. the ball right in the center of his chest every time. He's what really do you guys good. think about the automatic strike zone? It, uh, it's kind of like in the same vein that we all feel about the, the Reds, NLDH. The Reds actually had a very, very, very bad striking ball count last year. Yeah. They were one of the teams that were most affected by calls that went the wrong way. Yep. Well, we talked about it on the pod um, a lot Lanker last year. Lanker was mm. fucked with it. Yeah. Votto yeah. was fucked with it. Well, I mean, there Votto were... was very heated a lot last year. Mm-hmm. About yeah. a lot of balls and strikes calls. Yeah. I mean, look at, look at the fucking Yankees with the tighten that shit up. You know what I yep, mean? Yep. Like. Dude, yeah, dude. That ruled. Off. That fucking dude, ruled. Fucking, you had um, what's his name? Um, uh, who's their their left fielder? Um, I love him. We were supposed to have him. Um, 
The Yankees? Yeah. Clint um, Frazier? No. No, 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 no. Um, they've had him forever, bald. Um, oh, Brett Gardner. Brett Gardner. You know, we were supposed to have him, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It, was, it was Phillips I remember Gardner, that. Phillips vetoed it. Piss on me. Um, what was the deal? Yeah, Phillips vetoed it and said he wanted more money. And the Yankees said, nah. Really? Yeah. It's, that was a done trade. It was Gardner for Phillips. Damn. Straight up. That would have been a fucking left fielder for years for us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck. You but, want to hear a rumor I heard that uh, is we were going to straight up trade with the Marlins, Billy Hamilton for Christian Yelich. Like Jesus. before Yelich explained. Like, oh man, yeah. I I just think about that. I can't hear that. No, it's gross, right? Yeah, you take that back. All right, I'll put it back. Yeah, ignore it. Ignore. Push yeah. it down. You know, and 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 guess just who? Just like everything and, else. And, and here's the gross part. Here's the gross part. We turned it down. Oh, oh God, man, Jockey, I'll kill you with my hands. Oh fucking. <laughs> Damn, yeah. dude! I'd never heard that Hamilton oh, for Yelich straight up, and we hands. said nah. Uh, there was another Billy Hamilton. Trip. There was another one too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, was the other one? Uh, I forget what it was. That was really disappointing. The one I heard too. That was rumored. Yeah, forever. God, it was like Billy for a pitcher or some bullshit. That was supposed to be yeah. Um, but uh, Brett Gardner, um, Brett Gardner in that video with Aaron Boone is just fucking going off and slamming the bat against the ceiling. <laughs> you can yeah. see the best. You can see Aaron Hicks fucking laughing. He's just going off. Man. That's a that's a perfect thing. But yeah, a lot of players last year complained a lot about the strike zone. So my thing is, it's not going to get rid of umps, but the automated strike zone helps a lot. It just gets rid of the bullshit. And yeah, players are going to have to adjust to it. Um, it might hurt players like Judge. Yeah. yeah, because it's going to call lower strikes that yeah. he's not used to. Yeah, but that's going to be an adjustment period. You got to get yep. fucking used to it. Do you want that, or do you want to constantly have to fucking be pissed that yeah. something is called? You're never going to have a situation where something's called something and then it's not. Well, yeah. Stockholm syndrome. It's called. like we've had a hundred plus years of human error. Yeah, so we're like, no, it's baseball. Well, it's like, right. what if it? It's the no, same. it doesn't. It doesn't have to be that. Well, we could get what a ball and a strike. Well, is. How many the guys same? got? And we can't, we can't, you can't question anything now because you get thrown out of the game. Right. Yeah. But if a batter does anything, it's showing up the umpire. Yeah. yeah. Anything. And it's like, have the umpire just mm-hmm. do safe and out tags. Have them just be there to watch things on the field. Do foul tips, not foul tips, things like that. Uh, catcher interference. Mm-hmm. Be there for that stuff. But fuck calling balls and strikes anymore. Yeah. Science, bitch. I mean, who was it? Who was it I reading? It was It was like in the 70s. Someone got suspended for three games for three, just three games for punching an umpire. Umpire in the face. Yeah. Who was that? I just read that. I just read that this week. No idea. Dude, best Reds flip out ever was when Vada went murder face on that dude. Crazy. Oh, chest bumped him. Chest bumped him. We had to rip his jersey off. I've just never seen an individual look more mad. Yeah. Than Joey looked that day. God. I mean, he was red and. He had a bad day before yeah. the game started. Just fucking bulging out of his neck, dude. I thought favorite he was going to lose his mind. I've, had, red I've had the luxury of sitting two rows behind home plate and watching Angel Hernandez call a game. And oh boy, it's, it is it's it is worth bad. the money. Yeah. I will tell you. Because you get to see one of the worst strike zones you've ever seen. We didn't talk about Votto talking about basketball. No, 
No, we didn't. Votto we... got quoted. They basically said, you were a pretty good basketball player, right? And he said, look, I'm not going to toot my own horn, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I was decent, blah, blah. I can still do this and all this kind of stuff. I was, I was, I was okay. I'm not this. I'm not this. And they said, but, like, I've heard that you can still dunk. Is that right? And he said, oh, get out of here. I fucking bang, bro. Yeah, I fucking, <laughs> he, he said, I fucking ball. He said, I fucking no, he said, I fucking bang. Ball. Yeah, he said, I fucking ball. And he yeah. said, and at the end, he said, he's like, come on, man. I was just being candid with you. I was just trying to be humble. Dude, I fucking bang. Yeah, I was <laughs> like, God. And like Amir Garrett got asked about it. Amir Garrett said, oh, he said, oh, no, Joey, ball, Joe, Joey balls. Yeah, he, oh, said, dude, he said, world-class athlete. Yeah, he, yeah. He, said, he said, he can't beat me. He was like, he was like, but Joey Balls for sure. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah. Amir played at St. John's, a premier college yeah. basketball I program. I always forget that. Do you remember spring training when um, when Votto did the um, the chalk throw on everybody? Yeah, yeah. yeah. that was um, so awesome. He jumped up on the thing and raised his hands he's, like he was in the top turnbuckle, and then <laughs> then LeBron chalked everybody. He's so fun, dude. Yeah, I want ball, to man. win. Obviously, just for like my fanhood and relationship with yeah. my father. Sure, but yeah. for Joey, oh. oh. For Joey, let's get let's get Joey to the World Series. Oh, uh, Lee's dad was real mad when we talked so much shit about Pete last week. Yeah, Fuck. my dad and all our dads. All yeah. well, no, not my, my dad. dad. My dad hates Pete Rose. Yeah, my dad Fair and enough. my my mom both hate Pete. Yeah, I'll I love my dad right. for that. Um, I, me and my dad talk a lot of baseball. He's pretty on par with everything. Um, he tries to stay up to date on everything. But uh, I got some flack. We got we got some flack. Pete Rose, I, on my, I'm sure you know I run Red's Rip Front Nation. Yeah. I am pretty quick to fucking shut some shit down or just kick somebody for talking about Pete. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's if you just start, if you won't understand that Pete is a garbage human being. Kind of a, he's a West Side scumbag. Dude, he is more than that. He's, stop being Catholic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Theme of the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Pete's brain is a fish fry. Yeah. Just, I mean, Oh, yeah, God. and people getting offended over it. It's like well, you don't know him. Yeah, no one. Uh, this whole thing about athletes saying, "Oh, they affected my life so much, and they changed who I am as a person." Yeah, I understand being a child and watching a ball player. Yeah, but if you're an adult and you're yeah. talking about another adult playing like playing professional sports, yeah, affecting your life, that's not a fucking yeah. thing. Right. Like, okay, we lost Kobe Bryant, and I remember watching. Uh, the NBA Finals in oh, 2000, 2001, 2003, 2002, 2004, and watching Kobe and Shaq ball. And I remember, what was that, the finals between the Celtics and Lakers, 2009? Dude, Game 7, I was on mushrooms. Brilliant. <laughs> it was insane. Things that people that like Pete Rose will say about the but, Reds and about players, like... People were like, Pete is the best player of all time. I'm like, hey. What are you talking about? Pete wasn't the best player on his own team. Yeah. But here's what I was going to say about Kobe. Kobe dying, I was not, like, completely devastated and shocked, like, crying, like, oh, my God, we lost. I'm like, oh, man, that's a shitty thing that happened. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not, it's not going to ruin my day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know Kobe. I don't know Kobe. Kobe Bryant never came over died. and cleaned my bathroom. Yeah. His daughter dying is more sad to me. Yeah, agreed. Kobe got to live an awesome life. Yeah, Kobe, yeah. yeah. He, he had a helicopter. You know what I mean? He was it's not Jose Fernandez. It's not a young kid that you're super upset that never got to reach his potential. Yeah, yeah exactly. Kobe got elected to the 
Basketball Hall of Fame the next day. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, Kobe, like, it would have he would have been one of the best commentators I think we would have ever had. See, that's, that is the that's tragedy. That's a bummer. That is a tragedy. You're right. He got to, he's one of the greatest players of all time. Yeah. He lived that. His second act, dude. Yeah, it could have been really good. There's no telling, man. And he's also, like, there's no really telling. influential on kids for basketball and sports. I agree. Oh, being yeah. fit and fitness and all. I mean, he's but being I mean, a decent person. And being yeah. a dad. See, I don't, I don't know about that. Being, I know he's a good dad. I don't know about the decent person thing. I know about all the, the rape allegations and cheating on his wife, things like yeah. that. Yeah. And then his link that. with Epstein. But, but here's the big thing is that, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, what, you didn't know about that? No. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, now you know. Can I get some more Knob Creek? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, I don't, I don't know about all that. I just, I, I do know that, like, I don't care. Right. Yeah, I mean, the guy died. He had a kid. His daughter died too. Like, right, like, he died in an explosion with his thirteen-year-old daughter. Well, and um, the, his his daughter's teammate was on there, and her parents. Two of the, his the teammates. Dad, the dad was a coach. baseball coach for college. Orange County. And a lot coast of players that said they wouldn't be in the NBA without that guy. He coached for yeah. thirty years yeah, yeah. at a JUCO yeah. in in California. There's right. no telling how many players he's touched. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and how and that whole family got taken out. Right. Yeah. That guy's name was Alatobi. Yeah. Coach Alatobi yeah, or something. Like His whole family got taken out. Yep. Um, no, that shit fucked up. That that's, like, that's fucked. But I'm saying, like, overall, like, you shouldn't let athletes affect your everyday, your day-to-day. I get like, it. But emotion. Pe- like, Except this, for this Jerry Bonner. I'll change my life. Now. Yeah, that's true. But the I'll people f- who were affected, who really were affected, not the, not the Instagrammers who threw it up there just because yeah. that's what... The people that were really affected, and it's so cliche, he wasn't. He wasn't just an athlete, right? He was, he was. I went to a, high, a predominantly black high school, mm-hmm. and, and 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 this has just been like echoed on Twitter and everything. Like he was, he was the male figure for a lot of black kids. Sure, in the two yeah, thousands. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He was the guy who taught kids how to work and how to act. Sure, it's, it's fucking tragic. I mean, I'm with you. I cry over a lot. I'm a pretty emotional guy. Yeah. I've been on Twitter every day since it's happened, watching videos and having a good weep. But mm. I'm with you. People that are acting like it, they're they're all twisted over about it. I'm just like, mm, no, don't buy it. Don't buy it. Where do you go to college? And they're like, uh, yeah, I, I don't. Well, he didn't. He didn't. Yeah, so fuck off. Stupid fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where do you go to college? Basketball. Yeah, yeah. he went to Italy. <laughs> Damn, that's pretty wild. All these stories coming about coming out about him are cool. Apparently, he just made complete commonplace like any city he went to he would go to the children's hospital and meet with kids but the only stipulation was that there could be no press there that's, that's rad that's like what Joey Votto does yeah yeah, yeah. like yeah. real real good man shit like Joey Votto like at Reds Fest he'll only meet kids only meet with kids he and it can't cost any well, money well I mean also would you want to like, meet a fucking 43 year old dad from West Carlton who's going to nerd out yeah and be <laughs> yeah. awkward yeah. Yeah, I mean you've you, seen those guys you want to meet me in Fresh Market yeah, yeah. <laughs> where, where I see you in pre in my pants pre <laughs> Three in my pants. I mean, you see those guys at Red's Fest who show up with the backpacks and nine bats and are autograph hunters. I'm sorry. You're losers. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You're a loser. Right. (laughs) And I love baseball, but you're a fucking loser. You know, the people we're trying to appeal to. Where's your son? (laughs) (laughs) You left your son at home to go get autographs. (laughs) 
Where's your kid? Uh, he's under his desk in his one, in his one bedroom damn. apartment and fucking Chevy it. Reds yeah. Fest. That was a blast this year. Yeah, was. Reds Fest was yeah, good this Fest. year. I went, I went for free. It was nice. It could have been uh, so much hornier. It was pretty horny with all the anticipation. Moose there would have been. But, but Moose there more. Moose blood. there. I mean, so we were close Shogo to there. Imagine if Reds oh, Fest was next dude, week. If Shogo and Castle. There'd be a million people at Duke Energy Center. Oh, be it'd be insane. fucking madness. Shogo would have just made that place loaded. Yeah. Wall yeah. to wall. Yeah. yeah. Dude, make me a Japanese Shogo jersey. I'm... Yeah. yeah, put it on me. I'm excited to go to games this season and keep an eye out for like the Japanese contingency at the games. Yeah, right, yeah. because that'll I, be fun. I mean, you saw it when Otani was in town. Did you oh, go to? Totally. Did you go to any of those games? Totally. With the Angels with with in this this last year. You saw? I didn't go to the town? games, but with Otani in town. Oh with, yeah, yeah. I, I, I mean, did, it was yeah. it was it was, it was a, cool to watch. A, a prominent bump. I didn't go to any of the games, but it was very apparent downtown and outside of the stadium. What did we say was the um, chant? Oh, Gambare. Gambare. Yeah, 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 yeah. We talked about Gam- that. You 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 talk, you talking about? Yeah, it? I did, was and I passed, I passed it along to work. I, I so. want I want a fucking red jersey that says Gambare on the back. Dude, I was thinking. Gambari on the front, but it would be in Japanese in the Haymarket yeah. font with the shadowing and everything. Okay. With that in parentheses underneath it says Gambari. Dude, that's dope. Yeah. And then on the back it says like Akiyama. Yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be awesome, man. I would, I would buy that immediately. Dude, there's so much cool. There's, there's oh. They need to market the fuck out of him. I know. And, um, they, and I, I mean, I think the transition from Majestic to Nike is what's holding that back. Maybe, yeah. Right now. Oh, yeah, yeah, with the shirt and the merch and everything. That definitely could be. Yeah, I mean, because well, Danny was in, in Minnesota today, and he's like, you know, finally got to see some replica twin stuff. Jerseys there, replica Nikes are 179 Yeah. He said they, you know, they feel a little bit better than the Majestic. Over under on how many racist things you hear about Shogo at the Reds games. Um, per game? Yeah. Um, oh, man, I don't want to think about it. Uh, hold on, hold on. <laughs> like, how many, like... It was posted on the Reds Facebook page, and one of the things was, I think I'm turning Japanese, I think I'm turning Japanese, I really think so. And I'm like, hey, that song's about coming. That song's yeah. about your eyes squinting <laughs> yeah. up when you e-jack. Yeah. e jack Yeah, when it's like, that song's about fucking making sperm. Busted. Yeah. Can we not talk about that when yeah. we talk about a human adult? Like, yeah. like, why do we have to say things like that? You know what I mean? Oh, like, what? My favorite was one dude on the Reds Facebook page. He commented and said, I guess this isn't the great American pastime anymore. What the fuck? And I'm like, what are you talking and, about? Well, and then Locked there was forever. one guy that was like, what the, what, what do you mean? We had Chew. I'm like, hey, that's a different country. I yeah. know that you think Asia is just yeah. one thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of things. It's a, Asia's country. Russia, technically. Yeah. yeah. You know? That's, that's literally a completely different race. Yeah, it's come on. Yeah, Korean. But these people, that guy saying like, oh, you know, I guess it's not the great American pastime anymore. I'm like, it's actually exactly that because of all of the melting pot of races and different people from different countries. Right. What is more American than baseball with that? Absolutely nothing. It's it, yeah, that's actually kind of a kind of a deep thought. Thanks, man. No, I like that. I mean, I'm gonna cool. see him all. I'm gonna see him all fucking like. Summer long, just every time Shogo comes on, he just kicks over his kitchen TV. 
Oh, yeah. He's so mad. <laughs> he throws his CRT yeah. through the window. Yeah. Kitchen He's TV. like, that was a plasma screen. God like, damn so it. Pissed. He just takes his bunny ears yeah. and just snaps them he's, over he his He just feet. sees the TV it was made in Japan. <laughs> <laughs> he sees Toshiba. He's a goddamn he Toshiba. He sees Toshiba. <laughs> he's like, fuck your shit. And he just like rips it down. Everything's going to shit. Yeah. He realized yeah. It, was a part, it was attached to a stud and he rips his whole house down. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait. Cunt. I can't wait to have... Have the guy in front of me. I love him pulling a wall in his kitchen down. <laughs> he beats his wife over. Yeah. Oh my god! He twenty-inch TV. He punches his fridge TV. Yeah. He's one of those like rich fucks who fell in the money. All the people that were like Aquino, man, he looks just like Eric Davis, and I was like, what about him? Yeah. yeah. What yeah, about what, what about uh, the same number besides forty-four? What equivalencies are you drawing between all the Kino and he's ED? Because he's a, a black. Oh, right, right, <laughs> yes. Yeah, cool. I was like, yeah, I mean, dude, I mean, he looks just like Dunn to me. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No one is fucking saying that. He's closer to Dunn. Yeah. yeah. He's, a, he's, he's a corner outfielder with a cannon for an arm. Bug eyes. Strike out um, home runs. Strike out a lot and hits a fuck ton of home runs. Yeah. yeah. He's literally Way closer like Dunn. to Dunn than he is to... <laughs> That's to so Davis. funny. This guy's got a lot of Eric Davis in his game. I'm not yeah, everyone would just be like, man, it's, it's like I'm watching Davis' swing up there, and I'm like, no, it's not. No, no it's not. No, you're like, close. Davis had an open stance, but not like no. does. And their hands don't go through the zone really the same, and they don't fucking look alike. Not at all. They uh, don't even come close to looking alike. I can't wait to hear the first person say, like, when, when Akiyama strikes out, and be like, oh, I guess he couldn't open his, open his eyes to That'll see happen. that one. That'll happen. I mean, I might say it, but who would? I mean, no, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. I think the over-under is seven. Aquino and game. Davis aren't even from the same country. No. They're no. not actually the same race. Not even close. No. Yeah. Ass blood. What the fuck? <laughs> Ass blood. God damn it. Dude. Can we just bring it back to the just hole, dude? Bring it back just, to the hole. I just, uh, people made me so mad with that. I was like, oh yeah, it looks just like Kyle. Well, Paul. you running that page is madness. What? You running the page. The- dude, I made that page with my buddy Ryan Schomber because we were tired of Josh Bresser and people like Jared Roberts. Sorry, yeah. fuck you guys. Um, <laughs> running shitty pages on... Facebook and being shitty on Reddit and berating people. Optimistic. Like, I don't know if you know what a Josh Bresser is to give that guy a little fucking shout out. <laughs> that cunt swab is a fucking dude that just berates people and is a piece of shit on the internet. He's been he has he's had to make like fifteen Reddit handles. He's been banned from the Cincinnati Reds page several times. Really? He's just a cunty fuck. Just a he's, just a a useless troll. He just thinks yeah. he knows so much about baseball. It got to the point where I was so tired of his group that I left his group. I posted on there that I was leaving, that I thought it was shitting, I was going to stop helping in his group. Yeah. He messaged me for weeks asking me to come back to his group. I told him the reasons why I wasn't coming back. He got to the point where he was messaging me every day saying, come back, come back, come back. And then when I stopped, I was, wasn't answering him, he'd say, bitch, fuck you. And he called me like names and shit like that, faggot, like whatever. And I'm like, oh, oh so he's okay, just whatever. Useless. Yeah. And so finally, I just like messaged back, like, fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. leave me alone. I'm not coming back to your shitty group, wallowing your shitty self pity, and You're be pathetic and, and be an asshole. And I was like, just saying, it was just. Anyways, I told him what was wrong with his group, why I wasn't coming back, why he was an asshole, and that I was done. He decided to take our messages and edit them. 
to make it sound like I was begging him to come back and posted them in his group. Little did he not understand is that I had like 45 friends in that group. Yeah. And so I sent all them the real screenshots and they just posted them all over his group. And he (laughs) had to mod it like crazy and like take them all down. Anyways, that dude sucks. But so that's why we made our own page. Me and Ryan originally made a podcast. It was called Big Red Banter. Yeah. And Ryan was living down in South Carolina at the time because he was married and his wife was in the military and Cox Internet's the worst. So we couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And we ended up, we dropped it and, um, so we made that page, and I was like, it'll just be you and me and our friends. And yeah. now I have 500 members, and if I don't post a game day thread, people start messaging me like, where's the game day thread? Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> You're in a prison of your own design, but, but it's I, a cool I really prison. Enjoy, I really enjoy it. You should, it. man. It's I, like I one of the, the best pages to talk there. about it. Yeah. It's a good... It, it, it does skew a little bit more optimistic. Which and is what I like. you do get some sure. shitty dum-dums who are yeah. on your page, and we'll make fun of them forever, but... They will always belong to Facebook. Yep. Yeah, there's... I mean, it's... But it's better than most. It, I, I agree, and I really think that. I think it is better and less toxic than most mm-hmm. sports groups that are on I would agree. I agree. On Facebook. There's, like... So the two that I am... Like, okay, face The only sports pages I look at on Facebook are your group and Effectively Wild. Effectively Wild's good. It's fantastic. And then yeah. I follow Electively it, Wild. Uh, Effectively Wild does have a shit ton of trolling on it. It does have a ton of trolling, it's, but mostly it's lighthearted and fun. Yeah, a lot of times you just miss like the actual key points sometimes. Oh, <laughs> because for sure. there's so much trolling on so there. So hard left. Um, but yeah, I try to make sure that things are posted in my group that are actually legit. Yep. And I try to make sure that you don't no- sh- you don't give in too much to like crazy. Alternate universe rumors. No, I it's try not very to. grounded. Like I didn't post about the Strope rumor at first because yeah. the guy that posted it is not a credible source. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. really right about things and really wrong about things, and it's like I'm gonna wait. I mean, he turned out to be right. Right. I, I just didn't want to post that and hype everybody up if it wasn't even somewhat legit. Right. You know? Such a good signing though, and it just it completely flew under the radar yep. with all the big things that we've done. Yep. And just like everything else this season's like came out of nowhere. Hell yeah. yeah. That's what all their moves are, man. They're. All out of left field. I mean, Moustakis, no one even even considered it. Not really. I saw one article talking about him being a fit just because he's a left-handed power back. Yeah. Yeah. Because we talked about it like three weeks before it happened. And I was like, that would be a dope fit. He would just explode. Yeah. And I was like, it's starting to make sense. But the more we talked about it, then I was like, I kind of want it. The moves that I thought the Reds would make this offseason, I thought they were signing um, one Jeremy Jeffers. I thought that was a guarantee. I thought so, too. I thought Jeremy Jeffers. I thought we were trading for Marte. I didn't see that happening too much just because it was within the division. And they were in a transition from GM to manager. I I thought they were really high on Marte, and I thought they would try to make it work. Um, If not that, I saw them... um, I, I really... I thought Dickerson made so much sense. Me, too. I thought the Reds were nailing down Dickerson... It's an odd thing to say. Hell yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's a brand new sentence. Yeah. Nailed down um, Dickerson. Um, I, I thought that was a for sure bet. Um, and then I thought the Reds were getting Gio Gonzalez. That, I didn't hate that move either. I didn't think about Wade Miley, the fact that he was with Derek Johnson too. He was on Gio my... Gio Gonzalez for sure was. He was on my wish list. I was like, if you want to go out and you want to fix the bottom of your rotation, that was something I said right as soon as the season ended. I'm like, Wade Miley's a free agent. I don't buy the last yeah. month. What happened? And I think that would be the best. That would make the most sense. I thought Grandall and 
I thought Grandall. I thought Grandall. I thought that was we both thought that was a sure Grandall thing. Grandall and Didi. Just I mean, yep. it was just like as soon as I saw they were both funny how shit works out, time, man. I, I was like, they were yeah. on our team. Well, we made offers to both. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Didi wanted to go back and play with his former coach, Girardi, and yeah. and Grandall. We offered him a three-year deal. The White Sox right. offered him four years. Right. That the was the resident. The Reds offered him the same price for three years. Yeah. They right. offered him eighteen point something million for three. And he wanted the fourth year. I don't blame him. I don't, you know what, I don't blame him either, but I'm also glad that we didn't sign him for that fourth year. Yeah. I, That's too long for a guy who's 31 and I, catching. I Look what agree. it did for the Twins with Maurer. Yeah. I mean, how, how and, and what the what the Giants are dealing with, oh, with Posey. The other thing I thought that was like a high, very high on the list of a chance of happening was Keiko. We've been tied to Keiko. Every time we're tied to someone a lot, we don't get them. Never no, happening. Never. Every single player we're like heavily tied to never happens. That's yeah. what I mean. We we talked about the even last off season. I'm like, we should just go after Keiko because yeah. I wasn't too psyched on Sonny Gray. Thank God I was wrong, and I was like, Keiko is exactly who you want. I've been on Sunny Gray for a long time. Every time I play franchise, and it'll be the show for the past like five years, I've traded for Sunny Gray. Yeah. And he's he was on my fantasy team for like four years. Really? I loved him, yeah. And my buddy Ryan, he was just like, dude, you've been on your Sunny Gray shit forever. And I was like, I know. And now you finally yeah, get to see him I, every I really liked Sonny Gray. I, I loved him on the A's. I thought he was awesome. Um, I don't know. I, I always liked Sunny Gray. So I was really excited when we got Sunny Gray. Um, I wasn't super pumped about losing shit long. Yeah, but it is what it is. I got to see him in in Seattle. Yeah. That was cool. That was pretty. I don't cool. think Shed Long's gonna do anything. I don't think so either. Um, so it's not really a big deal. I don't think just a great Tramiel's, name. I don't think Tramiel's gonna do anything either. I don't think so either. So like, it was worth it to get Bauer. Do you? How? What kind of year do you think Bauer has? You get, are you itching yourself with a pen? Yeah, I just couldn't get it with my fingernails. <laughs> I think I think Bauer has an awesome. Year. You think he returns to 2017 With, with Driveline and a year in the city, and yeah, I agree. You had the Indians having a very, very odd year last year. You had Bauer doesn't sound like he was very happy when he was with the Indians. No. Um, and then he gets traded here. He's got to get used to throwing to Barnhart and Casale, and they kept swapping him back and forth. Agree. Um, I think there's a lot of momentum. I think he feels really comfortable here now. He's been working with Derek Johnson. He's got Kyle Bodie in his back. At the organization, I think you have a very good bounce back here by Bauer. Agreed. Do you think that he is? Uh, I think we're looking at a. Uh, I think I think Bauer is possible like bounce back player of the year. That good. I can see that if, if he gets back to form, fuck yeah, he is. I yeah. can see him. He goes from being a four ERA something pitcher to back down to like a two point two or something yeah. like that. Dominant. Yeah. That's I mean, a three headed monster that is disgusting. Yeah. And then you have your four. Yeah. With he's going to be, he's gonna be competing. With Castillo and Gray to be dominant. Yeah. And that's what he's he wants. He's such a competitive And that's dude. what he is. That's a really good point. Yeah, he's a competitive cunt, dude. He, he does really not want to be the three starter. No. no. No, he wants to be the ace. Bad, yeah. For yeah. sure. And uh, what I love about him, too, is like he uh, he's working with Lorenzen. Um, yeah. He said that he's getting bigger with Lorenzen. And he, he said Lorenzen was getting aggravated because he kept saying... I can't hit 100. Why Why can he throw harder than me? And I'm so much stronger than him. So they're just and swapping yeah, each other's knowledge. Bauer basically said, he was like, you have a lot of extra movement in your rotation. If we take that movement out, you'll throw harder. And then... And uh, dude, if he gets Lorenzen throwing 100 consistently... Coming out in the 7th, 8th inning. If he can throw 100 consistently and then have like his like sinking pitch... Yeah. It's so. over. I, that's why I kind of was like thinking it would be easy to move Rizel because I think Lorenzen is competitive enough and can lock in and be your closer. Well, apparently in Strope's deal, 
he gets some kind of one of his incentives is um, amount of games closed. That's interesting because Rizel had such an issue last year with not closing games, and so he had a three point one five ERA in games where he closed. Huh. So I don't know what they're doing. Because he, I mean, but I if you look at if you look I, at his I don't numbers, see them trading Rossi. Wild competition is what they're doing. If that, they trade Rossi, it's because we're getting a shortstop back. Yeah, that's yeah. the only way. It'd be like they lose Rossiel and they lose some prospects, or they lose Rossiel and Winker and a prospect, or whatever. For Seager, what is a is there a shortstop out there not named Seager or Lindor, and then we'll just take Story out of it and take Correa because they want Castillo for him? Is that the it, from the the Rays? Oh, that the prospect. I don't see it happening. I don't either. Um, it's a it's a wild card for it. Um, I don't know, man. I I can't I can't think of anybody. Because the market is super Not thin. Not anything that I see happening now. No. Um, I mean, there are other shortstops, other Semyon and things like that, but they're not trading Semyon. You know, I mean, if the ace... There, there is um, Correa. But they, but I still they, don't see that happening. But they want Castillo. But then Correa fucking knew what pitch was coming 15% of the and time up, last year. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did you did, did you, you go through that Twitter thread and see that? That what Danny posted? Some A's, some Astros fan went through and listened to all of it. 137 trash can bangs or something. Yes, yeah, dude, for Marwin Gonzalez. There was it, also a game that someone posted on Reddit where they said in one game where they heard the most bangs, they scored um, 16 runs. Yeah. Or 13, 13 or 16 runs or something like that. Yeah. And one of the pitchers for the, the Royals... Gave up four runs in point one innings and never pitched in the in the ever again. again. Yep. It did do my heart good. Fuck, man. Any of it is dirty and, and vile, and I hate it. It did make me happy to see that out of nine hundred something pitches, Altuve got the trash can bangs two point seven percent of the time. Right. He yeah, got. But he got like using the buzzer, but the the buzzer thing could have been a hundred percent of the time. Right. He could, you know, which the tr- breaks my heart. The fucking shirt thing is damning. Yeah, it's yeah. damning. Taking, it is damning, dude. I mean, the they're taking the shirt off after not wanting to lose his shirt. That after that the thing right there is, dude. His fucking story for why he did that is the most bullshit thing I've. What ever is? Heard. What did he even he say? Said, my wife doesn't like when my jerseys get torn off. Bitch, you got shirts on underneath. Hold You're on, lying. okay. Because if he would have said, bullshit. see, if he would have said, I wanted to keep that jersey as a memento. I think that's what he ended up saying. My wife likes to keep them. Fuck you. Yeah, that's not what happened. No. If that was the case, you would have taken the jersey off while you were running to home plate. Yeah, and you would have yep. thrown it to somebody. Yep. You didn't right. want the fucking jersey because then after the celebration of the home plate, he ran and fucking yeah. right down the tunnel and fucking changed and came back out. Yep. You wouldn't. You would have went and thrown it over the railing. You would have taken it off and thrown it to the third base coach. Throw it to your wife. Yeah, yeah. yeah let her sitting frame in it. the front row. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. No shit. You, uh, that that's the most bogus shit. I've there's ever. a lot of people that are fucking. There's like a petition going around online that's got close to a million signatures. That once, if the if the buzzer thing turns out to be true, they want Altuve and Bregman banned they forever. They into it. They said they can't look into it. No, that was the deal. That how do you get them caught this at this point? Yeah. No one's yeah. wearing it right now. There's no video where you can see it. There's yeah. some you pictures that are you, wild. Yeah. Piece of tape. Yeah, you with can't. a wire. Yeah. Um, did you see that one that came off that tape that came off of Trino's his bat? Yes. Uh, no, I didn't we see that. I did see that. Tape in a practice swing came off of his bat. He went over and saw it on the ground and picked it up and put it in his back pocket. 
And then he pulls his hand out, and it's still on his finger. And you can see it's a piece of tape with something in the middle. Yeah. And he starts touching his bat, and then he sees this back on his finger, and he tucks it back into his back pocket again. Yeah, I Why saw that video. Why the fuck would you just throw it on the ground? Yeah, it's a piece, it's a piece of, of tape. trash. Right. Why the fuck are you putting it in your back pocket and keeping it? Yeah. That's bizarre. Something's fucking weird about that. Yeah, that video was damning. That was weird to me. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see what year he has in Texas with the Rangers when they brought him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then those numbers with Marwin Gonzalez, what was it? One point one more, one point two, four point three. Yeah, Marwin Gonzalez also like got way worse all of a sudden last year. Well, yeah, yeah 2016, 2017, 2018, The numbers look like this. It's, it's like the and then twenty seventeen. I mean, he just signed a deal where a team could have paid him twenty five percent too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The biggest thing that's crazy to me is if you look at the strikeout rate for the Astros mm-hmm. from 16 to 17, they went from the worst in the league to the best in the league. Yeah. In that's 2017 and last season. Fucking off season. 2017 and last year. they In 2017, they broke the record for having yeah. the most home runs by their hitters and the most strikeouts by their pitchers. And then they broke it again this last season. Dude, Bauer looks like a goddamn... He's wizard right now. Yeah. Has been calling them out for fucking years. years. He's been calling Bregman a douchebag for fucking three years now. <laughs> yeah. Everyone's like, fuck you, Tyler. But really, they just know that he's actually right now. Yep. Um, the, the, when he said, oh, I'm going to go play poker. Was the, got the, I, I got the band-aid at, on his chest. Yeah. I'm going to look at feel what real good about strikeout rate was. Yeah. Um, got my lucky band-aid. Yeah, Bauer was on Twitter trolling like three hours after that fucking Dude, three minutes later. came out. Three minutes later after the ban. Or not the ban, the suspensions. <coughs> that was they, so beautiful. They, overall, the Astros cut their team strikeout rate from 23.4% in 16 to 17.3% in 2017. That's that, not discipline. That statistically doesn't happen. No. You don't that do, math that. You doesn't don't do work. that in one offseason. That math no. doesn't work. You That's like 100 less strikeouts. Yeah, you didn't fucking... You didn't... Trade for Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs. Right, right. No like, shit. You didn't. Like, no that's shit. what would have to change that percentage. No shit. Is Tony Gwynn and Wade Boggs? Yeah, for sure. Like you didn't do that. <sighs> there are some Tony Gwynn stats that are my fucking favorite He's ever. Uh, how much longer do we have to wait till we find out that Cora's banned? Yeah, what the fuck's going on with that? Why is that taking so long? This must be fucking serious with the Ash with the with the Red Sox. Yeah, it yeah, must you know, be they're way more serious than it is. It's got to be more serious than just like, oh, he's doing the same thing. Yeah, it's got to be something way more serious. It might involve more people than just Cora. Oh man, who? Okay, so who would you think? I don't think it's Mookie. No idea. Man, you don't. Think I mean, it's Mookie. He won the fucking triple crown two years ago. It, well, Cora wasn't there. Yeah. Fair enough. Cora's first year was twenty eighteen. Um, yeah. yeah. Or no. You're right. Yeah. Twenty eighteen. Did he win the triple crown? No. He won MVP. He, he was he was I, in I the race for triple crown title. most of the season. I don't know if he won yeah. triple crown. Yeah, he won yeah, he was into he's running a, for it for a, a lot of the time. Is what he was. Yeah. Um, he still is, but like I don't think anyone wins a triple crown ever with Trout in the league ever again. Unless it's Trout. Yeah. Yeah. Who came just, close? He's just too big of a freak. Wait, um, the Cabrera was the last person to do yeah, it. Yeah, Miggy did. Yeah. Yelich yeah. um, almost did it. Yeah, he did. Um, okay, his MVP season, yeah, 2017. So before, yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Um, that year was silly. Who's that? 
Uh, Mookie. He batted oh, like yeah. 350. Wait, didn't something. Mookie win MVP in 2018? No, it was 2018. Yeah, you're right. It was 2018. Yeah. yeah, he batted 346, but then the next year after that, he went down to 295. That's the biggest deal is that you see Mookie, you see in 2017, the winners of the World Series and the MVP are on the Astros. And then in 2018, the World Series winner and the MVP are on the Red Sox. And both involved Alex Cora. <sighs> That's. You want to tell me Alex Cora is just that good of a coach? No, I don't. Yikes, dude. Well, actually, you know what? The more you look at it, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, think about this. He, yeah, 2018, 346, and then 2019, 295. On base, that went, from, on base went from three from 438 to 391. Slugging, well, I mean, 640 what, to 524. What happened with the Red Sox last year? How'd they win so many games in 2018 and then end up third in the AL in 2019? I think it's because they got caught. Or, I mean, they they got, told. or they got nervous and just stopped. That's also true. Billy, can I hit I your mean, uh, sweet Reds, night? My shit's dead. The mm-hmm. Red Sox went from how many wins did the Red Sox have in 2018? 107 oh, yeah. or something yeah, like that? Yeah, something crazy. Something fucking dumb. Well, 2019 they lost Sale. Uh, Evaldi didn't pan out. He was hurt. <laughs> Um, <coughs> Porcello didn't pan out. They won 84 games in 2019. Yeah, they, they lost a lot of people. Yeah. Sale, well, no, Sale was in there in 2019. He was just garbage. And he was yeah, he hurt, st- too. He started off yeah. like 1-8 and eight or something crazy. Yeah, it was bad. He said, I'm not myself. He got robbed. But, yeah. But it shouldn't affect your offense like it did. Mm-hmm. Jesus. Yeah, J.D. Martinez all of a sudden wasn't the guy he was. Do you, but he was consistent before that and was putting up numbers in Detroit and Arizona. Sure. Yeah, I mean... I don't think it was enough to to warrant... He, he was still good last season, don't get me wrong. Yes. I'm not saying J.D. Martinez was cheating. No, I'm yeah. not, I wouldn't say that either. But... Uh, I mean, J.D. Martinez has been a 300 hitter since 2016. Exactly. Was, it's disgusting. And he was a 300 hitter in 2014. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think J.D. Martinez was cheating. But Well, do you um, think... You'd have to look at those other pieces. Um, I mean, who is it? I'm trying to even remember that team. That's blowing my mind. Because I think we might be on to something. Because if... Yeah, you just wonder how much they were doing it. Yeah, hold on here. This This is more entertaining... Podcast stuff. All of us on our phone looking up stats. Yeah, yeah. No, Mitch Moreland was at first. They just resigned him. Really? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. That could be a contender. For, well, to trade. I'm trying to think. Could trade for Brandon Belt. Imagine Brandon Belt. Brandon Belt and fucking at Fenway. Was Brandon Belt the player he used to be though? Um, he still has a high on base percentage. Yeah, he's always had that. Yeah. Um. I mean, Nunez's year... Okay, here we go. Um, man. Interesting. Because you look at... So, let's look at uh, Xander Bogarts in 2018. Batted 288 with a 360 on base, 522 slugging. But then if you look... Yeah, he's a three-time silver slugger. Did it start in 2018? I mean, 2018, like I said, is just very skeptical. That right. And then he improved the next team. year and hit 309. Right. I mean, they have great hitters, don't get me wrong. Right. But Mookie just, I mean, went the fuck off. 
Right. In 130 games, mind you. Yeah, and and they won so many fucking games. And I don't know. It's Alex Cora is just, he's a fuckhead. He's a piece of shit. He's, he fucked everything up. So he's, he's, he's for sure going to get banned for life then. Good. I imagine that's why they're taking so long with this, because that's probably what this is going to equal. Yeah. I, I imagine Cora is going to be ineligible. I do, but do you think that comes out after the season then? I mean, he's already no. been fired. Mm-hmm. Or you think it's just going to come out mid-season? They'll, they'll announce it before the season, I'm sure. They're not going to have that as drama that lasts through the season. They want this over and done with before the season starts. Right. I feel bad. And we called that with Dusty getting yeah. hired in Houston. Dusty yeah, to Houston. That's a... That's a, uh, that's a PR move. Yeah. That's an all shucks. Look at his. We hired old farmer Dusty. Look at his toothpick. He ain't cheating. He can't even coach. Dusty with a bad fucking quote. Yeah. Came out and said, didn't want to say it, but I was definitely rooting for the Astros to beat the the Nationals in the World Series. Yeah. After you just ran the Nationals into the ground and all your point. Yeah. After you know. No, he said he wished the Astros would have won. Yeah. 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 And it's like, it's like, Bro, you know they cheated, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, why are you doubling down on that? Like, why are you... I think he's just... Yeah, just, just don't I mean, mention all, the past But at also, all. like, this just in, manager of a new team says something positive about his current team. Right, <laughs> exactly. Right. What's so he going to do? it's like, you know, yeah. what's he going to say? Yeah. Nationals were my team. Yeah. <laughs> he's not going to go out and say that. Oh, sorry you didn't win in the postseason with them. Sounds like a familiar track record. Yeah, no shit. But, yeah, I mean, good for the Astros for hiring him, but... Yeah, she was Keigel, man. The things that he came out and said. He was... Yeah, fiery. Um, what I mean, th- that list that I posted that he said was... I mean, stuff you just don't say. Yep. He didn't have to say any of it, and he looked like a fucking asshole. Did you see any of that list? What that all did Keichel he rip? Said? No. Keigel was not on the Astros anymore. He doesn't have to fucking come out and say anything. He should. He should apologize right. for being an asshole. But um, he came out and said... Some really shitty things, um, like just bad takes on the whole situation. Um, where the fuck was that? Does was anybody else perplexed? Doesn't trash can bangs seem so utterly rudimentary and like easy to pick up on? You think? You think, but the ballparks get so loud, and it sounds like such a basic thing. And if right? you're it, that, you would only hear it if you were cued into exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Dallas Keuchel made the Astros look even worse when the stuff was going on. This is a, these are quotes by him. When the stuff was going on, it was never intended to be made into what it's made into now, right now. The fuck was it? So you mean that it was never meant for anyone to find out about? Exactly. He says, "When stuff comes out, let's let's yeah, let's let's reword this to what he actually means. Yeah, all these things. When stuff comes out over the course of a big league ball season, it's always blown up to the point of, oh my gosh, this has never happened before. (laughs) This has never happened before. Actually, yeah, Dallas. What that? What he was really saying is." Dude, other people have done it. Who cares? Yes, yeah, that's on. exactly right. They're, do, he, they're using the Trump defense the right now. I can grab Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> other people have grabbed him by the shaved asshole. Yeah, right? for sure, <laughs> man. By the shaved asshole. I can tell you, not every game there were signs being stolen. Cool, thank you. We already what, know what that. What that says is, I could tell you we only did it at home. Yeah. 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 Which they couldn't win in the World Series. A lot of guys are not happy with the fact that Mike came out and said something. Are you serious? Mike snitched? Oh, That's exactly what that means. Yeah. 
then, did pitchers benefit from any of that? Not really. At the same time, I mean, we may have had a few more runs per game. Yeah, that's All big. right. Bitch. <laughs> Everything football. is just foot yeah. in mouth. This isn't yeah. football, dude. A couple more yeah, runs aren't, per game. Aren't, this isn't basketball scores. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't. These are baseball. We're teams five to, to one to five nothing. to four. Yeah. These are teams where these are. I think. They, I think the most average score in baseball is three to two. Yeah. Dick. Yeah. God. What the fuck? Then it sucks to the extent of the clubhouse rule was broken, and that's where I'll go with that. Keigel said, "I don't really have much else to say about Mike. It sucks what? to the. To, it sucks that he told on us. Yeah. When he was he, when he, the clubhouse rule says you shouldn't tell on us. Yeah. 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 Sorry that I snitched and did yeah, the, the right thing. The clubhouse rule of liars. Then exactly. One, then this is one of the worst. I don't think guys are going to do what fires did now that they see what happens when you speak out. What's he Is he just going to go hunt him down? Yeah, what? what? Is club mentality? Yeah. What is... Yeah, or, or are you a gang? Mentality? Yeah, right. What fuck? Yeah, what is... is oh, speak... All right. So does this, Mike Fires have a bounty on his head? This is... This is... This is irrelevant. Do, do you guys watch MMA at all? Yeah. Any of the fights or anything? Not really. Yeah. So... I'm big on that. Um, Donald Cerrone is one of my favorite fighters. Donald Lee has is the all-time win um, wins leader in um, in victories for the yeah. UFC. Yeah, and he has he's most all-time, most knockouts most, most, by leg most kick. head kicks head kick. Yeah, um, he's he's a veteran. He's had the most fights I think in UFC history. He's an animal. Yeah, he's been in the sport for a long time. Animal. He fights cow. He fights Connor. 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 Bucks him up. He smashes him. 40, 40 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He hits him with these shoulder strikes. He breaks his nose. He breaks his fucking orbital. He smashed him in 40 seconds. I love Cowboy, but Connor was just fucking on his shit. Connor classed him. So, MMA is now, UFC is now partnered with ESPN. Mm-hmm. And ESPN gets to do it. Stephen A. Smith is a dummy. Oh, yeah. he's an idiot. He gets. Yeah. He comes out on the air with Joe Rogan. Who I don't know if you know a lot about Joe Rogan or what he's done in the past MMA or anything. Oh yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Joe Rogan used to be in in the. He's uh, got his PhD Olympics. in MMA. He used to be in the Olympics for yeah. um, junior mixed martial arts. Mm-hmm. Um, he has a black belt in jujitsu. He's got a secondary black belt in taekwondo. He's a he's an animal. He's impressive. Mm-hmm. He's he used to teach spinning back kicks to like George St Pierre, and guys that are fucking yeah. absolute legends in the sport of MMA, and he'll. Fuck you up. Stephen A. Smith, he, he came out and said, Stephen A. Smith was wrong. On the air, Stephen A. Smith came out and said, Serrani didn't, um, Serrani, Serrani just didn't bring it tonight. He just wasn't prepared for this or whatever. And he, uh, what happened in there was Connor hit him and Serrani quit. No. Well, you don't say that about a fighter. No. It's different. It's, it's different than a basketball game. You mm-hmm. play, you have a bad game in a basketball game, you guys just lose. You have a bad game in MMA. Cerrone got his nose and his fucking orbital broken. <laughs> yeah, his face. He's 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 fucked up for months. Yeah, right. Okay? It's it's a big deal. It sucks. Yeah. There's a lot of pride. You just got your fucking ass kicked in your in underwear. Front of millions of people in your underwear. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Like yeah. it's a lot of pride yeah. in that. And these guys also, it's like they lose one game at a, at a sporting event. Who cares? They had one practice before that. So exactly. They yeah. they lose a fight. They train for that fight for three fucking months. Yeah, at least. Well, heavily trained. Yeah. So he came out and said that. And when he said that, he said, I mean, shoot, I can run from a guy for more longer than 40 seconds. And, and Joe said, I disagree. And then they kind of moved on or whatever. Joe's clearly annoyed. On on his podcast, Joe said, Stephen A. Smith is a good guy. He's good at what he does. He's good at 
being controversial and making money off of being controversial and having hot takes on things like that. He does what he does, but he's way out of his league here. He's yep. saying things that he shouldn't say. He's saying things that are disrespectful. He doesn't know what he's talking about. He said, I'd much rather talk to somebody. He's like, I know MMA. I don't know everything. He's like, I don't know anything about baseball, but I know MMA. Right. He said, that's my thing. I'd much rather talk to someone that knows MMA. He said, oh, even Conor McGregor came out. And Conor McGregor said, anyone that walks down there and gets in that ring deserves the respect. And he said, Cerrone is a legend of the sport. He's somebody that deserves yeah. all the respect you can yeah. get. And right. he's a great opponent. He said, I was a better man that night, but Stephen A. Smith owes an apology. Yeah. Stephen A. Smith came out and made a response to Joe Rogan and called out Joe Rogan. Imagine. He said, he said, Joe, if you need me, you know where to find me. Well, guess what? Of the mob that is the hey, Joe Rogan experience. He lives in L.A., dude. Hey, He's going to get killed. Hey, yeah. Joe will strangle you. Yeah. yeah. That 5'2 yeah. motherfucker yeah. Will, Joe will take you out. It, it, Joe would leg kick him one time. Snap his feet. And his walking career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for real. <laughs> you geriatric fuck. Yeah. Did you see his pad working video yeah. where he's doing the dick punch and then throwing that little shitty uppercut? It's so ridiculous. Yeah. It's embarrassing. It's It was just like, I saw that today before I came here, and I was like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm going to go like, that right when Joe's I get gonna, he'll, one, he'll, He's not going to give that at the time of the day. But if you did like get shitty with Joe, he'll smash you. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like I was like, you're silly. I don't know if you've ever seen there's a video of Joe doing like kicks on oh, it's on insane. A no. It's unfucking real it's so how crazy, hard. Dude. Like St. Pierre said he's never seen someone kick harder than Joe Rogan. That's he insane. Like, he said his, his technique is crazy. I think Joe, with a kick, set the hardest kick. On, like, those things where they test, like, how hard you hit. Yeah. I think Joe set the hardest kick. What the fuck? Dude, Joe's a... Dude, he fuck Elk Steak Rogan. I didn't know that. Elk Steak Rogan. Dude, he's so around. legit. Yeah, he'll strangle the shit out of you and beat your ass. Um, yeah, I don't know what Stephen A. Smith is doing, but he needs to stay away from boxing and MMA because he has no idea what he's talking no. about. No. Basketball, to, fine. He knows what he's talking about basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Baseball, Football, it's embarrassing whatever. to know yeah, what he's talking about. Yeah, baseball, he's not good, yeah. But he interviewed Cerrone before the fight. Mm-hmm. His first question was, if you lose here, are you going to retire? What? And Cer- Yeah, look at his pad video. <laughs> it's embarrassing. Oh, my God. Dude, it's so What bad, is that punch? That punch has never been trained, ever. No. I did pad work with my wife, and she hit better than that. Oh, I believe that. And she's never hit pads, and she's not a fighter. Ugh. What in the hell is Stephen A. Smith? What's that dude doing with him? Nothing. Why Nothing. is that? Why is Nothing. he training him on that? It's crazy. He's getting paid. But, That's what he's doing. Um, damn, dude! If Stephen A. Smith goes on Joe Rogan, that will be probably the, the craziest podcast. Well, I'm just—I mean, the next time they do like an event, like they still have to talk together. Yeah, I'm just wondering what all happens with that. That's that's. Yeah, I, I don't mean, understand why they have Stephen A. doing it. I mean, you can—he's never covered Stephen it in a his can life. Talk to, well, that's another thing that somebody. Uh, Joe had another MMA fighter on there, and they were talking about how disrespectful it was, and he said. He said, all right, go tell Connor that when you're in an... Or go tell Cerrone that when you're in an elevator with him. Yeah. Yeah. It's over. He's like, Cerrone will fuck you up. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, but he really wouldn't think anything about it. Yeah, Cerrone like, would he'll, beat your he'll ass he'll fuck in you up. Yeah, like... Yeah. Like, uh, Stephen A. Smith, you, you can't act hard in this field. No. You can act hard when you're, talking, when, you're, when you're talking when you're talking to that... Um, who was that other fucking... That white-ass dude that he was with all the time? Um, oh, um... Max uh, Kellerman Max Kellerman yeah well and the other guy he used to be with all the time that it was like Stephen A. Smith and that guy and they'd always argue back and forth oh uh, uh, Skip Bayless Skip Bayless Skip's somehow act like a hard ass all you want with Skip Bayless but you don't get to act like a hard ass when you're standing next to Joe Rogan and talking to Donald Cerrone and Connor and stuff like that like 
you're gonna get a pissed. It's in a the different mouth. world. Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah, it's you gotta stay in your element. You can't disrespect these guys when they do combat sports for a living. Right. Well, then also Steven be is respectful. like you said, trained to, to do hot takes, and he's also trained to just be loud. Right. So him walking into this knowing absolutely nothing and just being loud, he's just gonna revert back to is the only thing he knows. Exactly. But Joe also like Joe's been doing MMA. As an MMA analyst mm-hmm. and ringside announcer, since basically UFC started, started, yeah, he thought about being in the UFC, but he knew he was talented enough as an actor and yeah. being on news radio and all that kind of stuff. Right, he could have a career without the brain damage, yeah, without the blows to the head, and so he decided against it because he saw plenty of guys getting rocked all yeah. the time, right. And he also knew that he was five foot seven, and yeah, exactly. You know I mean? and doesn't have, have reach and things like that. Yeah, I mean, and, and walks around at like two oh five. You gonna do a five foot seven light he's heavy a fire hydrant? Yeah, no yeah. way. Um, but yeah, I mean, analysts need to watch what they're doing. Baseball analysts need to stop fucking around. Baseball analysts, if you want fucking people to like the sport more and kids like sport more, stop fucking putting baseball down. Dude, just what Trevor Bauer said was yeah. so perfect. Trevor, Trevor Bauer yeah. said was so... I've been, I've been telling my dad things about that. Like, I've been telling my dad things about that since the Brennamans and things like that for years. Yeah. Stop putting the fucking game down. Yeah. Yeah. Stop, making, shitting stop on the making the fans yeah. think shitty about the sport. Love every aspect of it, yeah. including stop its Stop ripping on the shift. Stop ripping on this and that. The shift just is fucking, beautiful. Just talk about every player like you're excited. Exactly. Talk about every player. How Tom talked about the Cubs. Yeah. Talk or like, about or, or, or about uh, uh, Schwarber being from Middletown. Yeah. Like or about the the Georgia Bulldog, Kyle Farmer. Like be fucking excited. Get yeah. people stoked on it. Well, it's like, hard to when you're fucking royalty. Yeah. You know what I mean? You're upper echelon. You've you've been in you've been with the same club since you were fucking born. I and being around it. So like, what's the point of them even getting it or him yeah. getting any type of excitement yeah. behind? I'm it? so over the argument of well, Marty had to sit between sit through so many. He's a so many bad teams. He's a millionaire and a professional. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sorry. What Fuck. a bummer. You had to get yeah. paid to talk about baseball. Fuck your shit. Yeah. I understand that it gets rough. But yeah, I managed a fucking store in Tri County Mall for two years. What's up? Yeah. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah, I had to work. Figure it out. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I worked at a GameStop in the Northgate Mall. Yeah, like I figured dude, it out. I figured it out. I stayed positive about my fucking job. Yep. You know what I mean? Like I'm just saying, like, like, uh, you you gotta figure it out. If you can't, then move on. And I th- I say it about any profession. If you're unhappy, move on. Yeah. Especially when like he completely. Sways the opinion of, I, I I literally think that Marty Brenneman is seventy five percent at fault. I mean that number's arbitrary. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. For all the hate that Joey Votto gets in this in the city. Oh, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna say ninety five percent. Because he just hated Joseph Daniel, and he is the reason that there's so much negativity in Cincinnati about Joey Votto with baseball. Yeah, that should be our shining thing that we're happy about. Yeah, that's our guy, that's, Joseph D. He stayed here. Yeah, he stayed here. He signed this fucking contract here to stay here through thick and thin, and yeah. you're unhappy about yeah. it. Yeah, and has come out and said, if I do not live up to that and do not meet that expectation, I will I'll retire. Give it back. Yeah. I'll yeah. be, I'll You're get already, out of it. Already said I'll retire if I can. He even said that going into this year, they they interviewed him about it. Yep. He said, you know, I don't know. It's it's hard to say. He said he said I don't think I was a good player last year, and I won't let that continue. Yeah. He said I will be better this year, and if Leave I'm not, that. then we'll reevaluate it. Believe exactly. That. And I believe every word of that. I just think that it is up to Cowboy, and it's up to um, 
Tommy Thrall. Thrall this year. I almost said Kroll. Um, or Kroll. It's a... Crawl and Thrall. Yeah, GM. Yeah. Uh, what a it's, great it's up, offer. It's up to Thrall and it's up to Cowboy to make excitement. Yep. You have to fucking talk about this team like the world beaters. Yep. People need to yep. listen to this fucking podcast. No shit. The optimistic view of the red legs, baby. I, I mean, there's no, why be not optimistic? It's too long What's of a season point? to yeah, be like, a pessimist. If you're, if you're just pessimistic about it, move on. There's other things in life you can enjoy. Yeah. I watch baseball because I like baseball. Not because I just want to piss and moan about baseball. Like, yeah, yeah. I it's something I enjjoy. If I don't like it, I'll go fucking play a video game. Yeah, you know yeah. I mean? No shit. Yeah. There's yeah. no reason to do There's anything. There's D and D to play, man. Yeah, I don't, I don't <laughs> yeah. do that. It's I mean it's NBA season and we're in the in the deep talking about the Reds. Yeah, you know exactly. Yes, Every there's a week. lot of exciting shit to talk about, and you need to have the Reds announcers on board that you need to build fucking excitement. I'm yep. excited for Thrall. I think... I think he's good. Saw him strutting around Reds Fest, and yeah. he seemed to have some air about well, him, and, and he seemed excited. We had that really cool Q&A with him and yeah. Farmer, and um, who else was up there with Van him? Van Meter. Van Meter. I used to watch a bunch of highlights for the Wahoos, because my mom was in Florida. She oh, was in cool. Fort Walton. So mm-hmm. I, every summer, I'd go to a couple um, Wahoos games. And, and so I like Thrall. I'd see him on a lot of... Um, Things I always think mm-hmm. he was doing pretty good. He talked about he he made the their players sound exciting. They were the fucking Wahoos. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean, I, one of the Wahoos games I was at. I got to watch Tucker Barnhart and Puig playing a game. That's sick. Whoa. It was when he was on the lookouts and Tucker was on Wahoos. That's awesome. That sweet. Um, yeah, Puig murdered a home run that game, and Tucker made a diving catch to end the game. That's cool as fuck. Yeah, it was really cool. I also I got to watch Jesse Winker at. Um, I watched I watched Jesse Winker and Senzel out of the Wahoos too. I got to see uh, Jesse Winker the game I was at. I told my mom and my stepdad I was like, this dude launches line drives. And when I said that, he crushed one to left center out like, oh, on fuck. a screaming line drive. He smoked it. I saw Altuve play in low rookie A ball. Oh, that's really cool. The Lexington Legends yep. used to be an Astros affiliate. We should uh, this year go to a Dragons game. That would be awesome. And do, mm. and do an episode. Yeah, mm. let's do it. We're doing that. We're doing that. We're gonna oh, do. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll say it. Come now. along. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just book it. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna do Dayton, Louisville, Chattanooga, and Greenville. So I would get media I mean, passes and then also do the pod and do shows at night. Yep. I already have the sometime. number for Greenville, and she said just let us know a week before. Yeah. We'll get you press passes, and then everything sets stuff oh, yeah, up. That'd be awesome. I'm down. Yeah. So Let's go do it, baby. Let's go do it. Let's round third and head for home. What do you have this week? What do I got this week? Uh, let's see. Coming up, um, I got the weekend off. It's fucking great. Isn't that nice? So nice. Monday's the hub. Long live. Long live. Tuesday is Mikey's Late Night Slice down in their uh, oh, the glow fellows room. Come out to that. That starts at 7.30. And then Friday, I am at Lola's Cafe in Hyde Park. Doing that's a fun show. Bri- that's what I heard, man. I'm doing Bridget Denman's show. I heard it's a good gig. And then um, to, what is it? Thursday the 13th and Friday the 14th of February, I'll be doing spots up at Go Bananas for Sam Talent. Oh, nice. Uh-huh. And then uh, if you're listening to this in Brazil, Indiana, Ooh. I'll be in Brazil, Indiana on Saturday the 15th. For who? 
Uh, some Sobel gig. No fucking idea. It's my first Sobel gig. Oh, nice. Yeah, hosting. Excited. Ah, that's awesome. Yeah, what do you got, Bilson? Uh, Friday, I am at... Oh, uh, Dick. What bar is that? I'm in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Oh. Yeah. The Hilltoppers. Um, yes. What the hell? Yeah, I'm going to allow that. Uh, that's a timeline. I am in... Come on. I'm in six at 643 Sports Bar. Shows at 10 in Bowling Green, Kentucky. Saturday, I am headlining at um, the Winery of Versailles, doing a Hot 45. Fuck yeah. Sunday, I'm on the Sunday show at Black Circle, Black Circle Brewery. Oh, fuck yeah, yeah, dude. That show rips, man. How? Indianapolis, that, that place is fucking sick. I know, even with the Super Bowl, I'm still like not worried. Yeah, that demographic in the it's Super Bowl doesn't different. overlap at all. They might not even have it on the TV. No, they probably won't. You're watching TV. it on your phone. I'm watching it on the, my phone in the back. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> um, and then, the week after that, um, I'll be in Why Not, Why Not, Ohio. Ohio? Because why not? Because why not? Uh, Friday... <laughs> Well, oh, I should also mention all these shows are sold out. I don't even know why I'm plugging them. It's a flex, baby. Uh, Alexandria Brewing in uh, Alexandria, Kentucky. I'm doing that one. Uh, that one. I already said the Saturday one. I'm off that Sunday. How fucking nice is that? And then at the end of February, February 27th through March 1st, you can see me featuring at Go Bananas Comedy Club for the one and only Troy Baxley. Woo woo! Come get some. Ma- come buy some magnets from me. Oh yeah, you got that merch, Daddy. I'm gonna have some magnets. Cause who doesn't need a magnet? Fucking magnets. How do they work? You, I don't know. I don't. I think they work like windmills. They give you cancer. <laughs> That's what I think. <laughs> Kyle, what do you, you? You said you have something coming up. You guys are playing soon. Oh yeah, um, my band Current Events were playing at Northside Tavern March 27th. Fuck yeah, the so, tavern. That place yeah, rules. Playing with a band called Fashion Week, mm-hmm. um, a band called Kali. Kali's from Columbus. They rule. That's tight. So, yeah, come check that out. I think it's a free show. Current events. I think so. Dig it, man. Dig it up. So. Yeah. Cincinnati, pretty but gritty emo rock, man. Fuck yeah. Come on anytime, please. Do. I'll come anytime. You, you have to yeah, fight. Yeah, dude, we killed it. This was fucking bitching podcast. Yeah. You're a fantastic just, guest, man. So now you have to fight Tom Tashia for being the third honorary new nasty boy. Yeah, no shit, man. And he, he's, he's really good at fighting. He's really into it. Yeah. So I don't even want to do that. Okay. I don't want to fight him. All right. Well, we'll we'll we'll, we'll do split custody. I won't fuck it. <laughs> don't we all? So, uh, thanks for listening, and as always, go Red Legs. Stay nasty. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. As you write your life story, you're far from finished. Are you looking to close the book on your job? Maybe turn a page in your career. Be Continued at the Georgetown University School of Continuing Studies. Our professional master's degrees and certificates are designed to meet you where you are and take you where you want to go. At Georgetown SCS, the learning never stops, and neither do you. Write your next chapter. Be Continued at scs.georgetown.com dot edu 
slash podcast. Ready to elevate your home? Picture this. Central heating, a cozy fireplace, or your dream walk-in closet. Build a backyard oasis, go green with solar panels, or start a business. It's all possible with Figure's home equity line of credit. Unlock up to $400,000. Apply online in five minutes. Funding in as little as five days. Head to figure.com and transform your home. Figure Lending LLC, DBA Figure, Equal Opportunity Lender, NMLS 1717824. Terms and conditions apply. Visit figure.com for more information. For licensing information, go to www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org.